0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas where the snow comes first.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Updates with Kathy Romano.
2: Traffic,
3: yeah! Traffic. All right. Today is Tuesday, December third. Good morning,
4: Kathy. Good morning. In the news this this morning, one (laughs) person—I know—starting out with a terrible story. Sorry. Uh, Yeah,
5: it is a terrible story. (laughs) Yeah,
4: one person died and two people were injured in a fast-moving house fire in Florence Township, New Jersey, early Tuesday. The fire broke out at 2:10 in the morning on the unit block of Amboy Avenue. Flames were showing from the house when the fire crews arrived at the scene. Officials said that there were reports that people were trapped inside. They were able to locate one person in. In the front bedroom of the house, two others were transported to the hospital with injuries, according to authorities. The fire burned for more than two hours. As of 5 a.m., fire crews were still working to douse the hot spots. Once the fire is extinguished, investigators will determine what the cause was. A Chester County man was arrested at the Philadelphia International Airport for trying to bring a loaded gun onto a plane.
5: So that's illegal now?
4: Yeah, you can't do that. The incident happened on Sunday. The TSA spotted the 9mm inside the man's carry on bag. And you know, I mean, Sunday was, they said, really busy at the airport.
5: Yeah, and people get impatient, though. They don't realize that they will hand out loaded guns during the flight.
4: Officers confiscated the weapon, then called Philadelphia police, who arrested him on a weapons violation charge. The man's name has not yet been released. The TSA says that this is the 18th gun found in a carry on this year in the United States. <laughs>
6: Unbelievable. Yep.
4: Casey? More bear sightings in Delaware County. And now there's a possibility that there's more than one bear roaming the neighborhoods. Uh-huh. You said it yesterday.
7: You know what they say? I don't know. Do you yeah, know yeah. what they, say? What I, they I say? I don't know what they say. I have say. no idea. Okay. I just woke up. Come on. You see
3: one bear, you're going to see two. <laughs> yeah. Get off the guy's back. He just woke up.
4: <laughs> I, I wanted to do His this story for you. His knowledge is because,
5: limited right now.
4: No, I wanted to do this story for you because you said yesterday there's no way it was just one bear in those uh, areas that they reported that you thought that it had to be two, and now that's what they're saying. Uh
2: uh-huh.
8: ha
4: the bear has been picked up on home surveillance cameras, but so far, it's still managed to elude wildlife officials. A home in Springfield caught the bear on the camera at 12.30 in the morning on Monday. The Did you
8: see it
5: was stealing packages from Amazon, Kathy?
4: <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, keep the
5: bear your, is a porch <laughs> pirate.
4: Keep your paws off my Amazon Yay. packages. The black bear was spotted in, uh, first spotted in Villanova and has been on the move in Delaware County. The Delaware County Emergency Services has fielded about one-fifth of the bear sighting calls flooding the dispatch center over the last four days. DES is working hard to track the bear its drone with the philadelphia game commission on standby they say that people who see the bear quickly lose sight of it which is the problem the bear was spotted in a, dr- in a driveway in villanova on friday morning by nightfall in marple township and the next day in collingdale over the weekend several other communities even as far as aston called about the bear which is why they now believe that there might be two bears
3: let's keep in mind though that these bears might be born and raised in delaware county and will never
5: leave there they'll just stay right? there, there for their <laughs> entire life and some i think they're, <laughs> they're not might going be. So, anywhere I there might be some merit though to what you were saying Casey about post Thanksgiving meal yeah garbage and all of that out there, perhaps attracting the animals in closer to Deller. Or maybe they're just relocating for better schools.
7: So what I've enjoyed on Twitter, though, is uh, the police departments are now having fun with this and, like, blaming the other police departments. For, for letting th- the bears in? For, for letting the bears go. Oh, they're right. Like, hey, man, you guys had them first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Springfield was trolling uh, Upper Darby. It was, uh, and then Upper Darby, I believe, was trolling Marple. It's it, well, the, funny. They sent out animal control. Would they not? Right? That's not the jurisdiction They're working the with the
4: Pennsylvania Game Commission.
5: Not unless the bears are Addicted to opioids,
9: but the first people that uh, the first people that are called are the cops. Right, right everybody calls the cops and first. Then yeah,
5: control comes in. I'm sure. Yeah, and yeah, then so the post office. Yeah,
4: emergency <laughs> officials say if you spot the bear, you should call nine one one and do not approach the animal. Shouldn't
5: you go up and get a quick wrestling with the bear? Yeah, or a selfie, selfie. or something. Selfie. I was just thinking. you know <laughs> the bear seems to be of moderate size, but still a moderate size bear. Well, remember the, hey, let's, formidable. Let's do a contest. Bill West will like no. this. The best bear Stop selfie. No. Yes.
2: No. He would love it. Yeah. Get
3: it to us, and oh, you okay. might win. Not a everyone has a bear. A prize pack.
5: Yeah. Go yeah. so put yourself in mortal danger. You know what? <laughs> let's just go to the chase and bring a full Kodiak bear into the studio <laughs> now. Sure. Time.
4: We yep. did have a bear in our studio, remember? We a did. It's a, a
5: cub. Yeah. And that cub, by the way, had claws on it that slit your neck in Seriously? a second. Seriously.
4: Like a minute. How
5: adorable <laughs> this murderous little creature is. <laughs> I know. It was. I mean, my, my wife was holding it, and the bear fell asleep in her lap. And I said, Will you look at those, the, the claws on the on the cub where as long as my fingers are
4: i forget who it was chin strap or maybe um... Steve, uh, they had to <laughs> pry the bear's mouth off of his finger. Like he was petting him, and he so yeah, yeah. kind of latched on, and they were like, oh.
5: So later not on, so much. an adult bear
3: has that, your head in his mouth.
4: Yeah, pretty much.
3: Yeah, my uh, uh, one of my teachers, when I was in middle school, was a, a wildlife uh, rescue guy, and, and he had brought in a, a bobcat in a, in a container. And right. Went, oh, and I went in <laughs> and I stuck my finger, and he's like, are you insane? <laughs> it will bite your finger right, right. off. So it, they're so cute. You know, I mean, I've, any of these animals. All are, the but bears
5: look were, adorable, <laughs> and they play with those balls in the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One second inside, they would rip your spine out like Predator.
2: Yep.
4: So be careful. Yes. Don't approach the bear. Don't take a selfie. Just call 911.
5: Yes, I was kidding about yeah. that
3: yes.
4: part. I'm all right, let's do sports this morning. Here we go. Oh! 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 The Sixers beat the Utah Jazz last night at the center. Yeah. yeah, Tobias Harris scored 26 points to help keep the Sixers perfect at home with a 103-94 win over the Jazz. Al Horford added 17 points to help the Sixers win for the eighth time in nine games and improved to 10-0 at home. Next up for the Sixers is a game of Washington on Thursday night against the Wizards. The Flyers who have won four straight games are back in action tonight with a game at home against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Few teams in the NHL had a better November than the Flyers who had 10 wins in the month and picked up points in 14 of their 16 games for a league-high 24 points. That tied a franchise record for most November points and bumped the Flyers up to third place in the Metro Division. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock. And in Monday night football, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Minnesota Vikings 37-30. to Rashad Penny scored one touchdown rushing and one receiving, and Russell Wilson hit David Moore on a 60-yard touchdown pass as the Seahawks scored 24 straight points to take control before needing to hold on to uh, hold, hold on. I'm sorry. hit does anyone else hear They talking in the headphones? Yes, they do. All right, oh, sorry. Yeah.
5: Rodney is ordering from Uber. I don't oh, okay. know
4: who it is. Okay, before uh, taking control and needing to hold on to, hold on late as the Vikings tried <laughs> to rally. Sorry. And that's what I'm afraid this morning.
5: Uh, <laughs> I know. No, no, no. It, the victory was she overcame her speech impediment <laughs> and Rodney talking in her ear. That's all good. Uh, by the way, speaking of both uh, the Sixers
3: and the Flyers, so the Flyers have a game tonight or uh, tomorrow night. Tonight. Tonight. tonight? Yeah. yeah, they play uh, the Maple Leafs tonight. Uh, the Sixers won last night. Yesterday in the afternoon after the camp out for Hunger, we had uh, Sixers coach Brett Brown come by. Yeah. And then later on, we had the Flyers head coach, uh, Alan Vigneault, stop by as well. Uh, so you never know what's
5: going to happen during or after our programs. And
3: today, Pierre Robert is going to be broadcasting live when we're done.
5: And he's Mr. Sports. He had an incredible uh, array of questions to ask both of them. Impressed. And Preston, you told Coach Brown yesterday that you had a slight rash on your inner thigh. You went back and told his players that the game was for you last night. Oh, wow. And that's why they won. Look at that. They, yeah, they, they did it. it. They were spurred on by your, your incredible plight. We're all helping each other out. We are. That's what's done.
3: So, uh, but, no, it was, it's great. And we, have, uh, we, we had our knockoff tournament last, uh, the, in the afternoon yesterday as Which was well. great, apparently, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we have some stuff going on today. We'd love for you to be uh, a part of here at Camp Out for Hunger. It's d- day number two. We have a number of people that are going to be stopping by. We finally have decent weather, so we can use our uh, carnival rides from Skelly Amusement. Yes. There. And, yeah, we're going to make sure that we participate in, in some activities. He's outside the tent today. And who knows, if we get some sunshine, maybe Nick will sun his
5: butthole like he
3: said he was yeah, yeah.
5: yesterday. By the way, the amount of people that resent that story to me yesterday, because I thought we were making it up. We talked yeah. about this new rage that's, I guess, holistic medicine where you. Guys go out. Is it women as well? Yeah, anybody. Anybody? You Remember, you they were sunning their Yanni, too. Your Yanni, yeah, which you're, is their you're, vagina. your vagina. Your butthole and your uh, vajayjay at, yeah. at the sun.
3: Yeah. For 30 seconds, though. That's all you're supposed Just to do. Just enough to warm it up. Yeah, so. Like uh, dinner rolls. Maybe we'll uh, see. We'll see if that ends up happening. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Case, how you doing? Hey,
7: man, I'm great. I, I I so sorry. I woke up at at five fifty this morning. I am so sorry. I'm I'm getting your uh, Your breakfast. Your breakfast. Uh, What would you like?
5: He has a hot plate behind the counter there.
7: Uh, What would you like for breakfast there,
3: Preston? (laughs) I'm I'm all good. For breakfast today, we're going to have star restaurants here. Park Park and El Rey are going to be coming coming in, so you guys will get some wonderful food if you come by here in the tent. And donating is wonderful. And our friends from uh, Duncan are going to have hot coffee for us all. I need that coffee now. Free massages from Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa as well. And we have our privileged section over here. We'll make sure that we get listeners in the privilege section. I see some people who are dressed appropriately who might be chosen out of the crowd today to yes. sit there for a while, get some massages and some food and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, no, we have, uh, I don't know what's going on the show today. It's Casey's job. Yeah, too, We have but. a whole bunch of
7: guests. Right? So we got, a got the city six Papa shot challenge. Yeah, there that's, we go. that's the big thing that's happening today. huge. Jay that's Wright one of my is, favorite thing yeah. that
4: we do each year.
7: Um, so Mark zoom is going to be doing the play by play. He was working last night at the Sixers game. He's going to be here bright and early this morning. We have John Clark coming by. Yes, John Clark is going to uh, cover this whole thing. I'm excited because, uh, Aaron McKee is going to be here. Yeah. Obviously Frank Dunphy was, uh, you know, a staple in this city for years and years. First, uh, you know, U and then at temple, um, but, uh, you know, he, he moved on, he retired, and uh, Aaron McKee's going to be here. So, like, I'm really, really excited about that. Nice. So, that's going to happen in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, and then we've got a whole bunch of other things. I believe um, Scotty Hartnell's coming by. Yeah, he's going to be coming
3: by with Nick Schultz.
7: Yeah. Uh, former
3: flyer as well. And uh, I think we might have some fun outside with those guys. Hand drop. Yeah. yeah
8: stuff, be kind so. of fun,
3: yeah. Uh, so, these things are more taking place. Uh, the only thing we're missing is you. And we got room for you, so come down.
5: We, uh, we lost a little track. I mean, listen, in, on the corporate side, it was very good. Yesterday, the larger groups were very good, but what we lost were the individual donations, which are every bit as important to making the Kanban a success. Everyone was afraid of the snow that never manifested. Yeah. So come on out today, as Preston said, the rest of the week, sunny and perfect. Absolutely. And uh, this morning, we're going to have live music from this band right here.
3: Goodman Fisk is here. Yeah. We'll take our first break and come back in just a moment. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Entertainment here. We'll be right back on MMR.
2: Here we go.
1: Social with
11: Preston and Steve and WMMR Facebook, Twitter, you know the usual places back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast
3: Thanks. so stupid question we're going to start here we're going to give away a one hundred dollar Sierra gift card this morning, and the question that I have for you uh let's go with this one in the song Daisy Bell, What method of transportation does Daisy Bell's suitor recommend for their wedding? Two one five two six three wmmr Let's see if you know that. It's an old, old song. The song Daisy Bell. What method of transportation does Daisy Bell suitor recommend for their wedding? While we are waiting, your call. Which, by the way, my screen uh, has nothing on it. So just thought that's it a new guys, feature, no- Preston. Oh yeah, it doesn't annoy you with needless information. All right. So just want to let our engineering department know that I'll need that up and running. Uh, so I'll go through some birthdays today. We'll start with a huge one in the world of rock. It's Ozzy Osbourne's birthday. Today. Oh my god. Hey. He has yet lived another year longer, and he is 71 and just released his first uh, album in a long,
5: long time. So he performed at the American Music Awards, and he was uh, seated for most of it with uh, Post Malone. Yep. And uh, he's, over the past 20 or 30 years, he hasn't been that kinetic on stage to begin with. No. Uh, Many people believe the mic stand is actually up his ass when he's there just to keep him from falling over. Yeah, Yeah. upright, yeah. But he's a legend, you know? He is. The thing that kills me about him, for the longest time, he was, he seemed... Uh, indestructible. And then over the past couple of years, he's had a series of illnesses, like the payments coming due.
3: Right. Know? Yep, absolutely. And he said, well, he's, he's 71 years old, man. Yeah. He's lived a hard life. So it's starting to catch up. Amanda Seyfried, the actress, remember her from uh, Mean Girls and uh, Mamma Mia, a bunch of uh, movies. She's 34. Started
4: something. on All My Children.
3: Did she, Did you watch
4: her on All My Children? Yeah. She, yeah. Okay. She's from
3: Allentown, right? Is she? Yeah, she's from our area. Okay. Uh. Uh the lovely Jenna DeWan, ex-wife of Channing Tatum. Oh, she was on the talk yesterday, Press. Was she on the talk? You know my this is my
5: favorite show. Me and the gals get together and watch the talk. <laughs> and uh Jenna Dewan is uh is lovely, visibly uh, very much pregnant.
3: Yeah, she's thirty-nine today. Anna Chlumsky.
5: Yeah, I like her. Anna is from My Girl, so the yeah. clip
3: of uh, he can't see without his glasses, that is her. That he we... can't
12: see without his glasses.
1: What his glasses are, he can't see. He can't see We
7: had a B. Yes. Without his
2: glasses.
7: We had so a B yes. and a Macaulay Culkin in the studio or in the tent yesterday. Well, I know the girl was dressed as a bee. Yeah, the person next to her was Macaulay Culkin. I, didn't, I yeah. did not know that.
3: That's fantastic. So she was holding up a sign that says he can't see without his glasses. She's very funny on the show Veep, if you ever watch Veep. Okay. Yeah, she's very funny. And, of course, he was killed by, uh, spoiler alert, he was killed by bees. Lots of them. In in the movie. And then
5: then the guy threw a cinder block on his head and smashed his head, right? Uh, Was that how? He was trying to kill the
3: bees. Oh, and and he he didn't didn't realize
5: the cinder block was too heavy. And he
3: smashed him in the head with it? That must have been the director's cut. I didn't see that version. Uh, So, Anna Chlumsky is 39 today. Brendan Fraser uh, turns 51 years old today. So, Brendan Fraser's
5: most famous recent thing was his inability to clap at the Golden Globes. Remember that? Yep, I do remember that. Uh, Julianne Moore, who's been in a gazillion things, uh, all the way to, you know, Boogie Nights to uh, uh, the... uh In Boogie Nights,
9: she has that, it's a wild scene with uh, Mark Wahlberg when she's Mm -hmm. teaching him they're both so high, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, they're, they're but, messed up. But she had a scene, um, uh, a few small scenes in the Fugitive, and she was supposed to have a romance with Harrison right. Ford in the really? Fugitive. But they wrote, they edited it out because it made no sense for the movie. They it should have had a
3: scene exactly like Boogie Nights. Yeah, uh, she was a doctor in the hospital. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, fifty-nine today. Uh, Daryl Hannah celebrates her birthday, the Kill Bill movies, Splash, Steel Magnolias. Now,
5: doesn't she have a, a medical oddity? She has no legs. No, not that. No, she has a prosthetic a finger. Thing. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: not no legs. Yeah. And that's uh,
9: Neil Young's wife now. You, yeah. Right? Yeah. Your
3: girlfriend? Yep. Uh, 59 today. Holly Marie Combs, who was from Charmed. And then she also did
9: Charmed. Yeah, that's right.
3: And we would know her <laughs> primarily from Charmed. Charmed. Yeah. Uh, Katerina Witt, the German Olympic gold medal figure skater, also has a birthday. She was, uh, more curvy than the usual figure skater, wasn't she?
4: Mm. Oh, really? Wait. No, oh, I her. thought she
3: was kind of slender. actually. Really? her yeah. Katerina Witt, W-I-T-T. Uh, look I'm up Witt. The German, uh, pronunciation. Witt. Uh, I thought, I, I may be off, I don't Did know Did you read why. her autobiography? No. Harry Witt? No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, she's fifty-four, and then the last birthday, Steve. You'll know this, J.P. Morgan. Yes, um, she was, match game panel member.
5: She was the uh, the reliable, and she played the slutty character. She always had the uh, you know that was always her her thing. But she was actually used to be like a uh, like a singer, right? So, yeah. Right. Which she, was, she, a she <laughs> was a dancer? She <laughs> wasn't. Uh, was she on
3: uh, the Gong Show, too? Yeah, she Gong Show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all over. She, she was the reliable uh, game show contestant. 88 years old today. All right, let's see if this works. I'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, in the song, Daisy Bell, what should, method of transportation does Daisy Bell suit to recommend for their wedding? And I will try clicking on this and say hello to Eve. Hi, Eve. Are you there? Oh, she's right here. Yeah. She's in the front row. Come up here, Eve. We'll just put you on the microphone. I'll put you on hold, but stay on hold in case you get this right, because I'll get your information. Uh, that microphone right there. Yeah. How you doing, Eve? Good. How are you? Good. So, what method of transportation?
4: Bicycle built for two. She's yeah! correct. Car- yeah! Yeah. Yeah. So we have they a winner. Nice. All right, so we are
3: going
5: to set you up with a $100 Sierra gift card. So Thank you.
2: Congratulations. Grab Thank a stick, you. Talk
5: to the person on the phone line. Okay. They'll get your information. Okay. All right. Do you know a classic uh, movie that song is featured prominently in?
3: Yeah, 2001. Yeah. Uh, At Sierra, you'll find top brands and epic savings on gifts for all the folks on your list who love to get active and outside like fleece, insulated jackets, boots, snow gear, and warm socks. Head to the Sierra stores in Morristown and Exton or online 24-7 at Sierra.com. Sierra is part of the TJ Maxx family, by the way. All right, so the entertainment report. We're going to start with this. Circumstances behind Gabrielle Union's ouster from NBC's America's Got Talent are being investigated by SAG-AFTRA. That's our union. That's our union. Yeah. Uh, Spokesperson for the Actors Union told E.T., we take issues of workplace health and safety very seriously. We immediately reached out to Miss Union's representatives when these reports came to light.
5: I don't have the E.T. effect, by the way. You don't? I apologize. What I have is I have the bear and the devil. I have the the, uh, The filter. And then I have a stadium sound. But we just couldn't afford to bring E.T. with us.
3: That sucks. Yeah.
5: Because uh, I've got like three E.T.s. Oh, God
3: damn it. Uh, also can I can find do it them. like this if you want. <laughs> it is what case? I don't have the
7: music either, so. Oh,
3: it, damn is, it We're crippled. That's all right. We didn't have coffee this morning either. <laughs> uh, it is our patience to work closely with members who reach out to us and their representatives in instances like this, as, they usually, as that usually affords the best uh, protection and best resolution for the affected member. <laughs> Meanwhile, NBC and America's Got Town production teams have also issued statements saying, uh, the remain, They remain committed to ensuring a respectful workplace for all employees to take very seriously. Any questions about workplace culture?
5: I, I, I think the main issue is uh, Simon Cowell. That's what I'm getting, right? There was an issue with Jay Leno where they thought a, a joke was um, a biased or uh, whatever the story was. And then Simon Cowell apparently is a horrible boss. I haven't heard anything about Simon yeah, Cowell. Yeah, Simon Cowell is one of the – in fact, the, the, she's going to go talk to or have a sit-down or sit-around. Uh, at NBC, and they're going to talk to uh, the higher-ups about Simon Cowell, but they're not going to do anything. Oh, okay. Uh, That's news to me. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: In apparent response to the statement, Union had retweeted a list stipulating how to make a real apology. It read, One, sincerely admit uh, wrongdoing directly uh, to the offended party. Two, be twice as loud correcting your mistake as you were making uh, the mistake. And three, lay out steps to correct your behavior in the future. Anything less is covering your own ass. Uh, Union was reportedly let go after expressing uh, concern over the show's toxic culture. She was reportedly upset over what she considered uh, to be racially insensitive jokes and the fact that her hairstyle was deemed, quote, too black for AGT audiences. Okay. And, and multiple celebrities, including Ellen Pompeo, Sophia Bush, Ariana Grande, Deborah Messing, rallied to her defense on social media. So, uh, Olivia Jade returned to YouTube on Sunday. After a nine-month absence. Now, who the hell is Olivia Jade? She is the daughter of Lori Laughlin and Mossimo Giannulli. Uh, of course, we're accused of bribing officials to get her an right. college. The to- Varsity Blues thing. You know the rest of that. Story. Yeah. Well, a source tells E.T. Uh, that Olivia missed social media but felt conflicted about returning because the backlash she received after her charges against her parents emerged was so intense. The source says her life has always been so public, and she had a life she was proud of, but the backlash in the beginning was more than she could take. Lori, Lori encouraged her to uh, step away because it was brutal. Now that she's returned, uh, she's been told that she cannot discuss her mom and dad or the or the ongoing case. Her parents are both supportive of her
5: going back on YouTube as long as she sticks to that rule. So I watched the video, and she basically says nothing other than she really wants to, you know, be back on YouTube. She says in the video, a part of me
3: is like, should I come back to YouTube right now? Because it's been so long and I actually really, really miss it. Like, I genuinely miss filming. I feel like a huge part of me is just not the same because this is something that I'm really passionate about and something I really like to do. But I also didn't know. I debated for seven or eight months. Holy hell. Like, well, if I can't talk about it, is there a point in coming back and not being able to say anything? Shut the f- up! Thank you. Fans and critics reacted on social media after her return, writing. Uh, one of them wrote, "I still love you. Conflicted. It's still
5: that's me. I wrote that, person. Uh <laughs>
3: Conflicted still, <laughs> but I feel like you'll have a good explanation for what happened once you are legally allowed to talk about it. I wrote, no.
5: like, you're like so beautiful, and you're like such my favorite uh, influencer." And you didn't do this, and I like want to see you back at college. There's you, another wrote, Live, you deserve to have a life. She's already. The, she's six months into her uh, her career path. Her school. She's going to become a neurosurgeon. Oh, so you know, and she's going to be like really good at it. Is
4: she finished school? <laughs> school? Did she? finish well, you, at the
5: they uh, she left school after this broke. Her and her okay. sister did as well. So they they might return at some point. What she really needs to do. All of this stuff. That Lori Laughlin was involved in because it was so important that the daughter, who was already had a lucrative career as a, as a social media influencer, had signed a contract with Ulta, I believe.
4: Yeah, it was Ulta. And then they right.
13: dropped her. And right? then
5: they dropped her because they were, they, it was so important. She's clearly not – she doesn't need college. She has good genetics, and that's the deal. But they blew the whole deal with the, uh, the uh, you know, paying to get her into, uh, what is it, USC. Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh but she's uh, she's returning to YouTube. So. Awesome. Yeah. The oh happy this is good day. news for me. Mm-hmm.
3: Give me something to watch in the R V. All right, so Josh Brolin, okay, uh Academy Award nominated actor, yes. no, old man. He's in Cable. The, the Avengers, he's you know, obviously he's, he's, he's Thanos, Thanos and uh tons of great movies over the years. Well, he's sustained what he has described as severe. Perineum burns after trying out the perineum sunning. We had an extensive conversation about oh my this God, yesterday. Seriously? Yeah, about tanning your uh, your butthole. Your butthole. Uh, the latest in Instagram wellness trends, by the way. Uh, Instagram user Metaf- metaphysical Megan wrote that uh, she had incorporated, quote, sunning my butt and my Yanni, which is her nanny who, right,
5: not the uh, Greek musician,
3: into her daily rising routine in accordance with an ancient Taoist <laughs> practice. And the lights just went out. What?
4: Oh yeah, the picture of you thats trying- me—up
3: on the big screen for those you don't want to miss coming here. This happened yesterday. At the yeah, it was very good. We actually ate dinner off that. We did. It's yeah. me, Spread Eagle, by the way, uh, doing a pose called Happy Baby for those of you who practice yoga.
5: Does this Happy Baby make require that you stick your tongue out in a porn-like? Experience? Yeah, that's part no, of it. that's yeah, yeah. Not- oh. Well, there My is, teacher taught me.
4: That, well, there is one where they, they tell you to uh, stick your tongue out and like breathe out through your mouth, actually. Yeah. Not during Happy Baby, usually, but... I does, could...
5: does keeping your mouth open allow the flow of air through your mouth and out your butthole? Yeah, that's what...
4: <laughs> I don't think that's it. You
5: guys Please have... breathe through your anus <laughs> Yes, mouth. let the air flow out yes. your butthole.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, Casey does that all the time, by the way. <laughs> uh, it all sounds very cool and plausible, uh, this uh, perennium sunning, which is presumably why Mr. Brolin decided to give it a try. But after seeing the results for himself, he was less than delighted. And he, his, his statement he posted online, and this is great. He said, try this perennium sunning that I've been hearing about at uh, my suggestion. And my suggestion is do not do it as long as I did. And he writes... My pucker hole is crazy burned, <laughs> and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family, but instead I'm icing and oh using aloe God. and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. And then he and writes... How, how long was I, it again? Listen to this. He wrote, I don't know who the F thought up this stupid S, but F you nonetheless. And he used the full words. Okay. I mean, he's Seriously. Idiot for trying it. And his hashtags are Black Hole Friday, Black Hole Sun, uh... Santa Monica Fire Department, and A-hole Care. So <laughs> the they say
5: 30 seconds. Well, that, that, He had to go much longer said, than 30 he seconds.
3: Said, he said 30 seconds will give you the same uh, uh, amount of uh, vitamin D exposure as you would be walking around all day with clothes on. So it's not necessarily – you probably could go longer if you wanted to. But you're not going to,
9: listen, you're not trying to tan that area. You're you're going to burn just, it. It never seems well, to suck. Nick, are you still up for this? Little, listen, if it hurt Thanos, maybe not, but uh, right. I'll do it. Whatever. I'm 30 sure. 30, I, 30, I, 30, 30 seconds is fine. Gonna burn it's going to be sunny today, and listen, it's for charity. It's for charity. Well, right? we
5: had talked press tonight, and, and if you're cool with it, we'd like to do it from 7 to 11. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to get you out there. No, so Yeah, we'll we want to go
3: into Pierre's shift a little yeah, bit. Right. Mm hmm.
5: Uh, So anyhow, it burned Thanos' butthole. Of course. Listen, one of the most powerful beings in the universe was taken out by a scorched butthole. Yep.
3: Uh, Julia Roberts is set to join former First Lady Michelle Obama on her December trip to Vietnam. On December 9th, the Obama Foundation reveals that the pair will meet with local girls, education organizations, and beneficiaries of programs that help adolescent girls reach their full potential through education. Roberts will also join Obama December 12th for a... Uh, conversation moderated by TV host Deborah Henry in Malaysia.
5: And aren't they all appearing in the all-girl version of Deer Hunter?
3: Yes, they are as well. That will be on that Vietnam tour. Uh, they are set to discuss lessons from their own leadership journeys and their path-breaking careers as well. So they are going out together. Kylie Jenner and Drake reportedly started hooking up shortly after she split from longtime boyfriend Travis Scott, with whom she shares Stormy, Pair were spotted getting cozy at parties in October, but they split after media got wind of their budding romance, according to Page Six.
5: Okay, so Page Six is fairly reliable. Uh, looking at Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner has literally no human expression on her face. <laughs> Kylie Jenner looks like her own sex doll. I mean, there's literally no sign of life yeah. emanating from her face. Which makes her inherently unattractive. No, uh, yes, unless you're into doing corpses.
4: <laughs> it's such a shame, though. It's every single one of them. Look,
5: at, really. here's, here's a perfect example of a dead woman out next to Drake This on the screen here. She just has, li- so, as Quint describes the shark in Jaws, soulless eyes, a doll's eyes. Yeah. That's what she has.
3: Uh, So sources tell the paper neither of them want to be publicly seen as a couple. For her part, Jenner was reportedly concerned over Drake's rep as a womanizer. Oh, not like the other guy she's been dating? Uh, An insider said she's smarter than that. Uh, Jenner really (laughs) has known Drake since she was a kid. He even performed at her Sweet 16 party in 2013. (laughs) Well, that's a little creepy, right? He performed at her Sweet 16 party and now... uh, Another
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. He actually, he uh, he worked at the daycare center she was at. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, some fans speculate Jenner is getting back together with Scott. The pair were spotted celebrating over Thanksgiving weekend with members of the Kardashian family, including Chris, Kendall, Chloe, and Baby True. And they were
5: taken in some family butthole tanning time.
3: And why not? <laughs> Speaking of that crew, Kendall and Chris Jenner are set to produce a series about their fraternal twin brother, Kirby
9: Jenner. Did you ever hear about that? I never on, heard about this. Oh, guy. no, no. Yeah. He's, uh, we've talked about him. He's not a, he's not a Jenner, he's fake. He, he does, he has, he's hilarious. He goes out and he posts photos. I like that guy. Where, where you can't tell if he's actually in the photo or not. And he, he dresses up like a Kardashian, but oh. in jest. And uh, but he's been he's done so well on Instagram. I follow him on Instagram. He's hilarious, okay. and he's done so well that he's caught the attention of the Kardashian Jenner. And they're clan. playing along. And they're playing right. along. And well, they get points for that. So now, so much so, Steve, that I can't tell what's real and what's fake anymore.
5: Yeah, hey, uh, the, the stuff that the guy does, and you were showing us. Some yeah, it's it's he inserts himself into these pictures. They're and really it funny. It looks completely legit. So they're okay. doing
3: a show with. Yeah. You? So Kendall and Chris are producing a series about Kirby on Queeby. Kirby on Queeby? That is correct. Uh, the show will be based on the Instagram parody account by Kirby. There you and go. will chronicle his daily life. <laughs> uh, the,
5: Kendall said in a statement, are we looking at pictures? Yeah, up on the studio here, Preston, there's a picture of Kendall there's uh, the, the uh, fake twin, Kirby. Kirby. So she's holding a little dog, and he's holding a what appears to be a rat. And uh, he's got a, a really <laughs> bad mustache. Yeah,
9: yeah. Uh, and looks really creepy, by the way. But So it started as a joke, and now he's worked his way into the world, which makes him, in my mind, a little less endearing, you know, because he's a part of the Kardashian-Jenner clan. There's a bit
5: of mocking going on yeah. that's been extracted now.
3: Uh, Kendall said, I'm thrilled that Queeby viewers will get an inside look at the life of my twin brother, <laughs> and he'll finally have the opportunity to shine in the series. Uh, yeah, that's kinda that's kinda nice, you know what I mean? It I is. They're doing that. And I don't like that. Don't be acceptable. Yeah, please. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. You're uh, removing one of our favorite targets. All right. Let's see if you if you know what this Liam if you know what this is. Liam Hemsworth uh, scurried over to Google after a photo of his was labeled a thirst trap by his isn't it romantic co star Adam Devine. Okay, a thirst
9: trap. Yes. Well that means he's hot and sexy. Right.
3: And It also means you would post something on purpose to get... Like clickbait. Reaction. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he discovered his thirst trap status after sharing a black and white shot of himself and his dog, Dora, taken by his brother, Luke. Uh, Liam responded to Devine's comment, writing, I just Googled thirst trap 100% true, adding a wink uh, emoticon. Uh, So I was not familiar with thirst trap, but it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, let's see Okay Here, I put a question mark by this I
5: don't know who these people are <laughs> Okay <laughs> But that's the kind of entertainment reporter I like The one who's not sure of the people he's talking about Chriselle Staus Is this a real housewife? I have
3: no idea I looked at I, I tried it to It sounds like out. Bad Champagne And she's an actress from, from some show I don't even know Name, what's the title of the show? I don't even remember <laughs> I, w- I went on I went online I looked up Nick, look it up, please Alright C-H-R-I-S-H-E-L Chriselle.
5: I'll have another bottle of Shell, please. Staus. It's
3: S-T-A. a Netflix
4: reality show.
5: What? What's it called?
4: You Selling don't Selling Sunset.
5: Me. What is it? Oh.
4: Selling Sunset. And She was actually also on All My Children.
9: Mm. Is she? Is, is this a? Um, it's a, um, real a real estate real, real estate show. Yeah. So they, oh, they sell the fancy houses in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah.
3: God, I know the world we turn it. We report on real estate agents.
5: <laughs> I know. In oh. the entertainment, the world of Tom Skippington has become a reality.
3: Shortly after news broke that she and her husband of two years, Justin Hartley, filed for divorce, uh, she's speaking out now, Steve.
5: Okay, good. I've been waiting to hear what she has to say. On Monday, she posted a cryptic
3: Nishan Panway quote to Instagram, <laughs> which read, it's hard to watch people change right in front of you. Well, why? They, they can go into the
5: bathroom. But it's, even, <laughs> but it's even harder
3: remembering who they Are you changing right here?
5: Who they used to be. Yeah. Like you've never seen a penis before. A
3: commenter wrote, been through this. Keep your head up and keep moving forward. Oh. Time does heal. Surround yourself with the people that got you and
5: we've all got you. I, I, I say this with all due respect. If there, if there is a God, these people will be summarily clubbed today. <laughs> Sources told E.T.,
3: uh, people close to Justin and Chriselle are completely shocked by Justin filing for divorce. And the, I was shocked. The couple has always been uh, incredible with no signs of things being on the rocks.
5: Well, when you don't even know who they are, there's never a sign that they're on the rocks.
3: Friends are speculating this was an impulse on Justin's side due to something that happened and are hopeful that the
5: couple can work things out. What's that? Because I think both you and I like the one show that takes place in uh, Hawaii. Where they uh, they do the homes.
3: Yeah, it was like a house. Uh, yeah. owners uh, or something? House yeah. yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. Just because the properties are, are cool. gorgeous. Yeah. And it's Hawaii and it's paradise, so that, that's pretty much the only reason. And then we're both huge fans of Real Housewives of New Jersey. But the one thing that's great, that, that's decent about that show, it, it's not the fake drama of we got to get this house ready to sell it. We right. have to, uh We've got to flip this house. Oh, my God, the carpet installer didn't show up. What right. are we going to do? You know, that fake crap. I can't stand that. All right. So, Tiffany Haddish told Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show that she would consider hosting the Oscars. She said, "If they paid me and I could do it with somebody, if you did it with me, I would do it." She said, uh, "Like I don't want all that pressure on me because I'm going to lose my hair and then I'm going to have to really wear wigs all the time. It's too much stress." Unless, I, I think unless, unless they pay me like a lot of money, she said. I think they're
5: going to run hostless for a while. I think it's the I, right I think way because to go. so many because a it seems to work okay and b. Everyone now gets this crazy bit of background check, you know, to see if there's anything in their past that they can dredge up yeah, to yeah. give a reason why they shouldn't be hosting yet. Yeah, look what happened to
3: uh, Kevin Hart. Yep, true.
5: Hey, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix of
3: Joker fame, Joaquin has been Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin has been uh, named PETA's 2019 Person of the Year. Uh, He's been a vegan since he was three years old. Yeah. He came from total hippie parents. Remember, his his brother was River Phoenix. Yes. I think his original name was Leaf. Yes, it was. You're right. In parenthood. In space camp. Uh, And he was billed as Leaf Phoenix? Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, Phoenix, uh, like I said, has been a vegan since the age of three, has appeared in PETA campaigns. Promoted, His butthole is all tanned up, Preston. Uh, promoted legislation banning traveling circuses, and uh, he never misses an opportunity to turn the spotlight away from himself and onto animals. They wrote pli- uh, animals' plight, and to set a great example of walking the vegan walk. In fact, when he
5: played Johnny Cash, he it was all faux leather that he would wear You know, when he was wearing some of Cash's iconic outfits. Yeah. That all had to be fake. Had to be fake. All right.
3: Well, that's cool. He stands by what he does. He does. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And I still got to get out and see Joker. Joker
3: is still in the top ten. That's doing well. killing it. Yep. Uh, let's see. Disney's Frozen 2 and Leka's Missing Link are leading the 47th Annie Award nominations with eight each. Both are duking it out for the best animated feature. That's what the Annie's are, I assume? Yep. Yeah, yep. Right. Uh, Dream, DreamWorks' uh, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Netflix's Klaus, and Pixar's Toy Story 4, are also in competition for The Honor.
9: Did year.
5: you see Toy Story 4?
9: I did not. Okay. No. I hear it's great. It's on uh, the Disney Plus now, if you guys yeah. Have that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. It, it's sad, man. I've with, with the overwhelming amount of entertainment out there, I have just, my need to see it now... Uh,
5: has, it's re- gone. ...reaction has kind of... Do you know what it's also... Almost completely disappeared, and I've, I'm kind of bummed out about it. I know. But you know it's a part of that, too? Because you can't... You see it, and you can't talk to it about anybody. Uh, talk... Right, anybody about it because of spoiler alerts. Yeah. So th- that communal thing of watching a series together, as we did years ago with Lost, that's gone. Yeah. You can't do
9: anything like that now. I'll it's, say this about uh, Toy Story Four: it's really good, as you would imagine. It's really well done. But uh, I thought Toy Story Three was such a perfect capper for that series. Right. Right. They didn't need to make this one. It's it's fine that they did. It's a good movie. But the, it was the, the 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 way they ended the third one was phenomenal. Was glorious. Yeah. yeah.
3: So the uh, the Annie is going to be held January 25th at UCLA's Royce Hall. Uh, Larry David set his toaster to two-and-a-half years and is hoping to scrape off the burned bits uh, and make it edible. HBO teased the upcoming season, and uh, it will drop uh, in 2020 after a uh, uh, two-and-a-half, it says two-and-a-half hiatus. Is that two-and-a-half-year hiatus? It, it could animated? be two-and-a-half
5: centuries, but okay. I think
3: most of the cast would be dead. Uh, the network uh, declared, we can't wait either, so that is coming up. Uh, and we're ready to roll some clips, if you guys are set for All that. right. Can do that, and... Casey has to uh, fire up the lawnmower. Yep, to get things working. All right, so mixed-ish. Yes, follows the preteen years of blackish matriarch Rainbow Johnson, and her family makes a move to the suburbs. As her family makes a move to the suburbs, in this clip, uh, Erica Himmel. Uh, describes how the character is finding herself in the sitcom. Hit it, please.
14: I'm playing Rainbow Johnson, but like the undeveloped version. Because, you know, in Blackish, she's a doctor and she's successful and she knows what she's doing. But, you know, here in Mixedish, she's just a 12 year old girl and she's still trying to find her place in
13: the world.
3: Shut the f up! New episode of Mixedish airs at 9 o'clock and that is on ABC. Here's the next clip. The Coming of Age series, Mrs. Fletcher dives into the impact of social media on an empty nest mother and her teenage son. Casey Wilson talks about taking on a more serious role for the show in this clip. Hit it, Jason.
4: I auditioned for it, definitely, and I really wanted to work with Catherine. And I have done so much just comedy comedy, and I was excited to try to do, you know, something a little more serious. Shut up, Demi. Uh, the
3: first season of Mrs. Fletcher is on. <laughs> on HBL, you can't beat a good Fred Sometimes Sanford. Sometimes that Fred Sanford thing. Shut up, Demi. Shut <laughs> <Get> up, Debbie.
7: <laughs> so, did any speaking of the Sanford and Son? Did anybody hear the Sanford and Son theme uh, during this break while you guys were talking about the? Uh, no.
5: Was the, it on? Yes. Are you kidding me?
7: Yes. I think I was the only one who
5: heard it. Uh, Does that I, mean you're dying? No. Isn't that what they say? When you die, you hear the Sanford and yeah, I think thing?
7: so, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, no, when uh, we, uh, Rodney was over here working on some uh, we yeah. some technical glitches, and I think you guys were talking about Kendall Jenner. I didn't even, I, I wasn't, <laughs> but I totally heard. I did not hear that. All I heard was Sanford and Son in the background, and nobody, like, batted an eye. Well, that's yeah, a, the music we most
5: associated with Kendall mm-hmm. Jenner. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there it is.
7: Or, yeah. Isn't this the music you used to pleasure yourself, too? <laughs> was that doing? Yes, when I was a kid, and I first discovered myself. I only had a couple of channels on the TV in my room, so this would be playing in the background. I wasn't doing this to mask Yeah. You were doing it to master It was on it. TV, but I wasn't using it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: But you remember it now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Casey, right now, do you have wood? I got I gotta Okay, all right. Fair enough. It is the morning, so. Hey, LaWanda Page. By the way, one of the things that uh, that will happen if you do come down here to the Camp Out for Hunger is, you know, you hear us reference people on the air from time to time. Yeah. If you're a regular listener, you'll get to see them. That's Rodney Byrd right over there. Rodney! Engineer extraordinaire. We talk about Rodney all the time. You'll get to see these people in the flesh as they're hanging out.
5: Not one aspect of this campout would exist without Rodney's uh, work. God. He's he's just around the clock. It's an amazing amount of stuff that he does. Everybody in that engineer. Yes,
3: department. yes. Hey, we got breakfast, which is going to be here this morning, going to be arriving. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they won't. By, by lunch. Yeah. Be, yeah. Who be, uh, knows? Who eats it's breakfast like, in the morning? The way things are going yeah. this morning, anyway. But Star Restaurants are supposed to be here. Park and El Rey, so we're going to be serving up some food. Duncan's got coffee for you. Free massages for Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. Uh, we're going to get to the privilege section, so we'll find out. Uh, we'll pick some people out of the audience, put you in the very The best seats in the house. Absolutely. So And, uh, and we'll, we'll wonderful for for a little while. And we have a few guests and so on. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back home. We're going to get live music from our friends, Goodman Fisk. And we'll return to the Camp Out for Hunger. Wells Fargo Center, come and see us next time.
12: Anyway, we'll be right back. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. Join us during the camp out for hunger for the official release party this Wednesday from 6 to 9 inside Xfinity Live. Get your hands on a free calendar, hang with the whole morning show, and meet the girls of Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Purchase info and complete details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
3: By the way, I saw our friends from Star Restaurants have arrived, so they're getting set up. We're going to have breakfast for everybody. Nice hot breakfast here in a little bit, so food is on the way. I also want to remind you to do, we have uh, today as well, we have some prizes. Uh, The largest Individual contribution today, uh, we have your chance to win a thousand dollars cash prize. What? And 25 seats for you and your family and friends to an advanced screening of Jumanji The Next Level. Wow. On Monday, December 9th, 7 p.m. at the UA Riverview, plus movie promo items. Uh, The gang is back, but the game has changed. Jumanji, the next level, is in theaters on Friday, December 13th from Columbia.
5: I really enjoyed the first one.
3: Yeah, pretty sweet deal. So your chance uh, to do that. And also, all donors today can enter to win. 250 bucks from Whist fist Bank. Uh, we stand for service. So we've got some giveaways in conjunction with your donations today, too.
5: And then, well, obviously, this, the amusement park rides will be running today because the weather is much more uh, uh, amenable to that. And we have, of course, the, the games out there to play. All the stuff that you're familiar with, if you've ever been down to the camp out before, we're just about, what you say, 50 yards, 60 yards from where we were yeah, year. we're like, yeah, it's a yeah. hundred yards. Yeah, uh, yes. You know, it's a, it's it's a pitching wedge. You'll see the tent. You'll see yeah. the amusement park rides come out and avail yourself.
3: And also, yeah, thank you to Skelly's Amusements, by the way, for uh, for the rides. And and those indeed are ours, You guys want to go ride the Ferris wheel? Go ride the Ferris wheel. <laughs> last
5: night we were walking out before the comedy show, and we walked across the uh, way. You, both you and I were walking with Robert Kelly, and he goes, "This is you too." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. All right, it's time to find out who will be our
3: first privileged listeners of the morning. Oh wow. Privilege!
5: Privilege!
3: All right, let's see who's interested in having a seat over here. Anybody? Let's see. We've got a variety of good-looking people. Listen, I'm going to choose this one. The one who stands out to me immediately is the festively dressed unicorn right down front here. <laughs> so, coming up here, let's find All out who right. you are. Her shirt says good vibes on it. We love the fact that, uh, that you have good vibes. What is, get close, what is your name? Joanne. Where are you from, Joanne? Aston Delco. Hey. hey. Aston PA, Have five you seen the points. bear? Damn.
9: I know where it is. I saw the bear.
2: You
3: did. No, you didn't. Uh, and have you ever been to the camp out before? I have, several years. Welcome back. Thank you. Reach into that box. Grab a prize that is part of what you get for being in the privilege section. Marissa will open it up and reveal what your prize is. Marissa, what did she get?
12: Ooh, you've won a $50 Amazon gift card. Oh, <gasps>
3: Go have a seat. You can invite a friend as well, and we'll put you in the best seats in the house. Thank you to Ashley's Furniture for supplying the couch, the the recliners that we have here, and we'll give you some fuzzy slippers to put on. Han and Stone will come over, give you a massage. We'll serve up some food, coffee, whatever you need. We're going to take care of you for the next hour or so, but we will do some more giveaways in the privilege section a little bit later on. Did
5: you sit on the furniture in the green room back there? Yeah. It yes. is You'll f- you'll fall asleep within seconds. You have your chance to win that
9: furniture. I know as well. Yeah. So you uh, know who was raving about it was a uh, good man Fisk. They were when they were getting ready this morning. They were sitting in the furniture back there. And like This is so comfortable. They that co- it, yeah. The
4: middle of that coffee table raises. It lifts up. So like you know, if you're eating, you're sitting on the couch. You're eating. You're like bent over at your coffee yeah. table. It lifts up. So I you love that,
5: Kathy. We had that for it. years uh, when, when Claire and I first got married. Those things are awesome because it's a, like a huge. TV dinner
4: tray. Right? Is that what it's for? That's what it's for. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yep. We've got them at home, too.
3: They're awesome. So, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, her, she was from Delco, and Steve mentioned the bear. So, yeah, apparently, Kathy, what was the latest that you gave to us on the, the news this morning?
4: Uh, let me, You know what? Let me pull up the story. But um, it's basically traveling around Delaware County, but like Casey said yesterday, because of the... The people that are reporting it, they're thinking that there might be more than one. Although Casey had a good point last night. He thinks that some people are just saying, I saw the bear.
7: Yeah. Oh, people are lying. You can't lie about a bear. You know, one time when I was in Boy Scouts, I went snipe hunting and uh, and I caught a snipe. Oh, yeah. And you swore up and down. I swore up and down. There was a hole in the bottom of my bag and everything. At that point, did you believe that snipes actually existed? I thought that snipes existed. And you lied that you caught one? Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> caught one, man. Oh, I had it. It got, got out of here. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, snipes don't exist, and I was lying. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's an old prank <laughs> to play on people. We're going, yeah. We're going snipe hunting. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I think. Um, I think some people in Collingdale... Uh, just wanted to say that they saw a bear. Well, there's a lot of footage is popping up. So, yeah. you know, and I think
5: at least some of the footage has been captured by, like, ring doorbells.
3: And yeah, stuff like surveillance cameras. So yeah. it was
4: last seen in Springfield, uh, 1230 a.m. last night.
3: Okay. Uh, so, I, yeah, I'm curious if anybody has legitimately seen the bear or not. They can certainly get in touch with us. We can take phone calls here, 215-263-WMMR is the number.
4: So it was, if, was first spotted in Villanova on Friday morning, and then Marple Township, and the next day, Collingdale, which is what Casey doesn't quite believe. Uh, but they have reports, but not video, of the bear possibly being in Aston. Where
1: are the snipes at? Yeah, <laughs>
7: Of uh, course, uh, the footage of the bear in Delco that they have is right by an above-ground swim pool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, th- this footage that we're looking at actually was pretty uh, pretty damn clear. You can see him uh, trotting right by the back door. And,
5: you know, Preston, you, uh, so that's a pretty decent-sized bear. Yeah. Yeah. And, Uh, uh, obviously, where you see... uh, Casey, so you've been in Delco all your life, right? Forever and ever. Right. So, is this the first time you remember a story of this nature? Um, I mean, because we'll hear, like, cougars. We'll hear things like, um, you know, they'll see footprints of different
7: animals. And, uh, there
4: was a bear not that long not ago. Not
7: that long ago, right? It yeah. was like, I think it was uh, approaching or near Ridley Creek State Park, which isn't far from where I live. But right. this is the longest that, that, you know, I think, listen, guys, I think Doggo's getting nicer. And then the bear's like, you know. And the bear's coming because they, they want to stay good things, a little bit longer. Yeah. A
5: positive thing. It's gentrifying a little yes. bit. Yeah. No, yeah like, and the bear well, to be a part of that. And
7: so Springfield is getting a brand new high school. So uh, even more reason to stay. Raise your kids there. And it's also, you you
5: can smoke the park benches there, too, right? Well,
7: (laughs) apparently there's one park bench in Springfield that... uh, It's a ball. Somebody made it into a bowl. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that's still there or not. (laughs) We need to find that out. Yeah. Where do you think the closest area is for a
9: bear population to actually live? You know, like, so how does this one work its way in? That's
5: what I was wondering. Because if you look, like, for example, our offices are in in Ballad-Kinwood. And there are, uh, like, patches of mini forests. Which are fine for deer. Right. But when you see things, like I remember pulling into the lot and seeing a fox, and a fairly sizable fox, or in Mount Airy, seeing a coyote right. that was bigger than my dog yeah. running across the, uh, the yard. So that is pretty wild when you see stuff like that in an area you don't naturally assume would accommodate. Case well,
9: you mentioned the park, but I just don't think the Ridley Creek State Park is big enough. No.
3: Well, what would be the telltale signs that the bear is actually from Delaware County? Oh, is there I anything assume- that
7: we should look for? Cigarettes rolled up in its fur? Uh, Yeah, possibly. um, Maybe a slight opioid problem.
4: (laughs) Slight? Yeah.
7: Slight, Kathy. You know, he's working on it. Manageable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, jeez. Um... Sweatpants. sweatpants, okay, sweatpants. For for sure, the sure. bears in sweatpants. He yeah. drinks out of a crick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Drinks water out of a crick. Uh, you know my scrapple shirt that I got uh, that yeah. you like last week. There's, a, there's that same company is now working on a, a Delco Bear shirt. Delco Bear. What's the name of the company? Uh, primitive T shirts. They're gonna come SC. out with them immediately. So yeah, I mean these guys, are, you know, they're they're always thinking. So it's a bear with a cigarette in its in its fingers, hanging out at the Wawa trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the thing man and i don't know if it's a delco thing or if it's a wawa thing but you go to a wawa at six seven o'clock in the morning and you got dudes hanging out drinking their coffee at the trash can dude yes there's
5: there's something about that i mean if you look
7: at the goldbergs where's
5: barry always hanging out yeah by the dumpster at wawa i usually see the employees hanging out having
3: a cigarette outside (laughs) of the
7: the, the bears yeah apparently my wawa has like a. Um, like a bunch of, like, old dudes, probably 50, 60 years old, and that's where they hang every morning. They're, just... They're like the Jay and Silent Bob of yes. Wawa. Yeah, but aren't, like they the going, older? aren't
4: they going to work? Like, are they, aren't are they stopping in? I got to ask my friend
7: Jen because apparently I, I think that's just kind of, like, where they go. Like, you know, uh, I'll see you in an hour, honey. I'm going to Wawa. I'm going to go hang with the Is boys. Instead of the men's yeah, club? it's like the club. I'm going to the men's club. Yeah. yeah. Right.
5: yeah. Going to hang out at the club or a.k.a. the dumpster.
7: It is like uh, if if grad school is like McDonald's, you know, because, you know, like the old people hang out at McDonald's because it's like free refills or whatever all day. <laughs> this is like where is? the college guys go to, you know. College guys go to Wawa? No, I'm saying if like old people's oh. grad school. Oh, he's right. Yeah.
9: Okay. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I had a relative who used to go to McDonald's and he would have his meetings at uh, McDonald's with his old folks and they would. He was was probably 70, 75 at the time, and the the reason that they didn't go is because they would get free free refills on their coffee all day. There's a a
5: Dunkin' Ah. Donuts. At Dunkin' Donuts, there are, it's the same thing. Okay. So it's certain, my first job, there was like a 65 and older, and they would talk about politics. Yeah. Like seven, you could smell the the Bengay, Uh the blue (laughs) emu. And it was crazy. I mean, but every day for hours.
3: So wait, I didn't know this. You can get free real refills on coffee and just hang out in some places. Yeah, and if, 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 yep. I know soda
7: sometimes. But don't don't they eventually
3: say, "Come on, yeah,
7: yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a pony n- up." Yeah, are you going to say that to an 80, uh, to, uh, to an octogenarian? Yes, I know. yeah. yeah. You know, those guys get away with everything. <laughs> <Those are rotten laughs> they baskets. really do. Those
3: freeloaders. Oh. We have a caller that knows the park bench that was turned into a bowl,
7: oh my God,
3: so let me go to uh let me go to Janice for her comment hey Janice, good morning
8: Janice
3: how are you guys
13: doing? hey, how are you I'm great
3: okay so you can you can uh dispel or you can actually confirm uh this uh rumor about a park bench that has been made into a pipe you can actually smoke pot out of what tell us about absolutely.
15: this absolutely.
12: I've been with my boyfriend for six years, and when we first started dating, he told me the story about how him and his friends—they grew—he grew up in Springfield—and they would went out and made the bench into a bowl, and he wonders if it's still there. Okay. So, they, they, and they, so they, would, they would
8: smoke the bench.
7: Yeah. So, um, and I believe 50 that. He's
8: years old, and, and they made,
7: they made that when they were in high school. How, how old is he? 50 now. Okay. Yeah. Kind of sounds about right. Um, Yeah. so do you know which park it was? Um, I'm what I
12: think was it North Avenue.
7: Okay. I wasn't sure if it was on North Avenue or if it was the one that was uh, right by where, where Moe's used to be. Uh, Um, you know what? I'm not positive, but
12: I do know for a fact that they
7: did that. I'm getting the thumbs up from Gil over here. Okay. I know Gil's See, a Springfield guy. All right, so you're uh, saying there was you, you can smoke pot out of the bench at a at a uh, I mean at a certain yeah. point you gotta clean out the resin. Right? Well think, yeah, I mean listen yeah.
3: a lot of pipes are made of wood so yeah, yeah it's no big deal. You just put a screen in there and I mean you're you know, not an animal. But somebody's <laughs> You know, somebody's gone over there, like try to clean out. the I think like, like
5: something like a you know a little Clorox thing, and then yeah. you can smoke out of that yourself. Mm. It's a communal pipe, is that
7: that bench? Right. It's like the kids that take care of the sand lot, You know, like right. if we don't do it, you know, nobody else. Right. Will you know. got to
5: pass it on to future
7: generations. Yeah.
3: Interesting. So, Janice, you you date the guy who actually created that
5: back in the day?
8: Absolutely, I sure did. Wow. That's when I I, heard you say how that. proud are you?
5: I, <laughs> and if it's still there, I want to see a picture of it. I want to see how it works.
8: Uh, See, I had heard that it was Johnny Dinkin. I have to try it out myself. All right, yes.
3: (laughs) All right, right, thank you. Listen, email Casey if you find out from him exactly which one it is, because maybe we can go and at least get a picture of it. Or send a picture. Have him go take a picture, because he's curious if it's still there. He knows where it is. Have him get out there and and, uh, find that for us. They call it Outdoor Living. I'll do that. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, Janice.
15: Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Love you,
3: guys. Love you, too. All All right, but
7: seriously, let's talk about the bear, guy.
3: (laughs) About the bear, yeah. He's smoking weed over at the...
7: uh, (laughs) Could you imagine coming as a bear, sucking on the side yeah. of a bench? <laughs> well, so those guys
1: I found this bench, smoked pot out of. Him. Oh, here we go. There's a, there's a picture of me up in the studio.
7: Yeah, it
3: says "Meanwhile in Delco." It looks like a stone a bear. Stone bear. Oh, that's brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. It's
5: very cool. Yeah. So we'll see how long it goes. Usually these things yeah. are caught pretty quickly. Uh, but the fact I don't know how it's eluding. Capture,
7: like this. Happens are they all trying the time. to catch it, or are they just? They, trying they, can't, to catch they say
4: it? when they get there, they're gone. the The, the bear's on the move. So no, when, I, when somebody, spo- yes, when somebody spots it, they call and and the police or the gaming commission will come out. But by the time they get there, the bear's gone.
3: So, yeah. th- so, but they are going to the. the yeah, they're
4: using drones and okay, stuff to try they're to, track try to it. catch
3: it. Interesting. I because hate- I, always, I always thought they only did that if it was uh, threateningly dangerous, right. or had attacked or something. But like a bear
7: that. in an area like this is going to yeah. be uh, an issue. They need yeah, to get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's heavily populated. I hate it when the bear is like up in the tree. And they just, like, tranquilize yeah. it out of the tree. Falls. And yeah. then it falls down. It, it breaks my heart. Ah! Poor guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, can't you just wait for him to come down? They don't,
5: though. Once yeah. they get spooked, they're up. And they, in fact, you had this story about the bear that climbed up the tree in the uh, tiger enclosure. Oh, yeah. 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 We never did find out what happened. Uh, the tiger ate the bear. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> it, it was, was
5: smaller, yeah. No, but, I mean, that's it's, you got to get him out. But I wonder also... Sadly, I think when a bear starts to come into a very populated area and show signs of repeating that action, I mean, they do right. try to relocate it. Yep. they'll probably take it to Bucksco. Yeah. but they're uh, going into the theory that there might be more than one
3: actually, because we're looking at uh, we're looking at the uh, uh, the map of the various locations. Well, they, they should be easy,
5: Preston. They're they're big red bears. Hey, the
3: bear. Yeah, that's what it shows on the map. Here. Oh. Uh, it made it over to Villanova at one point. That's where it started. Yeah, that's that's where, where it started, started. on Friday. Uh, and then Saturday was at Marple Township, and then uh, Sunday it went over to Alden?
7: Yeah, Alden. I'm
3: familiar with Alden.
7: See, uh, I, I Casey
3: still
4: doesn't find this believable. I, I, it's a bear. It's on move. But, like, I the think this is, is one bear, and he's traveling all over. He's looking yeah, for
7: food. All right, so Villanova, pretty woodsy. Uh, Marple, pretty woodsy. Like, Alden and Collingdale? Yeah, he, he doesn't even there's, there's, like, no woods there. But like, there's nowhere lost. for him unless he's, like... You know, hiding behind cars and stuff like that. <laughs> He's uh, you not know? hiding. He's lost and looking for food. No, and that's fine. And there's probably plenty of food there,
4: and I'm a bear expert.
7: <laughs> you're so. a bear you
5: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Kathy's a bear expert about the migratory patterns of your local black bear.
7: All
3: right, Casey. So he's in Marple Township. Where should he go for good, for food? What's a good spot? <laughs>
7: well, I mean, well, what's he in the mood for? Is he one Italian? Is he is you know, a cheesesteak? Whatever you think's good. I Le- mean, leave the... Uh, leave I'm the, feeling Chinese. Leave the map. Oh. Leave the map up, please. Put the map back up. Put the bear map if up. If you're feeling Chinese, uh, my personal favorite is Garden China. All right. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah.
1: Have you been to the Golden Shower? <laughs>
7: What? Because <laughs> if he was in acid, I'd say go
3: by Zach's, get a burger. Definitely get a
1: burger at all Zach's. Right, you know, all right, I like, like that. it. I like Springfield, it.
3: Springfield, any suggestions?
7: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you can go to Gaitanos Pizza. That's like my favorite pizza in Delco. Hey, no no offense to the but uh, Gaetano's yeah. is really where it's at. All right, so maybe he's hitting these spots. Hey, you know what, President? i tell you what,
1: I'll do that, and then I'll go tag a few co-eds at Villanova.
7: <laughs> Maybe he's making his way over to Booze Corner you know, for the weekend. Oh, yeah. It's only open on Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday? No, Friday and Friday Saturday. And Saturday. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Maybe- <laughs> Sunday's a holy
3: day. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they have all the... Uh- it,
5: does, it does boggle the mind, though, to Kathy's point, how, how a bear like this... Because there are certain areas... When I see him in the parking lot at work, how the F did you cross main thoroughfares... Hey, maybe um, and, 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 and
9: well-trafficked thoroughfares
7: yeah.
5: without an accident? Or how do you do that?
9: Do you think he could escape and get out of the area without having been caught and then just return to the wild I think if he wears
5: an overcoat.
3: <laughs> Put some maybe, sunglasses he's on, on. Yeah. maybe he's on Rum Springer right now. <laughs> the Bear yeah. Rum yeah. Springer. Bear, I'm bear Springer. I'm wondering
7: if he's traveling by, not like literally on a train, but like traveling by rail. Like a push car? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like maybe that's what he's doing, and that's how he's getting from like Marple or Alden to Collingdale with nobody seeing him. Mm. Uh yeah. It looks like he's heading west. I mean, maybe he is heading back to Lancaster, and uh,
9: he's going to head out to the Amish country. Yeah, okay. He's, he's heading in the right direction. So
7: hang on a second. The bear's not from Villanova. That's just where he was spotted he first. To, no, because they, they saw its
5: license.
7: Yeah. And uh, no, we don't know where the bear's from. No, I know. But, like, all right, so where was he before Villanova? We don't know. We don't know. We assume he's just... in the forest eating berries. I
4: mean, you want us to go back to when he was born?
7: What? Yeah. yeah I kind of, well. We'll do a past life regression. Well, we were talking earlier about, like, okay, well, really, where are they starting? You know, like, are, is he coming from the Poconos? <laughs> <laughs> Where so so well In this area, game, we're yeah. looking at a map. Where, oh, if you God. wanted to go find a bear,
5: wh- where is the most, where is the first ring, if you were to go in, in a circle around where he currently is? yeah. Where do you, is, right, Nick? That's what, That's what I was asking. All right, where, so, where would one find a Bear population that's accessible I,
9: in this area. I think you got to go north of Allentown and Lehigh Valley. That's what I was thinking. Oh. I think you got to go up to like Bear or, or Bear Mountain. Bear,
7: well, there <laughs> is a Bear Mountain. Yes, is there
9: not, but Bear, was, Creek. Uh, bear Creek. Bear Creek. Yeah. But I was thinking like Blue Mountain area is probably where they start.
5: All right. Okay. Um, it's, it's it's pretty fascinating that a freaking bear is wandering around. Yeah. Very suburban area. If I he was it. in
7: Aston last, I mean, you may not see him. Like, if he makes it into like Chester County or whatever, you know, he's, he's yeah. got a lot he's of coverage there. Hey, yeah. Kathy,
3: do you know if they've started, uh, uh, and, and this is, I know they frown upon this, but sometimes when they try to attract bears, they will literally leave donuts out for Yes, them. yeah. And literally leave donuts out because they love sweet stuff. They go for that, literally. That's and, how you catch me. And that's yeah. They caught Casey. Yeah. Casey's in a cage, hunched over. Hey, no, they, in, in the world of gay men, Casey is a bear. He is a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we do have to. Like Boo Boo, right?
4: And now we're there. Yeah. Uh, no, they're well, they're ma- they're telling people to keep their garbage tied up or or put away. So I don't think they're trying to attract it to the homes. They're sort of no, trying people
5: to, to bring their lawn salmon in. No, but
3: uh, <laughs> sometimes uh, they will they will put bait out so they can find. They can
5: draw the bear in, and a lot of times they will leave donuts out. The, it or so not. they also have to look for what they call the spore. They have to, you know, where they're, where they're defecating, right? So they have to no. they, they trail them and trace them that way. But in, in hunting, you can't you can't lay out you that, can't bait, but, but to, you can't but bait to capture a bear. I'm talking about the I'm right. talking about the animal know, control, the game uh,
9: right. uh, uh, commission, like uh,
5: Ranger Smith, right? Yeah. How about a picnic basket?
9: Uh, could do it. So, do you think they could cross a river? Like, it, it, could it be a Jersey bear that worked his way over All the way across
7: the Delaware? Yeah. It's, 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 it's well, possible. I mean, this probably, well, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it came from the mountains of North Jersey. Right. You think about it, because they can swim, right? Yeah. Huh. I think we're getting a little too deep into this.
5: I know. I'm just fascinated by the fact that a bear from somewhere in this general area wandered through all that, that would stand in its way yeah. to get deep into uh, Delco.
16: Yep.
7: I just wonder, though, if I were starting in Marple, if I think I, you're, there's we're, just no way. If I can make can't it, can't reason like that. That's a far. Like I, I don't know how long it would take me to walk from Marple to Alden. I think. Well, he's he's, he's in a in a loop now. I
3: know he I mean, he's he's, he's really, going
5: to burn out eventually.
3: He's really concerned. <laughs> yeah. About yeah. It. All right. Well, anyhow, hang on a second. Let me let me go to. Uh, I have uh, a couple of calls here. I'm going to go to Michael. Hi, Michael. You are on the air. Good morning. All right, thank you, Michael. That was riveting. Uh, let's go to... Oh, yes, my name is Michael. Let me go to Colleen. Hi, Colleen. You're on the air. Good morning. How are you? Hi, great. So you have video? You got you caught video of the bear? So my sister
2: posted video of the bear. I believe it's was Thursday morning in East Bradford Township. Which is she said she, to she did the videos of a, a
5: bear township. with a girl in
9: a cup. Oh, no. no
4: <laughs> East Bradford Township. <laughs>
9: Where's that? That's out in Chester <laughs> County. Oh. Uh, so so who
15: took that video, Colleen? My sister did. And it's so cute because you see the bear walk past the front porch, and then maybe like a minute later, a little fox is following the bear. A fox? Oh,
7: my God. It's like a Disney yep. movie. It's yeah. unbelievable.
4: It is a Disney movie. He's just trying to get It's home. unbelievable. <laughs> Disney and
5: Delco. Yeah. Disney and Delco. <laughs> I love <I'm> it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Disney <laughs> comes to Delco. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fox and the bear. Um... So,
3: uh, did she see this with her own eyes or just catch it on, on security camera later on? Ring, yeah. It was on a ring cam? Follow me, yeah.
1: buddy. I've heard there's a park bench you can
3: smoke pot at. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Uh, thanks, Colleen. I appreciate it. So, uh, you got it. All right. Well, he's being spotted all over the place, so we'll see where it leads
5: to next. Come on down to the Camp Out for <laughs> Hunger.
4: <laughs> yes, the bear's here.
5: If you see the bear. Uh, you know, try to cajole it or, or move it along
7: to the camp out. We're not that far. No, I mean, no. of course, I'm in Philadelphia when the Bears and Delco. I, I know. know,
17: right?
3: Where all the action is taking place? Yeah.
7: yeah. Set yeah. up a bitch.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we do want to remind you to come down here today because uh, we have a lot of things taking place. We're going to have the City Six Challenge that is going to get underway. That'll be in the 8 o'clock hour. So... Uh, the college coaches will be here in a little while. We'll have the Papa Shot Challenge taking place. It's right next to us here. Big doings? Yep.
5: And um, it's a sunny day today, which is going to be really nice. It is. Maybe and uh, for a
3: butthole tanning. Nick, uh, is going to expose his, uh, his bung to the, to the sun god. Yes. Raw, right? We're going to see if that'll happen. Raw is the sun god. Raw of the earth was the name of the guy who, oh. who first, uh, posted information about, uh, perineum sunning. But All right.
5: Nick seemed intrigued by the idea. We need know. to set up our deck. We actually have a deck off of our, uh, RV. Yep. And uh, that's actually perfect, Nick, where you could be sort of obscured from, uh, you know, the general public, but we could see your legs rising up it's over It's the
9: there. reason for the deck in the first place. Yes, for, yeah.
5: for, for ass. For tan. sunning.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so why not take advantage of that? Uh, we also are going to have uh, some friends of the uh, uh, Flyers stopping by. Scotty Hartnell and Nick Schultz are going to be here, and uh, we'll make sure that we utilize some... Uh, uh, we got to do Camp Out for Hunger Games, so we'll make Absolutely. sure we, we get them on board for that. And, yeah. Uh, you never know. You might win some stuff when you come by. But we, bottom line is we want your donations. We want you to come by here today. And we go until about 9 o'clock in the evening, and Pierre Robert is going to be broadcasting live today. Uh, and there's always some activities taking place afterwards as well. And then uh, tomorrow, a number of flyers are stopping by after the show. So uh, we And appreciate. Mike Scott
9: later today, too, from the Sixers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's this afternoon.
3: What time? 3.30. Around 3.30? Yep. All right, excellent. All right, well, listen, I want to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment or two. Make sure you come and see us. The band's on break. We'll get them back up here in a little bit. Uh, So we have more of the Camp Out for Hunger. Come and see us, guys. We want you to donate. We'll get the B-File next when we return. Stay with us.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. By the way, Preston, your...
5: Yes, round of applause. Your antifreeze is my favorite. Thank you. Thank
3: oh, you. Yeah. I've always, by the way, that was uh, that was the big joke when I was yeah. a kid. Prestone antifreeze—that's what they would call me. Preston antifreeze. That and Preston oatmeal, because my middle name is O'Neill.
5: They had a riff oh. on my name. They Preston. called me dickhead. <laughs>
4: oh, that, that was cute. wow.
5: And I was trying to think Weird. how that worked, but they—they're they, well, um, they're just creative. Uh, um, anyway, uh, we do have
3: food served up by uh, star restaurants, so come by and uh, get some breakfast and uh, coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Free massages from Hannah's Stone Massage Facial Spa we got our privilege section. We'll do some more uh, people in that in a little while. I know there was something else I wanted to get to. I know we have a donation, so that might pep things up a little bit. Uh, Absolutely. Let's bring from the GBCA Carpenters Union, out front, the General Building Contract Association, we have Lauren Hannon. Hey, guys. How are you? And Joe Lockley, who were here this morning. Morning. Awesome. Hi. Thank thank you guys for being here. We need good news. We've had a a rough morning.
12: I think we have some good news for you. Oh,
3: thank goodness. Uh, By the (laughs) way. I I want to send kudos to you guys because I saw pictures at your Construction Excellence Awards. Yep. You guys had this event and you had these really cool centerpieces. Can you tell us about that?
12: Yeah, so the Construction Excellence Awards, that's our annual um, awards gala, and it's for all the big projects in the city of Philadelphia. What we did for our centerpiece is we used cans, and we built Buildings as centerpieces. Wow. And then we donated all the cans to Camp Out. So they're oh, here today. Fun. Oh, excellent. We brought them today. That's yep. great.
3: Uh, by the way, what I need to get your guys' title. So, Joe, what is your, your title? with? Uh, the I work? am a council rep for the Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council Carpenters. Okay. And uh, how about you, Lauren?
12: And I'm the marketing director for GBCA.
3: All right, cool. And you guys have been involved in the Camp Out for Hunger for yeah, a Yeah, our fourth yeah. year, I think. Yep. I love it. Excellent. So uh, what news do you have for okay. us today?
12: So today we have a monetary donation. Excellent. that will get us 135,000 pounds of food. Yes, yeah,
3: 135,000 pounds of food. Hang on.
12: Hey, Woo! <laughs> that is steady. Wow.
15: <laughs>
12: that is and, 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 and. And? And? In addition to that, uh, Keystone Mountain Lakes and GBCA have about four full box trucks that we're bringing on Friday. So that's about an additional 25,000 pounds of food.
5: Holy hell. Wow, wow, that is
3: awesome. awesome. Awesome, awesome. So 135 thousand pounds, and that's that's in a monetary. That's donation? the
12: monetary, and then we have the food be collected.
3: All right, so that means
5: I'm going to break out the cash cannon for the
3: money.
15: Hey. Woo! <laughs> I'll,
5: I'll tell you why that money, that directed money, is so good because they can specifically fill abundance. Can target what they need. In the pantries. So, a lot of times people are generous and they bring down stuff, but if you know specifically what they're in need of, that's all the better.
12: Right, that's why we do it.
5: Awesome, awesome, awesome.
3: Well, thank you guys so much. That is huge news. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's hear for Lauren and Joe from the
8: Building
3: Contractors Association. Carpenters yeah. Union. Man, we needed that. Yes. Thank right, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, right. you bet. Anytime. Wow. Big, big donation. That all adds to it. Uh, we're going to be doing the Camp Out for Hunger Games this morning. We have the City Six Papa Shot Challenge, which is on the way as well. Did that pep you up some? It did pep me up a little bit because that went, you know, like, it went well. It, it went it, well. It actually went as planned.
5: Your money gun worked.
3: But the money gun worked, yeah. The, the cash cannon that is in full. Cool. Operation. All right, so we should do the bizarre file. How about that? That'll make me happy. So let's fire it up,
1: Jason. Here we go. No. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. All
3: right, this morning is brought to you by Patient First. Another Patient First difference: Urgent Care that open uh, that's open eight a.m. to ten p.m. Every day of the year, 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area medical centers. You can learn more at patientfirst.com. A 70-year-old woman and her 60-year-old mate are each jailed on a felony charge after they allegedly had sex on a Florida sidewalk in view of a 12-year-old child. Oh, oh my dear God. Oh, 70 and six, 60 years old. Susan Raskillo and Robert Kellogg trysted on Thursday in front of the Capitol Theater in downtown Clearwater, Florida. Uh, they were, we were, we've been in Clearwater. Yeah. I wonder if we've seen The kid two. must have thought he was at SeaWorld. Uh, they were both subsequently arrested on a felony charge of lewd and lascivious exhibition of allegedly for allegedly engaging in sexual conduct in the presence of a minor. Uh, they're being held for $10,000 bond. Now, the victim saw Ruskello, quote, on her back, With her legs up in the air and no pants on. Oh, my God. The septuagenarian was actively pleasuring Kellogg's area with her hand. Oh, my. After being read his rights, Kellogg reportedly admitted to having sex in public with Ruskillo, adding that she, quote, did have it in her hand multiple times. (laughs) Well, they say Kellogg is a serial pervert.
9: Oh, there it is. (laughs)
3: Kellogg uh, uh, Cops reported apologized and said that he knew that the Thanksgiving night encounter was wrong. Do you like this, son? Raskillo, though, was extremely uncooperative, and she continued to scream that she wanted a lawyer. Both defendants showed an uh, indication of alcohol influence. Ah. And by the way, Kellogg has a rap sheet. She's been arrested for trespassing, disorderly conduct, disorderly uh, panhandling, battery on a law enforcement officer, obstruction, and carrying an open container as well. So, so
5: this is her first uh, public sex. She's just
3: a peach. <laughs> yeah. she wait- oh, my God. They just showed their she looks shot. like E.T. Uh huh. A woman demanding a larger seat on an American Airlines flight is in custody. After faking a medical condition that prompted the pilot to head back to the Florida oh, airport. Here's no. another Florida story. Once airborne, she had told them that she wanted a bigger seat. The pilot had, uh, and, and she would uh, claim that uh, she had a medical emergency. So the pilot declared an emergency. Was she a larger person? But no, she was just, she wanted a bigger seat. She liar. Uh, so yeah. once they got on the ground, she made it clear that she was actually faking the medical condition to get a bigger seat. Flight crews,
4: bigger seat, first class.
3: I, I guess so. Uh, flight crews summon authorities once the Miami-bound flight arrived back to Pensacola, where it originally took off from. It was only going from Pensacola to Miami, and she couldn't seat in the seat that long. Come on, it's like a twenty-minute flight.
7: f Effing people, man.
3: f Effing people. Uh, So, uh, a spokesman said the plane was evacuated when the woman refused to deplane. Authorities and the plane's uh, pilot eventually succeeded in talking the woman off the plane. Uh, The woman was taken into custody under Florida's Baker Act, which allows authorities to hold a person who could pose a threat to themselves or others.
5: Uh, No word on if any criminal charges have been filed. Here's another case where people could learn some serious lessons from the music of REO Speedway. (laughs) Please. Roll. Yeah, roll with the changes. Yeah. And I'm going to keep on loving you. Absolutely.
3: A Friday night at the movies ended abruptly when urine samples labeled highly contagious were delivered to the wrong address. A package marked highly contagious human substance arrived at the North North Bend Theater in North Bend, Washington. Authorities evacuated the theater and closed nearby streets. Don't eat that popcorn! Uh, The manager was also taken to the hospital as a precaution, but an hour after the theater was cleared out, the substance was determined to just be piss, and it was okay.
7: Piss boy.
11: Yeah. Uh. Piss boy. Uh, piss
3: the, boy. The urine samples were disposed. It's okay. It's just piss. <laughs> I'm a
5: medical person.
3: Uh, uh, the uh, theater wrote on its website, all is well. There was no danger. We got rid of the piss. We will be open as usual on Saturday to show Frozen 2. Yeah. Uh, so apparently it was meant for a medical
5: clinic about 45 miles away. Well, the theater, a medical clinic, they must look very much the same.
3: Authorities say no one was hurt when an evacuation slide fell from an airliner into the yard of a suburban Boston home. The uninflated slide fell from a Delta Airlines flight from Paris bound to Boston's Logan International Airport about noon on Sunday. Now,
5: if you're in mid-flight and you discharge one of those slides, they're, it's going to be too short to reach the ground, right? Most likely, yes. You're right. not that long. Okay. It depends on
3: your altitude, I guess. <laughs> Uh, The FAA had said... That's a fa. The pilot reported a loud noise as the plane approached Logan and landed safely. Uh, The slide had been found in a residence yard. Uh, Winin Hong had said uh, that he was doing his yard work when the slide took out several branches of his Japanese
5: maple tree. Oh, no. Well, those are very expensive. His neighbor was uh, feet from where the slide fell and fears that it could have killed him. So, no matter how badly this morning is going for you, Preston, this man lost branches on his Japanese maple tree.
7: <laughs> Expected, bro. Yeah. yeah.
5: Moment of silence. Stop Please. and think about that. Right, kind of puts it in context, doesn't it?
7: And uh, <laughs> that
5: <laughs> man will not be able to roll with the chain. That was. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Steve. <laughs> then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's go. Yeah, let's go with this one. Uh, during the early hour, evening hours of Thursday, police dispatched to a residence answering a 911 call from a male reporting that he had been shot. Now, officers provided emergency medical assistance to the injured man, later identified as the homeowner, 65-year-old Ronald Sear. Now, while on scene, officers discovered that the front door of the residence had been outfitted with a device Designed to fire a handgun should anyone attempt to enter the door. Wow. Other unknown devices were also discovered, alarming investigators, and they had to contact the bomb squad. This guy had booby traps around
5: the house, and he was shot by his own booby trap. You had a story like this years ago, well not years, maybe a year ago, about a guy who was, I think, a farm in upstate New York. Where they're not only in the house, but around the, the shed, yeah, in the shed. Yeah, 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 and and he got
3: shot by them. right. It was a shotgun. People do this every now and then. I remember. You remember there was video footage locally of these guys that were like house flippers or something like that, and they were going through yes. an old yes. house, and the knife came swinging down the down. stairs. Yeah, yes, like, like Home Alone.
15: What the hell are you so afraid
3: of? Exactly. <laughs> uh, they determined this guy had been shot as a result of the unintentional discharge of one of his homemade devices. And this he died. He's come to his injury sustained from the gun. Oh, track, the so. very effective booby trap. There you go. He can't roll with the chain. No, he cannot roll with the Not chain. Not anymore. That's over. All right. And speaking of over, that is all that I have in the bizarre file for you today. So that's all good. Uh, don't forget, friends, that we do have... An on-site grocery store, essentially. We have uh, Acme, who is a huge partner of the Camp Off for Hunger. So if for some reason you don't have time to stop by and pick up food or you didn't get a chance to clean out your pantry, if that was your plan, you can come by here and buy the items, buy the case. And they're anywhere from 10 to $35. Make a donation. Get signed up for the prizes if you want to. If not, that's okay, too. And, uh, and you can get it done that way. We try to make it as easy as possible. For it's
5: you. actually technically a bit easier than it was last year because the Acme store is right to the side of the tent. And you just walk over to the donation boxes, which are right there. Our people are all here. or the volunteers, who are amazing, yep. are ar- like around the clock out there, packing stuff and getting everything ready. They'll help you get that, and then you get all the incentives simply for making a donation.
3: Yeah, and we're just off to the side of Xfinity Live, where we used to be right next to it. We're just off to the side. We moved a little bit. You can't miss it. Look for the Ferris wheel. That's man,
5: it. And you'll find
3: it. No problem. All right, so I think we're getting set for the City 6 Papa Shot Challenge. Our wow. coaches are arriving. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's a big deal. We're going to find out who the champion is this year. These guys have a lot of fun with this, but they take it kind of seriously. Well, as well they should. Absolutely. So we'll do. Hey, it's Preston. Thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Jack Frost and Big Boulder ski areas are officially open for the season. And WMMR's Day Up on the Slopes with Pierre and Jackson is coming up soon. It's January 10th. Get your discount lift tickets at WMMR.com while supplies last. JFBB, where the snow comes first.
13: Like the Preston and
11: Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile
2: app.
11: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We Are...
3: <laughs> Quite busy here today. I do want to remind you some incentives. Of course, you know, at the end of the week, we give away these really big incentives, like a broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show from your place of business. That's for the largest donation for a business. Uh, second uh, largest donation for that gets a live broadcast from the amazing Pierre O'Bear, who will be here this morning broadcasting, yes. doing his show when we're done. Yeah. The live broadcast continues with Pierre. Come and see him today. He would love to chat with you. And uh, also the third place uh, wins an advertising uh, uh Uh, What's Package. Package, thank you. Uh, In the first quarter of 2020 from WMMR. Now, just for the largest individual contribution today, uh, this is really cool. $1,000 cash and 25 seats for you, your family, and friends to an advanced screening of Jumanji, The Next Level. That's Monday, December 9th, 7 p.m. at the UA Riverview. That's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Plus movie promo items, and the gang is back. Don't forget that uh, Jumanji Next Level is in theaters Friday, December 13th from Columbia Pictures. And all donors today can enter to win. $250 from uh, Wiss Fist Bank. We stand for service. Now, another thing, it's Tuesday. Tat- Tuesday is taking That's place. right. So text the word tattoo to three nine three 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 and you might win a Preston and Steve tattoo from world famous Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo. Wow, in South Philadelphia, I know multitude of things going on. on There's a lot to try to get to. I got stuff laying all over the place here. Uh, What What did you want me to mention? Well, I'm just
7: saying uh, at some point these guys are really comfortable in the privilege section. I know for like an hour and a half. I know.
3: uh, Yeah. Uh, But uh, but Marissa, I don't think we can we do that now. Let's do Then let's let's do do that. Let's Let's freaking do it. Let's get somebody else in the privilege
9: section. And uh, uh, (laughs) Nick has not chosen yet. All right. The first one that grabbed my eye, Preston, was the why is the carpet all wet? Todd <laughs> oh. T shirt from Christmas Vacations. Got to a Santa hat on. Come on up to the microphone. Congratulations. Yep. Uh, let's get her up here
3: and we will put her in the best seats in the house. What is your name? Thank you
4: so much. I'm Mel Duncan and me and my coworker are going to be volunteering for Phil Abundance. Our shift starts at 10 o'clock. Oh, oh perfect.
5: Ah, yeah. Excellent. Excellent.
3: We'll get you nice and relaxed beforehand A massage from Hannah massage, Facial Spa and we'll serve up some food. <laughs> Reach in that. Uh, Bag and grab a prize, or the box and grab a Thank prize. You. So, Marissa, what is she gonna get?
0: $50 Amazon gift card.
3: All right. Thank you.
2: Thank
3: you. All right.
2: That's, That's a
5: large online retailer
3: go have a seat in the privilege section and uh, we're going to take care of you Ashley uh, the home store has set us up with the wonderful furniture and in our green room you have a chance to win that furniture too and they're going to donate uh, the actual privileged uh, furniture that we're using today at uh, the end of the week which is pretty cool so furniture being awarded by the way the green room furniture is being awarded to a prize winner from the entire from the enter to win contest that was held throughout November at select Ashley home store locations the winner will be announced on Friday
5: oh Okay, got that out of the way. Had to clear the slate because this is a biggie. This is something we always look forward to.
3: Yes, absolutely. So, um, you guys ready to get the City Six Challenge underway? Let's go away! All right, and we ask for only the best to help us out. He's done this the past couple of years, and this man is the absolute authority. When it comes to calling play-by-play. None better. And a great game last night for your Philadelphia 76ers, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark yeah. Dubo yeah.
16: By the way, they're not saying boo, they're saying zoo. <laughs> we
5: know, we
2: know. I know,
5: it's a little disarming. <laughs> Let's be clear on
16: that. Hey, great game last night, man. Well, anytime you get a win, it's a great game. But this is a team that could very well go to the NBA Finals. Yeah. yeah. Very well go to the NBA Finals. And they're just now hitting their stride. You know, it takes a little time. We have some new guys. Al Horford, we've been missing Josh Richardson. But when he plays, he's really good. We have a terrific bench.
7: We got it going on, man. We got yeah. it going on. Yeah. How and long have you been doing this, by the way, Coach? I'm mean, not Coach, but uh, Zoo. <laughs> a long time.
16: Twice my 26th year. 26. 26. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations.
3: Wow. We had uh, Brett Brown came by here yesterday, and uh, we spent some time uh, talking with him. Um, what, what a class act. I mean, just a great
16: guy. And he's very community-minded, whether it's special needs kids, no matter what it is. He always tries to make time, and that's his focus. You know, he's all about Philly. He's not from here. He's from New England. He grew up a Celtics fan, but he's yeah. certainly changed all of that. Oh, listen, he's, he's totally away from that now. Uh, he found his wife in Australia, his kids. Uh, we're born there, but uh, he's made Philly his home. He's very much about it. When he talks to his players, he talks about the fact that we're gritty, we're tough, we're blue-collar, and that we don't mess around as fans. And. He doesn't want his team to mess around either.
9: He wants them to play with that same team. Yeah, task. you get all that. He definitely, yes, as you absolutely. say, he's the real deal. Yes, he is. And, Mark, last night I saw that uh, Allah got the honor of ringing the bell before the game, which was pretty awesome. Yes, Your he co-host. did. It
16: was, it was great. I, w- I was looking at him saying this is the coolest <laughs> thing ever because that, that means you're in. Once yeah. you ring the bell, you are in. We got yes.
9: to do it two years ago, and Preston had the honors of ringing the bell, and it was it's a pretty badass experience. Yeah,
16: you just have to time it because, you know, yep. they have it where that floor cracks with each, and, and that's timed. You know what I mean? That's already so – so you got to time your ring, ring every time the floor cracks. But when you do it, it really—it's
5: nerve-wracking. Cool. Fortunately, Preston's a drummer, so he's able to stay on yeah, beat. Okay. It, it works. L-
7: Casey. Told you, he's got the touch. Man. Wow!
5: I gotta tell
0: you, uh, going bank, going bank early—it did not look like it was working. It was coming off a little hard, maybe from back there. But then you really caught
15: fire. huh? Those were a little bigger than I thought. <laughs> so. uh, that's the only way I can shoot now. I don't, I don't shoot straight in. and go bank shots. Well, it works. Use the glass. Is that old school? It is old school. It's 1980 pre-three-point shot.
0: That's what I do. Well, it worked. Caught nice. fire at the end. That's when you want to get hot, huh? Thanks, John.
3: Yeah, I hope. Nice job, hope, uh, Coach Jay Donahue. Right, have do. All right, well. Out. I think he's got a good technique, huh? I think it was fine. Fu- I didn't, didn't work. think the line drives were going to work, but they were all going in. <laughs> that was amazing. I I attribute it to the protein from the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Absolutely,
5: had. Had which way. is a part of the regimen of yes. the team. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all
3: right, so we got two more coaches, I think, right? All yes, right, that's good. It. It's the City 5 challenge this morning. So, all right, our next coach, uh, let's see what we know about him. Uh, he's a native of Philadelphia. Love that. Uh, and captured all public league uh, accolades during a standout career at George Washington Carver Engineering and Science High School and graduated, uh, uh, he's a graduate of East Stroudsburg University. And he joins the uh, Hawks after seven seasons as men's basketball head coach and associate athletic director at Arcadia University. He's an
17: assistant coach
3: of St. Joseph's University, Justin Scott! All right, Coach Scott, welcome this morning. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Uh, So this is your your first time being a part of this event. Yep. Yep. And uh, you've seen what has taken place. Uh, did you watch the other coaches shoot? I did. Did you pick up anything from them? Yeah, Coach Donovan, you can shoot. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you ever stepped up to a, a popper shot? Oh, man, it's been a while. Yeah? It's been
17: a while. Probably as a teenager.
5: Well, maybe that might work in your, in your, to your benefit because you're, 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 not, you're not going in on any sort of pre-understanding of the deal. Maybe you can bring a process that's bold and new, or you could be a complete failure. We don't know. Yeah. It'd be amazing. So like a 14th seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you shoot around at all still? I, a little
3: bit. Okay. Right? Because yeah. some coaches don't do it anymore. We did. They readily admit that here. They just don't shoot anymore. So, maybe you got a little advantage on that. Right. Let's find out. You ready? Let's do it.
16: Head on over. Zoom off. All right. Hey. By the way, a full disclosure here, head coach Billy Lang of St. Joe's unable to make it. He's in his first year. He's got a game tonight against Lafayette. So, hence, his assistant, Justin, is now here. Justin, are you ready? Marissa, are you ready? Start button. Three, two. One, go. 35 seconds, balls are coming down, and the clock has not stand. Now it started. He's going conventional, he's going straight in. He hits the front rim, he's got a couple of buckets, he's got four. He's trying to get a rhythm here, he is really hitting oh. shots off quickly. He's got eight. He is going straight forward with 25 seconds to go, he's got eight. couple here across the Right to left, now it spills off to the right. Oh, he just airballed one. Now it goes in. He's got 18 seconds and he's got 10. He's got 16 seconds and he's got 12. We have 13 seconds. Off the left rim, he goes. He is going straight. He is not going the Donahue method. Now he's got 15. Now he's got 18. He's got seven seconds to go. He's got 18. Now they count as three and he's quickly added to his score. He's got 27. Two seconds left, he's got 30. He's off the left rim and he makes one at the end for 33 points and unfortunately that will not get him to the championship round
3: yeah you need to beat at least a 41 which uh coach spiker had and unfortunately came up short john anything you picked up from that well i i, I think i
0: mean as a temple guy he he uh he beat aaron mckee am i right mark that is correct uh, wow uh, man <laughs> so uh at the end did you feel a little bit more comfortable as it went on
13: yeah i
17: got my rhythm towards the end. For sure, it felt like a floater. Like it's tough because the ball's so small. Now,
0: now one of those came back. Did it? Did it get you in the head? I mean, the nose. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. How did you regroup from that? I he didn't. He lost. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a Temple guy. It I bad if I went after him like that. Nice
2: job, though.
5: All right, let's hear it for uh, let's hear it for the Coach Scott, man. We've well done. Right. He hasn't done it in, uh, yeah, okay. since he was a kid, he said. All right. So, by the
3: way, the uh, the the. Our next uh, contestant needs to get at least 41 to make it in the finals. And I have to point out that so far, uh, Aaron McKee has the lowest score of
2: anybody. Come on, man.
3: Stop pointing that out. Our (laughs) NBA. -er. All right. Let's bring out our last coach. And ladies and gentlemen, in 2018, he won the John R. Wooden Legends of Coaching Award. Won the Big East Tournament from 2017 to 2019. Author of the book, Attitude, Develop a Winning Mindset on and off the court, led Villanova to two NCAA Division I titles in 2016-2018, graduated from Council Rock High School North and Bucknell University. This is his seventh year participating in the Papa Shot Challenge, a two-time champion, 2016 and 2018, Your head coach of the Villanova Wildcats, Jay
1: Wright!
17: How we doing, guys? We're doing great, coach. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I loved your bear, Delco. (laughs) Can I tell you a little Delco story real quick? Please. Steve Donahue was, when he, before he came to Penn, was a highly coveted head coach. Everybody wanted to hire him. So when I knew a Penn alum, and when they finally hired him, they were so excited. I said, "How'd you get him? Everybody wanted him." And then it said, they, he said to me, well, "It was easy. He's a Delco guy. We offered him." A row home in Ridley with an out of ground pool. (laughs) That's how we got him. I swear that's a true story. I swear to you. That's how they got him. That's how they got him. Everybody wanted him.
7: Yeah, well, he grew up in the Ridley area, Franklin Avenue. I actually, uh, I know where your mom (laughs) lives.
17: Well, you did.
3: Coach, we still talk about your celebration dance from last year winning this event.
17: That was, you know what? It's big in our office. Uh, Our assistant Helene is here. She's oh, your she biggest best. fan. She's and awesome. And she keeps the trophy up in her office. She puts mints in the cup. <laughs> she loves it. Uh, and she's very proud of it. And she comes, She puts a lot of pressure on me. She's here. All right. i got to win this thing you you gotta gotta her. Win this for her. i got her. pressure. i got pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this you is a can... highlight of her year. <laughs> well, it's always extra it shows pressure. You, that shows you what goes on in Villanova.
5: I know, I know. But you're the returning champion. It was such, a, such a, an amazing victory. And so, that, but do you know, do, do, do you find a certain comfort
17: in that? You know you have the chops to Take this. I, I I get nervous because Helene is back there telling me <laughs> she's counting out everybody's score. Is she Come. betting on this? Is she and, betting on this? Are you
9: she might break Steve's
17: legs one year. <laughs> so I have a shot at this. I
9: swear to God, there's less pressure in the NCAAs than there is for you here. Definitely. Uh, my heart's pounding. <laughs> you can't wait I to get go. to March so you can relax a little bit. Well, let's go while your heart
3: rate's up. Let's All get you right. over there. Coach Jay Wright is headed over now. Zoom off.
16: All right, and again, he's got to beat Zach Spiker's 41 to get into the finals against Steve Donahue of Penn. Mercer, are you ready? Coach, are you ready? I'm going to count them down. 35 seconds here. I got three, two, one, go. Here they come. 35 seconds. Jay Wright is going straight for it. He rims the first. He rims the second. Oh, he's going backboard. He's going the Donahue method. He's going backboard. He saw the success of Donahue, and he's got six points here at 28 seconds to go. He's going backboard, but he's hitting the back rim. Now he's got the backboard. Now he's got some rhythm. He's got 10. He's got 12. He's got 14. He's got 16 in plenty of time. Look at the coach go. 19 seconds ago, He's got 18. That one spills off. That one hit the back of the rim. He's back to the backboard. He's got 20 points with 13 seconds to go. Can he get 41? He's got 22. He's got 10 seconds. He's got 25. Now they count as three. He's got 28. Six seconds to go. He's got 31. He needs a miracle here. He's got 34. He's got 37. Two. Can he get it? He did it. He had 43 points. 49? points oh, at the end. Wow! Oh, my Last God. Second victory! <laughs> pull that out. I wow. thought he was dead in the water, John Clark.
0: Well, I mean, remember Chris Jenkins shot? I mean, now, now you're shot up at the end there is, is right there with him. Chris looked a lot better than me. Up there. <laughs>
2: oh,
5: my God. wow. That guy is bad for my heart.
3: What a <laughs> nail-biter. Beat out Zach Spiker at the very end there, who had 41. Yep. And is this an all Delco finish we have at the end here, sort of?
7: Well, yeah, well, because. He currently coaches in Delco. He's not a Delco boy, no. born and bred, but, but Villanova,
17: basically. Buck, but I'm he well, Delco doesn't claim Villanova.
7: Do yes, we do. <laughs> Delco
17: doesn't want any part of
7: Villanova. Yes, we do. In fact, before the Eagles won the Super Bowl, we claimed that we had more championships than than the Eagles. Um, <laughs> also, when the Bears started its journey, its yeah. Delco journey, it started in Villanova. But, there you go. That's but we true. need Coach Donahue over here because we we do have a final here, and we need to figure out who gets to. Uh, choose uh, the, the order. Do you that, go with the reigning champion or the highest score? Probably.
3: We go with the highest score. That was the yeah. agreement that we made ahead of time, so uh, we told both all the coaches uh, backstage that we were going to do that. So, uh, Coach Donahue, you get decide- to decide it's between you and Coach Wright, who goes first in this final round? I'll go first. Alright. All right. He's going to go first. Take the pressure off <laughs> and just work at his own rhythm. Off. So that means... We have two more rounds to go.
5: These guys, are they smack talking? A little bit? <laughs> no, I, I, you know, they both employed the same methodology, though, to end up in the He's final. So, yeah.
15: yeah. He's from Bucks County. Okay. Oh, yeah. Delco
4: in this guy. All right. Oh look, it's Bucksco versus Delco again. It is. Let's do it, Jay.
15: Kathy, come on. Kathy, let's go, girl. Let's go, baby. Get your
7: Bucks County up, girl. Let's go. You know, Delco's like 0 for eighty-one against Bucksco.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's the where, that's where the bear hangs out in Delco. Exactly. Yeah, that's Choose right. to live. So,
3: <laughs> all right, Zoo. Whenever you're ready, we'll get this final round, the championship round. On
16: here we go. Steve Donnie, who was elected to go first. He was high man. Marissa, are you ready? Three, two one go here come the ball he got 35 seconds and he is employing the line drive method Whoa. boys he's made his first Whoa. four he's made his first five wow. he's made six in a row wow he's got it going on he's got an amazing rhythm he finally misses he's got 16 and plenty of time to go he's got 20 25 seconds to go he's got 24 Whoa. oh he has got it going on this is going to be very hard for Jay Wright 32 points already and we have not reached the three point zone yet 15 seconds to go wow Whoa. he's got 42 they get 44 46, 48, oh 10 God. seconds ago. Now they all count as three. Look at Donnie Hugo. He's got 54. Seven seconds ago, he's got 57. Make it 60. 63 Whoa. with four seconds remaining. 66, 69, 75. And at the puzzle, he's got 78 wow. points. 78. <laughs>
5: Sweet mother of God. That was a clinic. Wow.
3: I want to point out that these guys are both two-time champions. Yeah, yeah. Both (laughs) two-time champions, John. That was amazing.
0: Well, when I saw his eyes about choosing who goes first, and he said, I'm going first. (laughs) You knew what you were going to do, didn't
2: you? (laughs) (laughs) Hold
0: on. He's emotional. emotional. He's He's emotional.
15: Give him a second. (laughs) (laughs) Trainer. Trainer. (laughs) He's thinking about the bear. That's see uh, Sea Isle City practicing yes. in my twenties. I, I, I work for this moment. <laughs> All
3: right, well, Coach Wright has got a big act to follow on this one. Let's make it happen. Zoom seventy-eight
16: points. Coach, are you ready? All right, we got Marissa at the start button. Seventy-eight points. Quite the standard. You got thirty-five seconds. Three, two, one go. Here come the balls, and the clock is starting, and the coach is going to the backboard. He's missed his first two. He's missed his first three. He's missed his first four. Finally, he hits when He's got two. 30 seconds to go. He's got six. Now he's getting some rhythm here. Oh, he goes to the right side. Now he banks into. he He's got 12. He's got 25 seconds to go. A high standard for sure. 22 seconds. He's going hard off the backboard. He's got 16 points with 20 seconds to go. He's got 18. He needs to be perfect from here on in, and he is far from perfect. 22 seconds with 40. 14 seconds to go, he's got 24, he's got 26. He's got 10 seconds, he needs a miracle, he needs a miracle. Nine seconds to go, he's got 33, he's got 36, this is not looking good. He's got 42, he's got three seconds to go at 45 and it's not gonna happen this year, it is not going to happen. Steve Donahue is your winner. (laughs) Steve
18: Donahue, a champion,
0: <laughs> wow, that, Delco takes it That was
3: a display, ladies and gentlemen
0: Coach Donahue, our champion Watch out, here come the confetti cannon <laughs> Coach, here's your trophies You are officially the City 6
9: Papa shot Champion that was amazing. Did you see Jay Wright had to go over and give Helene a hug? He apologized right away to Helene. Just so you know,
15: uh, we play tomorrow night. If I was smart, I would have let him win. Ali's yeah. <laughs> that that really motivated. Wow. Hey, uh,
0: I gotta ask Jay. Uh, since they do play tomorrow night, are you showing your players this video to uh, motivate them? A little extra. <laughs>
3: We probably had to dump that part
0: yeah. out.
5: Hopefully we could let that go.
3: That
19: was too
5: beautiful, yeah
19: sorry about that, yeah, that no it's that's
17: perfect yeah. He's that man. Might put a little bit of fear in that let me, let me <laughs> i have to ask
5: was that the highest score achieved in the papa shots in our history
7: well in the in the challenge yes but yes. in history is it will calhoun from uh living color living color no. he, he shot over 80 points yeah. bring, him, bring him on yeah. 78. <laughs> that is
3: huge so congratulations a three pete for you three <laughs> times Three-time champion. Nobody's done that before. You are now the reigning champion of all of the Pavishad
15: Channel. The only thing I feel bad about is is Villanova's... Uh, Helene. Helene. I feel like she can come to my office. And fill it with mints. Yeah, fill it with mints in your office. She is yeah. from Ridley, so she'll take a little pride in you. Hey! let's bring all the
3: coaches over yes. and uh, and John and and uh, Mark come on over here and uh,
9: let's just have a quick conversation with Aaron had, you guys. I had to head back Preston so uh, temple's practice actually starts in a half an hour so <laughs> Aaron bolted already but uh, the, the rest of the guys are still here well and that speaks to
3: uh, the thanks we want to give you guys for taking the time to come down here and do this we know you're very very busy and uh, you know this is just a goofy little thing that we do uh, but it is for the greater cause which is uh, raising food for fill abundance and uh, you guys all have your, you know, philanthropic and uh, charity uh, endeavors, uh, endeavors that, that you participate in. And you do stuff together. And, you know, uh, Coach Wright, we always talk about uh, coaches versus cancer.
17: Yeah.
3: Uh, and that's been going on for how many years now?
17: For a long time. And we've raised over million in, uh, a million dollars and a million a year. Yeah. And, um, you know, as we all know, um, Phil Phil Martelli and Fran Dumphy started it. They built this and they're the legends of our for us that we all follow and steve is now taking over as the head of philadelphia coaches versus cancer and he does a great job
9: awesome
15: and
17: i'll let it, let him talk about that
15: Now I, i'm gonna just c- congratulate you guys for this and it's amazing that you get this kind of support um i mean it's only in philly that that people do this and we care and uh, this was our little part to help you and we're happy to do it. We appreciate
5: it. And, and you guys, all of you make this city proud with your, your camaraderie and, you know, the good spirit, the good natured way you engage with each other and all the philanthropic things, as Preston pointed out, that you do. We take your example and run with this. And, of course... I don't think anything like this would work in any other yeah. city, any other area but Philadelphia. That's what the people are all about. So it's a wonderful thing to be a part of and to have you here today.
17: We love being guys. a part of you guys. Yeah. Right. Thanks right. for having us. So real quick, uh, Penn and Villanova play. Tomorrow
3: night. Uh, that's tomorrow night. And uh, Coach Spiker, what's up on your we – play, We play Princeton tomorrow night and then LaSalle at home on Saturday. Okay. And Coach Scott, who you guys got?
13: Got Lafayette at home tonight and Villanova at home on Saturday. Okay.
3: It's so, it's so wild to see you guys yeah. that play each other, <laughs> hanging out together, doing this type of thing. I know that the gloves come off when you hit the yeah. court, but it's really cool that you have this relationship and I think it says it speaks to um, you know, the communal nature
7: and, and the community nature of this area. And Coach Donahue. Yes. I triple dog dare you to bring that trophy and put it <laughs> <in> the game.
15: <laughs> I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. <laughs> All right, let's hear it for our coaches, guys.
3: Amazing work. Thank you so much. Uh, John Clark. Real quick, John Clark, what's coming up, uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia? Anything you want to mention? Uh, unfortunately, right
0: from here, i got to go over to the Eagles complex and <laughs> yeah. take the Eagles game plan. We actually have to break down the video of the loss to the Dolphins. So oh. wish me luck. All
7: right. Yo, it's, Sounds so fun. You know what's crazy is we're still in the playoff hunt.
0: You know what? The Cowboys will probably lose to the Bears Thursday night, and then we're sucked right back in, right? I
20: know, I know.
5: Yeah. Well, that's the the confounding part of sports in general, the massive emotional swing that's a part of it. And the NFC East
0: right now has the lowest winning percentage out of any division in the history of the NFL. Wow. So,
9: of course, the Eagles will win the division, right? (laughs) There are two real strong positives in this town right now, the Sixers and the Flyers, though. So, you know, we we can talk about some good things happening. Those two yep. teams are, are playing great. They're playing right across the street. The Flyers have a game tonight. Are you going to be covering that as well, John? Absolutely. I'll be there.
3: Awesome. You got Excellent. it. All right. Thanks for coming, John. We appreciate it. By the way, it. Jay
9: Wright, he's going to get a pop a shot in his house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to come back.
16: He's a
3: competitor. He yeah, is a competitor. You better believe it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Zoo, any uh, anywhere from the Sixers camp you want to mention?
16: Yeah. Just uh, games coming up Thursday. We're in Washington. And uh, back-to-back home games, Saturday, Cleveland. And Sunday is a huge game. The last time the Sixers were in Toronto, Joel Embiid went scoreless for the first time. in not only his NBA career, but his college career. He has been playing lights out since then. That's a big one. The Sixers are going to be ready Sunday against the Toronto Raptors at home. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you. We appreciate you your help My here.
3: Pleasure,
0: Let's hear it for guys. John My Clark pleasure. and My Mark
5: Glass Axe here to help out. That was Awesome. Uh, that, so I thought, how do you top last year? And it just happened. That was incredibly yeah. exciting. Excellent. All right, well, that
3: means we need to take a break. I'm going to strike up the band, our band, our house band, Goodman Fisk here. We'll come back with more. we got more guests on the way. It's the Camp Out the Hunger. Well, as far as
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent on 933 WMMR. Sponsored by Duncan. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger runs on Duncan. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. <laughs> By the way, I'd mention, you know, when you you come out to this event,
3: you get to uh, see some people that you may hear us talk about and never actually see in person. Uh, Like I pointed out Rodney Byrd earlier, uh, one of our engineers, you hear us talk about him. I see Bill West in
5: Man About Town. Man About Town is around here, yes, absolutely. Put put your hand up, Bill. That's Bill over there. Yes. For those who have never seen the man, Bill West. He's out on the town this morning. And obviously the inspiration for our privilege section. That is correct. Absolutely. Oh, yeah,
2: so. that's right.
3: We'll have to do, I tell you what, we're, we're almost due for another one. Maybe at the end of this break we'll yeah. get to that. All okay. right. We'll do okay. another uh, privilege section winner. Uh, I do want to remind you, we have breakfast provided by Star Restaurants and Park in El Rey. You can spread some holiday cheer with a Star Restaurant gift card, good at 39 locations. Star-restaurants.com, and Star spelled with two R's, by the way. Uh, later on this evening, uh, we have we have food as well. Pick a going to be here Piccadilly. serving up dinner, and uh, Pierre Robert is going to be broadcasting live today when we are done, so he'll be popping in. Now, there is a Flyers game tonight. If you're going to come down this evening and hang out, we encourage you to. Um, the game is at seven. Uh, donors can park, excuse me, in the S lot just across Patterson Avenue. There is uh, parking for free if you have a donation.
5: Yeah, so you park there, you literally walk right across the street, and you're in the camp outside.
3: Yep. So uh, it's a, it's real, real simple, and it's right next to Citizens Bank Park. You can follow the signs, but keep that uh, keep that in mind if you're going to be coming out here uh, later on. Uh, we have more guests that we are going to welcome, and uh, we're happy that the Flyers are represented strongly here at the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We had uh, Elaine uh, uh, – God, I always mess up his name. Vigneau, yesterday, he's the the new head coach – uh, and we're going to have some players stopping by tomorrow as well in the afternoon. We'll tell you more about that. Uh, but we have some friends who are coming by, former Flyers who are here to, her, to help support the cause. And, of course, uh, this guy's helped out over the years. Please welcome two gentlemen, Scott Hartnell and Nick Schultz, yeah. to our awesome.
10: awesomes
3: this morning. Great. We got Hello. Scotty walking up. How are you doing, Scott? Great. Excellent. We can hear you, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you got the headsets on. And uh, Nick, how are you, man? Uh, See, so, you no, know, yours doesn't work. Come over here to my. I can't hear him anyway. I can hear him in the uh, in the tent. Good, guys. How are guys doing? We are doing wonderful. Uh, so thank you guys for being here. Scotty, how you been, man? It's been a while.
21: It's been, uh, life's been good, man. Uh, retired life, uh, settled back here in, in South Jersey, and uh, nice to be back in the city and, and uh, obviously come out to this uh, great, great week you guys have here.
3: When did you move back to the area?
21: About uh, last year.
3: Okay. Yeah. And what brought you back? Why would you come back to the Philly region?
21: Uh, my wife's from Bucks County, so uh, close to family. It's, yeah, you
4: know. <laughs> he knows, too. Yeah.
21: It's, it's nice to have uh, grandparents around to help out. Uh, yeah. and her family uh, is a growing family as well, so we've got cousins playing together, so nothing better. Do you have one, one child there? 18-month-old. He's over there in the Flyers, too, so oh. he, he's representing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, adorable. my God. Adorable. That's absolutely Adorable. Uh, what are you doing with yourself? As far as uh, are you working anywhere? Or are you just
21: retired? I'm doing or a little work uh, with the NHL Network? Uh, okay. analyzing some games. You know, talking hockey, things like that. Uh, you know, trying to stay relevant. Uh, I'm actually uh, working on my golf game. I head out to Pebble <laughs> Beach tomorrow. So, oh no uh, way!
5: We've talked about that. And there's there's uh, a, a lot of hockey players, as you would imagine, are drawn to golf. Well,
3: I played with Scott one time. We played the Ace Club a few years ago. Yeah. And uh he swings hard,
5: you would imagine. <laughs> really really hard. Does he does he check you when you play? No, no. no. Did you ever fix that slice uh, that uh, I saw? I'm
21: playing a little bit of a draw now, but oh, I'm really? not, not sure where it's going, but it's yeah. uh it's still fun to get out there and uh Able to get away for a couple days. So you brought stuff. it around the other way? That's yeah, awesome, exactly. man.
3: Good for you, Pebble Beach, man. Enjoy that. I know. I
21: heard you've been out there a few years ago. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's something else. It's pretty special. You've never played there? I've been
21: out there a couple times. Oh, you have? Yeah, okay. Nothing better.
3: Enjoy. Who are you going with? Some buddies? Or? Uh,
21: J- Jeremy Roenick actually put it on this Ryder Cup deal. Uh, it's 16 guys out there, so it'll okay. be a nice little... Uh, uh, just chumming together, talking hockey, and uh, some former baseball guys. Uh, David Wells is going to be out there, so okay. kind of some guys that I looked up to. I imagine you
5: know, when, when you guys get together, you talk a lot about the Twilight movies. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so but, who do
7: you think hits, hits harder uh, as far as the golf ball is concerned, baseball players or hockey players? I'd
21: have to say hockey. Yeah. You know, you get the, you know, the whole abs going, you're, you're working out, I guess. Uh, I haven't uh, played with any baseball guys, but uh, we – Looking forward to it. And
3: you're doing a, a Ryder Cup format? Yeah, so three days. That three will be Yeah,
21: we're playing Spanish Bay, by Glass, and then Pebble to finish off. Singles oh matches.
20: So. Spanish <laughs> Bay ate me a lot. Good luck there.
21: <laughs> All
3: right, uh, Nick, by the way, you are with uh, player development with the Flyers now.
20: Yeah, first year uh, doing that. Chuck Fletcher, the new general manager here, I had uh, when I played in Minnesota. So he uh, reached out to me. So I uh, started working this year with uh, Shell Samuelson, working with the young, young D that they have that they drafted. Uh, that are playing college hockey or junior, and then I go down to the uh, the Phantoms in Allentown and help out there as well.
3: Did you, uh, coming up, do you remember working with people who were in uh, player development?
20: No, so this is, with teams, this is new, probably within the last uh, six or seven years that teams have kind of started this development staff. Really? Uh, a yeah. lot of ex-players that are that are out, and just anyone that's been drafted, I know when me and Scotty were picked, uh, you have the scouts that kind of watch the players and pick them, and then when they go back to their junior college team, there's nobody kind of... Keeping tabs on them, watching them play, and helping them with their game, and ultimately trying to get them to to be a flyer one day. So now it's it's a new new thing the last six seven years, and it's uh, it's it's pretty enjoyable.
3: So does that mean you get on the ice and train with them, or is it something different?
20: Uh, so I'll go to Allentown for with the Phantoms practices a couple days a week, where I get on the ice with the guys there, and I go watch uh, a lot of their games. And then for the for the young guys like Cam York, who they took first round this year, get out to Michigan and watch him play. Uh, Ronnie Adder, who they took third round this year, is in Western Michigan. Um, Igor Zamula who had a good camp this year is playing out in Calgary in the Western League so those guys, I just go out and uh, talk with their coaches, see how they're doing, how they're playing, what we need to, to work on in their game and, and get them better.
3: Well, working with young guys, you've certainly seen what the youngins are doing across the street here. Uh, what's your opinion on, on the Flyers and these young guys playing as well?
20: Yeah, so I was down with the Phantoms at the start there with, uh, with Farabee and Frosty, obviously, and uh, Phil Myers, who who are all three, three good young prospects, players for, not prospects anymore, players for the Flyers now that have, have really stepped in and really Kind of infuse that, that youth in the lineup, and really helping the the old guys G and some of these guys get going. And it's it's nice to see uh, the ability these kids have, and how they can they can help the lineup.
7: This question is actually for both you guys, um, because you played at the at the highest level. And um, when you get to the NHL, what do you think is harder? Like uh, adjusting to the the speed, the skill level, or learning how to pronounce your teammates' names. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. (laughs) If
21: I was playing right now, the speed would be the biggest thing. It's it's such a fast game. The the guys are are better athletes than they were when we came in the league. But uh, you know, it was kind of the perfect timing for us. It was a kind of a rough and tumble game. Uh, You know, you, you had to stick up for yourselves. Nowadays, there's not that kind of that roughness or whatever. But. Yeah, there's some names. I'm I'm on the NHL Network and I'm trying to pronounce this. I'm like, oh, number 42 with a great shot, saved by
8: 75 in then. Oh my God! You know it's
4: funny looking at retired hockey players. They look so good, put together. You're not like beat up and, and swollen. And you look you look better.
11: That's all oh, fake teeth. That's all yeah. that fake teeth. Whatever their fake teeth in the t- yeah. yeah.
3: mouth, yeah. and the
5: swelling has gone down. Oh my God! Yeah.
3: When, uh, Riley is coming by uh, at some point this week, and when when you got when he was. Acting, Active. I mean, he would just come in, beat to hell, and come on the show. He looks great now. Looked like yeah. a raccoon. You yeah. Know? yeah. yeah. I, um,
7: I, for, over the weekend, I was watching uh, the stadium series uh, when you, uh, the Flyers played the Penguins last year. And they awarded the helmet at first to Drew, and then Drew gave it to Voracek, and then Voracek gave it to Simmons because it was his last game as a Flyer. And Simmons didn't have his teeth in, and he was basically whistling his acceptance <laughs> speech, which was really, really funny. Right.
21: Nice.
3: Uh, Scott, I have to ask: If you think uh, you think you would have not fallen down so much if Gritty would have been there to back you up? Uh, back in the day? I
21: know, I know. Yeah, I need him on my side. He's uh, he's a character, isn't he? Uh,
3: yeah, and and we when we first saw him, I, I think we had the reaction of almost everybody that, oh my God, please no. And then we met Gritty
5: yeah. the next day, came by, and we're like, all right. We immediately flipped on it. But whoever produced that first APU <coughs> video that made him look like a yeah. serial killer, yeah. Yeah. he has these googly eyes, yeah. and he's lit from below. It's like, for Christ's sake, that's a terrifying image. <laughs> <laughs> In fact,
21: you did the Gritty 5K, didn't you? Yes, we were out here. We started it and had a good time with him. And I, it, it's, it's amazing how something... Something like that just takes the world by storm, not just Philadelphia, the world. And everyone looks up to this guy Mm -hmm. and just does a great job. It is cool. It is
3: cool. Well, listen, we've uh, we've got you guys uh, strapped up here with equipment for a reason. What what are we doing? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to play a game, and the game is for good because uh, there's a point system. And for every point, our friends at Bimbo Bakeries, who are hosting what we call the Camp Out for Hunger Games... Are going to every point you guys get, or they're going to donate 100 pounds of food to the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, so, did you guys see our carnival rides out there?
21: I did, yeah, looking right. for that Ferris wheel to go there. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not no, Oh, no, no. that's no, an easy one. one. No, no, no. No, in fact, you are
3: going on at what we call our can drop ride. It's uh, sponsored Hello, by friends at, uh, at Campbell Soup. <laughs> uh, and it's for a contest that we call the Drop Quiz. Oh, and boy. We love, love, love this contest. So, uh, I'll explain it to you when you guys get out there, so we're gonna go and have you guys get set up on the ride right now oh, So what Nick, do you guys think? You, oh you like this? You like <laughs> this idea guys? Good
8: parent, right?
3: Good luck guys yeah. All right. Nick McElwain is gonna escort you out there. In the meantime, we have another guest that we're gonna welcome to our microphone and uh, he is a very talented artist, and you have certainly seen his work before. He's been working on some stuff over in the corner. Uh, we call him a word artist. Uh, his name is Dan Duffy. So, a round of applause
5: for Dan, please, everybody. That a school's in session.
19: This what this the hell was that? Is this working or not? Because he said he couldn't hear. Anything. Oh, and that's outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, is
3: that? We heard a bell. I don't know if you guys heard yeah, it or yeah. not, but I guess it's on the ride outside. How you doing, Dan? I'm amazing. How you doing? No. There I'll you come.
2: go. <laughs> yeah. Hey.
3: Hey, uh, Rodney, by the way, we can't hear his microphone, just to let you know. Uh, I live in Montgomery County, wow. so I am representing. You know what? I don't back it up enough. There's just so much going on between these two, between Kathy <laughs> yeah. and,
7: and Casey, that
3: I just I kind of stay out of it. We're well, just waiting. And, by the
4: way, I also live yeah. in Montgomery County. You
3: do. Yeah, you do.
7: And Monco is <laughs> just big. I mean, it's 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 huge. We don't count. We're just yeah. so big. Well, no. You guys are the bullies. All right,
3: so, so Dan, you, you have seen his artwork. Dan uses words, usually... Intrinsic of the art piece, so whatever the subject, subject yeah. might be, uh, the words create the pictures. And you've done obviously wonderful stuff with the flyers. In fact, every Philadelphia team. Um, and it's uh, yeah. Okay, yeah yeah. So here's a picture of Gritty that Dan did. We have it up on our monitor, and you guys have seen this uh, artwork before. So how long does it take you to put together a piece like this one, Dan?
19: The Gritty is made of his origin story. Okay. So this one. Not as many words. This probably it was like around forty or fifty hours. I've spent up to two hundred fifty hours on a piece of art before.
3: Is that the one from the uh, the Super Bowl parade?
19: Yeah, the Super Bowl parade was my m- most epic piece. It's the Super Bowl. Had to go uh, big or go home.
3: Yeah, and it's the actual parade route with the uh, yeah. the art museum.
19: And and the words are the date, score, and opponent of every game in Eagles history up to the Super Bowl. And obviously, I added the parade date. In Whoa. there as well.
5: It's amazing because you're doing, you know, the to incorporate the words, and we're looking at a, 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 a one of your works. The, up to, this eagle. is a
19: companion piece. It's the names of every eagle that has ever played for the Eagles, and that creates the birds. So, yeah,
5: I, I, I assume that in a way, however you do it, you do it, and it would be problematic to just kind of get the right words to fit in. But everything just looks so great, and you find yourself appreciating it for its art, and then reading it, which is very cool too. So fans must go out of their minds for this stuff.
19: Uh, the, the, the best reaction is when kids find out that it's made of words. words. Okay. My goal is from a distance for you not to be able to tell. You just maybe like a cool piece of art, a painting or a drawing, and then to have find people uh, to discover for themselves that it's made out of words and yeah. then discover what the words are. And which, it's, it's a lot of fun.
5: Which piece has had the most impact? Because you've done a lot of really uh, very, very cool stuff. Which piece is just do you think is your, is your piece de resistance?
19: I'm going to go back to, uh, one of my first two pieces, Harry Callis. Uh, when I wrote out all of Harry Callis's greatest song, it's here for uh, HK. Yeah. Um, Harry Callis' Greatest Calls, and I started to show people, and they would start reading it, and then just tears would come down oh, from their eyes. wow. That's uh, awesome. that, that was an amazing reaction for so sure.
3: So Dan has got set up. He's over to the left of the stage over that way, and you can see his work over there. And And what are you doing uh, while you're here? Yeah, so
19: we're here, and um, you can get a great gift for the holidays, and 100% of uh, the money you spend is going to fill abundance. Awesome. We can also <laughs> – we also have an MMR discount code for those who can't make it down. If you go to artofwords.com uh, and use code MMR, you get a 10% discount, and we're also going to match that uh, contribution to Fill Abundance. And I do have an announcement. We're we're able to say that we're able to give a a minimum of a three thousand dollar donation to Fill Abundance. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That is terrific.
7: Hey, I just want to specify: is the code word WMMR or MMR? It's both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was, was, MM, it
19: was uh, WMMR, and then I said MMR, and my guy said, I'm going to make that a code as well. So right. either way, uh, you're going you're gonna to get your contribution. Uh, so noted.
3: it's artofwords.com. Yes, sir. And did I hear you're working on on one for us for the President and Steve show or
19: MMR? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, we're going to spend this entire twenty uh, 2020 year, and we're going to be gathering um, from the listeners – what they love about the 50-plus years of uh, WMMR, and we're going to have a custom MMR piece here next year.
3: That's awesome. I love that. We uh, love
5: what you do. It's great stuff. Yeah, it really yeah.
3: is cool. Thank you for the contribution and uh, we'll make sure people know that. Artofwords.com and like we said, uh, Dan is here in the tent and you can check. I see, I can see the Tom Petty one from here. That's phenomenal. I'm working
19: on Tom Petty right now. All the songs from his entire career.
3: Amazing. Could all you right.
19: incorporate the words to keep on rolling? <laughs> <From> <laughs> screenwagon.
3: Screenwagon.
5: Over and over. Over and over. That's it. Alright, thank you. Dan Duffy. Appreciate it. Awesome, man.
3: Awesome.
7: All right.
3: I was told there are technical issues, and now I've told that there—I've been told that there are not technical issues. I think we're good. All right. Where's my official information? Because uh, I want to make sure I give the uh, the plug to uh, the proper sponsor. Oh. Uh, For our can drop, which is right here. Yes, the Campbell Soup Can Drop Challenge, part of the Camp Out for Hunger Games, sponsored by Bimbo Bakeries USA. And I think we're ready to try this out. Should we talk to them first?
7: Yeah, let's try
9: that. Okay, first of all, Nick McElwain, can you hear me? Yeah, President, you got me okay? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Gorgeous day out here today, and uh, a little breezy, a little chilly, but not too bad. And uh, Casey, boy, we have a a lot of students from Cardinal O'Hara who came out to watch. It was pretty awesome. (laughs) And Scott and Nick Schultz, Scott Hartnell and Nick Schultz are strapped into the can drop. Uh, we were having some technical problems, but I think we're good to go now. Well, Nick in the studio—well, not the studio, the tent.
5: We have a split screen. We're getting great video coverage, so uh, we're ready to go. All right, awesome. and,
3: uh, is it nice it's, and warm in there, guys? <laughs> oh my God! I know, get them. Sounds a little breezy <laughs> out there. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna then let's get to this quickly. I'm gonna tell you guys how this is work is gonna work. As soon as the ride starts moving, and Nick is gonna tell me when that is. Nick McElwain is. I'm going to ask you a series of general and easy trivia questions. If you know the answer to the question, just say it out loud and we'll mark you as a point. Now, that ride goes up slowly. The thing is, is when it reaches the top, it will drop to the bottom very, very quickly. But you can't see the top, so you don't know when it's going to drop. You have no idea when you've gotten up that high. As soon as you drop... The game is over. We get the total. And we might do this more than once just to let you oh know. Boy. So it's pretty simple stuff. So just say the answer. Uh, Scott, are you ready to go? Absolutely. And, Nick, are you ready to go? Yes, sir. In okay. keeping bring, score. Uh, Do me a favor. Bring uh, Nick's volume up a little bit if you can. Or, I'm sorry. Bring Scott's Hi. volume up a little bit if you can.
9: All right. Uh, Nick McElwain, let us know when the ride begins. All right. They're strapped in. We're ready to go. And in just a matter of moments, it's going to start to elevate. And it's going up, Preston. Here we go. Which U.S.
3: state is the smallest state of the union? Rhode Island. That is correct. That's Scott. One for Scott. Michael Jordan famously promoted what shoe company? Nike. All right, and that's Nick. Uh, what is the name of the protective outer layer of trees? Trunk. No. Ugh. The outer layer, that stuff on the outside. Mark. Yes, Oh, my great. gosh. That was Scott. What type of acid is produced by lemon?
21: Citric. Citric
3: wow, acid that that's Scott. Uh, Sunny the cuckoo <laughs> bird was cuckoo for what breakfast cereal?
8: Frosted Flakes.
3: <laughs> no, well, it was Cocoa Puffs. Uh, oh. Where in the body does a cataract form? Ice. Oh, oh. The Scott got it. Uh, the study of weather is called what?
20: Meteorology. Yes, that's it. Oh, my it. gosh. <laughs> We're getting it. too high. This uh, is not okay.
3: What was the name <laughs> of the pilot that flew the Spirit of St. Louis?
20: I missed that one.
3: Next question, Charles Lindbergh. In the original Jackson family lineup.
2: Ah! Oh.
14: What a... Who sides up for this? You don't see it coming, <laughs> do you? Holy smokes. Oh, my god! Oh, man. I'm never coming
21: back to this thing again. <laughs> right. Holy
5: smokes. Five to one. I think we'll do it. Uh, we got to do a second round. Uh, we we oh lost the video God. link from your perspective, but we had the broad, sh-
9: the wide shot. It was very cool. Hey, Scott, uh, remember when we flew you to this thing in a helicopter? Know, one? Yeah, We yeah. yeah. uh, hey, do you like first best. <laughs> now that you're an alum, <laughs> yeah, you got to no do kidding. this crap. I had to get
21: in my car and I had to drop <laughs> the bridge and get traffic.
3: <laughs> all right, so five to one for Scott. It's going to take a moment to reset uh, and, all right. and get this calibrated and uh, get it moving. But so far, Scott's running away with it. All oh, right. Boy. This could turn around now. And as of now, 600 pounds being donated. Excellent. Of uh, Bimbo Bakeries for the Camp Out for Hunger Games. Nick McElwain, let me know when they've got it reset. They are reset present. We're just waiting for it to go, and now it is going. All right, in the original. No, there was another question. Viagra became the 90s fastest selling prescription drug. What does it treat?
21: Direction uh, dysfunction. A uh, well, uh, for mine. each of you. Point's Come on. that
3: was teamwork. Oh, uh, in which story does the heroine Dorothy make a journey along the Yellow Brick Road?
21: Wizard of Oz. That oh. is correct.
3: Scott got it. He's in so 1999, <laughs> what movie spooked folks with the ominous line "I see dead people"?
21: Uh, it's with uh,
3: at. Times six. up. The Sixth Sense. Yeah. All right. How about this? In uh, 1974, film Godfather Two. Who played Vito Corleone as a young man?
21: De Niro? Yes, yes, that's correct.
3: Scott, got it. What is the name given to the molten rock beneath the surface of the Lava. earth? Lava. Lava. Eggman. you got to wait until the question's <laughs> Scott, got it. Magma. <laughs> what, what scientist, <laughs> Uh-oh. What scientist formulated the theory of relativity?
8: Einstein. I Einstein.
3: Scott, got it. Uh, the animal star.
21: Up- oh! And it's over. Oh, man. Get Easton, Easton, get me out of here.
3: <laughs>
20: That's awful.
3: Alright, so oh, the final score, uh Nick Schultz with three, okay. Scott Hardnell with nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Scotty is the overwhelming oh. winner. My right?
20: headset wasn't working. I know. Oh, I didn't hear half the oh, questions.
3: It, oh. sure, it was all technical
2: issues.
20: <laughs> oh. So we'll we'll bring back
3: those, in. We'll have those guys come back in because it is absolutely, <laughs> the, that wind is whipping and it's getting a little bit cold up here. <laughs> Thank God they're bundled up. Yeah. I know, but uh, Scott was <laughs> running away with it. I have not been on uh, the Campbell Soup can drop ride yet this year because it was raining <laughs> yesterday. Yes, that's true. I love going on that ride. And listen, anybody here, if you want to ride it, Go out there and ride it, because the rides are open from 6 to 10 a.m., and then we'll probably open them up again later on. Yeah, 6 to 9 p.m., and that's from our friends at Skelly's Amusement. So if you want to get, I know,
5: what an ideal day to get out and be on the Ferris wheel. It's cool to see the whole layout from that altitude, A, and, and B, there's also the arcade games out there that are open. All right, the fellas are back in. Yeah,
21: where's, where's Marissa? Marissa. <laughs> Marissa, you're on my S list. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Scott,
3: by the way, when Scott showed up, I go, I go, did you hear what we're doing? He's like, yeah, they didn't tell me until I got here. I was like, that's what we do. Yeah, because we don't want you to have the option of backing out. I'm saying yeah. no. Right. Nick, so your, your headphones gave out on you?
20: Yeah, I couldn't hear. He's not, I know he's smart, but not that smart. <laughs> when I saw a pop shot before, I'm like, perfect. I got to my basement. I'll get high score. No problem. <laughs> I meet my kids at home in that game all the time.
5: So oh, well, there
3: you go. I wasn't well, ready for, for that sometime. Yeah.
20: Well, the. The <laughs> bottom line is is you helped
3: raise uh, twelve hundred pounds of food for the camp out. Perfect. <laughs> courtesy of Pimbo Bay. Very nice, very nice. Which is awesome. So uh but listen, no, we, we thanks for your, your continued support. Scott, you've uh, you've always come on our show whenever we've asked and we appreciate that. Oh,
21: it's awesome. You guys are great and uh just happy to be back in Philly. Yeah. And- you guys yeah. make Philly proud. So. It's
5: awesome to have you here, man. It really
20: is. Hey, Both of you guys.
5: Will we see you at the games from time to time? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, and
3: uh, Nick, you'll obviously be there as well, working with the organiza- organization. Yeah,
20: exactly. I go to a few games and just kind of keep tabs on the team, so yeah, they're playing well right now. They look good and exciting, so hopefully they can keep it going. And uh,
9: Nick, how many? who's coming by tomorrow, by the way? we got four or five players coming tomorrow. we got the, the two young guys that you mentioned, Nick. Uh, Frost and you are going to yeah. stop by, which is pretty awesome. Uh, JVR is going to be here. He's come out year after year, which is great. And then uh, Kevin Hayes, who we haven't met yet, and I'm re- really Excited to do. Kevin and Hayes has really embraced uh, being in Philly, which is awesome. So Coach Vigneault was here yesterday, and then uh, Scott, I need you to text G because he isn't getting back to me. So we got to make sure. <laughs> I'll text,
21: he him. he d- he blows me off all the time. <laughs> I day. know, I know, <laughs> I- son I- of that- a bitch.
9: That's tomorrow around when? we're right on uh, three o'clock or so tomorrow afternoon. So a bunch of the players are going to be stopping by, and we'll get G to come. Awesome. All right. Well, thank all right, guys, you guys. Thanks, appreciate it.
0: Thanks, guys.
3: <clears throat> Philadelphia Flyers. All right. Uh, we- it's a beautiful morning. It's wonderful. You guys are here. We got a nice big crowd. I love this. We got food. We got live music. All we need is Nick M- Nick McElwain suntanning his butthole. Yeah. And we may work on that. There was one person that cheered. Yes, I know. of course. Your proctologist
4: yeah, mom. cheering
9: for what's butthole? Nick's
3: proctologist is I, here. I
4: think was, a lot of
0: people
9: cheer for my butthole. There's was
15: yeah. a
3: gallon red right down front.
15: Yeah.
9: yeah, You I love and me in my butthole. <laughs> All
3: right. Well, listen. We're going to take a break on the Philly Pretzel Factory performance stage. Goodman Fist, give us some music. We'll come back with more of the Camp Out for Hunger on ninety-three-three
1: WMMR.
12: Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop. It's new and improved. Fun for the whole family. New packaging, same great taste. Okay, okay. It's t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, coffee mugs, and much, much more. But with the MMR attitude, you've come to love. Plus lots of the funny Preston and Steve say. In fact, all the DJs are represented. Just search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them, and for a limited time, free shipping with the online code valid through December 15th on most items. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. Wonderful. That's it for the gym. They love
3: you just love you, Ken. There'll be more tomorrow. You should take that on tour. <laughs> hey, uh, the you
5: evening know. evening of traffic with Kathy Romano.
3: I'm going to point out another person you may hear us mention from time to time, but you never really see in the flesh. And uh, all I can say is this person <laughs> is just sick. Yeah. Sick. That's Matt Cowper over Kalper. there. Matt it right there. Put, it, put your hand up in the air. That's Matt Cowper, who is just a sick, sick. individual. Sick. He's got a sick sense of humor. The sick sense. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He could have answered that question Absolutely, earlier. Absolutely. He could have. They couldn't. So you never know who you might see. Our our, uh, our, our friends and our, family members. My family members are running around here somewhere. My wife and uh, son are here somewhere. But uh, that's part of the Camp Out for Hunger. You never know who's going to be swinging by. Uh, in fact, that speaks to our next guest, although we knew he was going to be coming by. Uh, but we're happy that he is here today to uh, help stimulate those to come out and donate He is the Attorney General of the great state of Pennsylvania. How about that? Please welcome Mr. Josh Shapiro.
9: Great intro to the
3: microphone. LA Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. You can't hear it, but we're playing the L.A. Law theme song. I love it. it I love like, it. Close to whatever. That's all you got. Theme music you have that we could get. There you go. Well, George...
14: typically when I walk on stage, they play theme music. Yes. Yes. That play right, me yes.
5: on. I'm sure in politics, that's all you get. is that's theme music.
14: right. <laughs> wow. Well, you're Georgetown,
5: right? That you're, You got your law. Georgetown Law. There you go. All right. I'm a Hoya. There you go. So, Don't tell Jay Wright, who yeah. I know was here earlier. Yeah, well, he's 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 licking his wounds because he came in
16: second. But I know it was know. it was a
5: formidable display.
3: So I he did well. So.
5: I know. Wow, Attorney
3: General is that, uh, is that was that the idea from the beginning when you got into that a big deal? No,
5: man. No, not is that a big deal? Do
14: no, oh, no, you get I'm, your own parking spot? <laughs> <laughs> no. What was the, I wish there were more perks. No. Yeah. Here's the thing, actually, true story. Mom was a Philadelphia school teacher. Yeah. Dad's a local doctor. They taught me you got to help people in life. I thought I was going to be a doctor until I flunked out of pre-med, ended up in law. Here I am today as the people's lawyer here in Pennsylvania. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Very cool
9: true. It's a, in fact, that's like the Delta House dilemma. Are you pre-law or pre-med? That's right. <laughs> Josh, Josh and I were talking backstage and uh, you see a lot of um, bad things in humanity. You, you see yeah. some of the worst in the state and that's a, a tough part of your job. But we were also talking about uh, what a good thing this week is. You know, And, and you really can see what, uh, when people come together and I mean this in the truest sense, it's, yeah. it's a community in this tent and we could not do it with everybody, without everybody who's in here. And uh, I think it's really great that you're able to see some good things that people are doing when you deal with so many bad things.
14: Without a doubt. You know, look, I see the worst of humanity every day. The people who hurt kids, the people who wreak havoc on our neighborhoods, yep. people who take advantage of senior citizens. And so it's awesome for me to come here today to see all of you and to be with you guys and Remember, there is good in the world. There are people who are donating food. There are people who are doing charitable work. There is a lot of good in the world, and it's great to be here with all of you today to celebrate that. Well, the, the
5: truth of the matter is we are so used to yes to news cycles where the, if it bleeds, it leads is the principle. And right. We have to have this conflict going on. So stories like this aren't reported with any degree of frequency. But the truth of the matter is for 22 years now, we've been seeing... You'll see a car pull up, with a mom get out, and she's got a stroller and a couple yeah. of bags of food. And, and people who have one year needed fill Abundance to get by now volunteering for it. And, and it, it's an amazing – we, Kristen, we've never had a down year. No, no matter what the economy is, yeah. no matter what the story is, people rise to the challenge. And again, I'm, I make the statement that I think we all do. This is unique to this area, that people well, step
14: up with the degree that they do. It is. and I, I got to tell you, the change that we see, and by the way, the change that we need globally, it starts locally. It yeah. starts with two guys 22 years ago yeah. who went and sat down on beach chairs and said, bring <laughs> us some extra food, you, right? You really know And now look at what it is. And yeah. I got to tell you, you know, there's a real serious impact to what you do. When we go out and we deal with the challenges that we see in our communities today— so much of it stems from poverty yeah. and food insecurity, and I'm telling you, fewer people will cross my desk as the attorney general if we address those challenges. And you guys are making real change, and I'm proud of you, and I'm grateful to you. Well, for thank what you're you, doing. and we I are really appreciated.
5: This is, you know, and President always, the whole show. We say it not to be falsely modest, but we simply provide the location, yeah. and it's these people who take the time. People who take time from, you know, and their, their businesses say, go donate your services right. that are out there. The volunteers through thick and through thin. And that's, again, you talked about an inspiring thing to see. Yeah. It's, it's on display here. It's pretty
14: cool. And I got to brag about uh, Melissa Francis and our team in the attorney general's office. Last year was our first year doing it. It started with a bunch of our narcotics officers, actually. And they collected 100 pounds of food this year we're on pace to hit 200 pounds. We've expanded it to other offices in the attorney general's awesome, office here, in awesome, yeah, we're going to keep at it and we're going to stay committed to and this. And to that point, when people yeah. say
5: it's those the, the little, the one bag you'll get from the acme store out here, or the, the large corporate donations, Not every you know, whether it's a small bag that feeds a family, that meal is important for that family. It is. So don't disregard. Coming down simply because you think you can't compete with a 20-ton delivery. It's going to mean something to somebody.
14: Every little bit matters. You know, on, on Sundays, I'll take my kids. To, there's another organization that deals with food insecurity called JRA. They work with Phil Abundance, who are just awesome. But we'll go and package up food, me and my four kids. But then the important thing is we take our kids to see the people that this food goes to. I right. want them to see with their own eyes how blessed they are. And how other people living just a few miles away are right on the brink. And I think it's important for all of us to remember there are people in need in this community. Y'all here are doing something about it, and I'm grateful to you for it. Thank Very you. Very nice. Excellent. We appreciate your message. Yeah, and we do yeah. see that year after year, people bringing their kids. So that's, uh, that's really,
3: really encouraging. Excellent. Well, we appreciate you stopping by this morning and doing the work that you do. So keep up the great work.
14: Thanks. I'm. I'm just grateful you didn't throw me in that thing you put Scotty in. Made me answer questions and no, go up no. and down. But, but thank you guys. We could if you no, want. No,
3: no, we, not we no, we're, we we're good. Yeah, yeah. He's got a nice
5: suit on. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> ruin that.
3: All right, Josh Shapiro, Attorney General. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank sir. you very much. You so much. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Great to see you. All right, and with that, thank you, sir. With that, we uh, we have a vacant spot, two vacant spots in our privilege section. Mm.
5: Who would like to be the last people to sit there today? And the question is, who makes the decision, Preston? I think it's you. It's reverted now. I think I've been the only
3: one that haven't chosen yet. We, always, right. we keep picking people down front here. so I'm It's kinda wanna, tough. I kind of want to head to the back of the room. Uh, let's see. Okay. Who is it? Who is it today? All right, you with your hand way up in the air, the black glove on. Yeah, yeah, come on. You just caught my eye for some reason. Come on over here. Bring a friend with you, too. You just like black gloves. I love black gloves. Loves them. What a glove on you. <laughs> what a glove on you. Look at that glove. Uh, <laughs> Look that
7: That's, That's a go. hell of
3: a glove on that woman. You're going to get to Whoa, choose two of them. A prize is what? She's got two? <laughs> she's
7: got
4: two of them. Let us see them.
3: What's your name?
4: Melissa Locke.
3: Hi, Melissa. How are you doing? And you are? Artie Locke. What's your name? Charlie Lock. Charlie Lock. Nice to see you. All right. So, where are you guys from? They're the Locks.
4: Delanco, New Jersey. Where from? Delanco, New
3: Delanco, Jersey. Delanco, New Jersey. Woo-hoo.
5: Excellent. Where'd you get your gloves? The same woman who loved Nick's butthole loves I She's the only one that's scared the <laughs> woman from Nick's butthole. And then she surprises herself tonight. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: I will reach in there
3: and grab a prize out of our gift box, and let's find out what you win, and then we'll put you in the privileged section.
5: This could possibly up. change your life. What do we have?
2: Fifty-dollar Amazon gift card.
5: All right, it will change your mid morning. Yes, it will.
4: <laughs> hey, Dangle. you can get some good yes. things on Amazon.
5: Absolutely. Okay.
4: So, they're going to sit in the
5: privilege
3: section and relax and enjoy themselves. And don't forget that they get free massages from Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. And we are going to provide them with some fuzzy slippers. And our friends from uh, Ashley's Furnishing. Uh, are actually going to be donating that couch to Phil Abundance, from what I understand. I love
5: going. all their furniture. We have uh, pieces from uh, from Ashley in our house. Yes,
3: and it is provided, uh, the prizes are provided by Wispis. We stand for service, furnished by Ashley Homestar. Ashley is going to be donating, like I said, that couch to Phil Abundance at the end of this week. I do need to mention our friends at Bebo Bakery's, uh, the USA Tent, uh, Bebo Baker's USA Tent Sponsorship. And part of this is the fact that they're going to make a donation each day from one of their brands. Today it will be 500 multi-grain and whole wheat sandwich thins from Arnold Premium Breads. I love those. Uh, We don't collect non-perishable items at the campout, but... When bulk donations are arranged ahead of time with Phil Abundance, they distribute them immediately uh, at one of their nine fresh-for-all free farmers markets across the region. So they're doing that, too. And
5: I also want to alert them to the fact that I accept donations of Entenmann's chocolate chip cookies <laughs> from Bimbo. Wow. Because I know they uh, they own that company. Yes. And I am accepting donations up till 9.30 <laughs> That is a That is Very brave. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm here for you. All right. Well, we have another
3: donation. We are going to bring over a wonderful partner. I happen to endorse this product. It is Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. They're so good. And we would like to welcome the president and CEO of that company, Mr. Todd Leff, who is here this morning. Morning. What's up, Todd? Good morning. How you doing, man? Wonderful, wonderful. Excellent.
8: You've got to be the most relaxed man in the world. It's the most relaxed CEO oh. in the whole United States. Oh, That's it.
3: My goodness. Uh, I've been endorsing Hand and Stone for a few years now. Uh, my wife and I go regularly. I can't recommend the uh, the locations. They rub you the right way, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I I don't even have to ask you any questions. There's over 50 locations in Delaware, South <laughs> Jersey, uh, Philadelphia, the Lehigh Valley as well, yeah. over
8: 400 locations
3: nationwide. How about the Saltstone uh, the
8: uh, scrubs? Oh. Oh my gosh. The, well the Himalaya Saltstone, that's like the new one for this year. Go try that. You will be you'll you'll be jelly when you walk out of there. It is just puts you out. People yeah. love it and and you know what happens is I think people are
5: what is it on a on a medicinal wellness general Quality of life issue. It's something you should do because it helps make your day better. It makes your performance level better. It's su- it's such an obvious, but I think people think, well, you
8: know, yes, you right. deserve it. Go do it. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you think you could perform at this level if you didn't go to handstone? There's no, no way. He'd be a wreck. There's no way. He was about right. to kill someone earlier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we have some massage therapists who are working. Yes, a shout
8: out to our therapists here. They they are great. They come out and yeah. Do your VIP section, so we appreciate them coming out. Yeah, No problem. And we appreciate your support over the years. Last year, you guys had a huge
3: donation. Uh, it was over four tons of food, and yes. I understand you have a sizable donation this year as
8: well. We're, th- this has been a great path for us. You know, First year, we did one ton of food across our locations. Last year, four tons. This year... Uh, just under $15,000, Acme help us convert that to seven and a quarter tons of food oh. going to fill abundance. We are thrilled. That's from all the locations, from corporate. So just uh, thrilled to be And again,
5: you're an example of something that we tell people that, you know, uh, again, and, and Subaru, you know, many years ago was was a big proponent of getting the word out. With your financial donation, you can target the food. Philabundance will will guide you to what needs to be purchased, and this way, everything is optimized, and people are eating healthy food. So we uh, we thank that, you for that. And
8: that that was actually the whole focus to give people more you know healthier food, yeah, more efficient use of the monies, um, and. You know, Acme helping us convert that to seven and a quarter tons. That's just crazy. No, it's I can't great. even know how many pounds that is, but it's a lot of. Food. Well, the amount of people that uh, that will be fed by that will, would blow your mind. Yeah, and you guys
3: are you're here all week giving massages, right? Ab-
8: Absolutely, we have therapists here all week. You know, helping out. Given, uh, I will sponsors. avail. So yes, yeah. please, please Absolutely. partake. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. Yeah,
3: uh, handandstone hand dot is the website. You guys have gift cards over four hundred locations nationwide. Great gift for the holidays, obviously.
8: Yeah, I yeah. could go on and on. Let me yeah. tell you. And, and and we would love you to do all that. now, right. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah, thank you for all your support too. And uh, yeah, great promotions over the holidays. Get a gift card, right? De-stress your shopping for the the holiday. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Seven
3: and a quarter tons of food for the Camp Out for Hunger, the president and CEO of Hand and Stone. That is wonderful. All right. How about we you know what? It's so bright and sunny out. It's just beautiful outside with the sun rays beaming down. Yeah.
4: We should tan something.
3: I think we should. Nick McWayne has uh, volunteered to go out and do the perineum
5: tanning, which is tanning your butthole. Little did we know that the vehicle that we are sleeping in came already... Uh, with a uh, butthole tanning deck. Yeah,
4: tanning it's, deck. A, it's
5: perfect for this.
4: Are you and, regretting this decision, Nick?
5: <laughs> uh, I'll
3: tell you in a few minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> White Horse RV Center are the ones who uh, set us up with this. And we actually have it. So, so we wrapped it with banners so you can't see it. But you will be able to see Nick's legs sticking up.
5: Yes. Uh, from there. So that's it. Yeah,
3: yes. Because because of
5: it. Modesty is really key here. This is a this is a personal decision that Nick has made to Point his anus towards the sun. Yeah, that and
7: obscenity as well. Obscenity we to rules, an too. And it's a charity
5: thing. Their families yeah. here.
7: I'm wondering if we want to turn his bottle into a sundial. Do we want to do that at all? I don't, I don't think we do. No. no. <laughs> all, right, we strong, him, we... all
5: we would have to yes. do What's is gonna... drive a nail into his tank <laughs> yeah. and put a small fin on it.
9: I think that's going to uh, hurt with the stress level. Okay. All right. Go yeah. well, hand and stone. You know what? Do they do butthole massages? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, they don't. Okay.
3: No. Drive a nail into his
5: taint and yeah. put a small fin A small
3: on fin. It. Okay. Cast well, a it's shadow. True. It's yeah. a charity. I think it's easily done. Then we draw a circle around it. And right. Yeah. yeah. And Rodney's
5: our go-to. He probably has a compass. We'll stick the point of the compass into your taint. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a break and we're going to go
3: and set this up and hopefully we'll be able to see Nick's legs sticking up and we'll give him 30 seconds of beautiful butthole sunshine.
5: Uh, now, again, if you don't know, Preston reported yesterday, this is the rage, yep. this dumb thing that is now even uh, the great actor uh, Josh, Josh Brolin, Brolin had yeah. attempted it, yeah. and he nearly fried his yeah. ass. I mean, I'm going to. At well,
4: this point, everyone's heard of it. We've talked about it nine times.
9: Absolutely, I'm going to text my parents uh, so they can tune in. Please do. All right.
3: Yeah. Um, all right so we're going to take a break. We'll come back with more. We still have the uh, lesson question, trash music news. That stuff is coming up later Day, Word of the week: Pierre Good man Fisk. Our house. Yeah. And we'll be right back on MMR. Yeah.
11: Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
15: Love it,
3: man. Good Man Fisk, our house band, tearing it up. Even let me jump up there and play a little bit. That was Yeah. Uh, you, there. you have yeah. a song
5: in mind? No, I already did. Oh, I didn't even know what it is. You did it mid-song, dude. I was doing my first TikTok video.
3: I went over. They were playing uh, a Van Halen's on. They were playing You Really Got Me. I go, Casey, watch this. And I walk over to Anthony. He, he just handed me one stick, and I slid in in the middle of the song. Wow, soil.
5: man. And uh, By the way, in, in the RV, Preston has a drum kit in his room. Yep. And I, I, I find it soothing in a bizarre way. And people walk in and like, what the hell? is that yeah but you have it's an electric kick so it's just kind of like a kind of a soothing rhythm
3: well yeah, it's, yeah you, I, i'm just playing on the pads so, yeah but i've got my double bass uh pedal in there so i'm just like for a half hour you know it
5: must look like we're banging our brains out i think you're right yeah yeah it definitely the rv is a rocket yeah
4: so you mean to tell me you're sharing close quarters with another person and you thought a drum set would be good to bring it's it's quiet Quiet drum set. It's a quiet, you know, guys, a quiet drum set. I checked. I
3: played. I'm like, is this bothering? You? He goes, I can hardly hear it at uh, all.
5: It's the truth, and he lets me do my Santeria stuff. <laughs>
3: yep. So <laughs> dead chickens all over. the Oh, the place. dead
5: chickens are all over the place.
3: Oh my goodness. Um, all right. I know we have a few different things to do here. Case, you look like you're approaching the microphone.
7: Uh, oh well, always. Um, I'm always approaching. I, I want to thank Craig Legance, who is here. He was here yesterday. You know what?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Come up here, Craig, because uh, his buddies. With the comic book gurus, yes, are going to be showing up here. How you doing, Craig?
13: I'm fine, thank you. What up, white folks? Hey. <laughs> This is the coolest suit I think I've ever seen you wear. Uh, this old thing?
3: Yeah, it is. It's straight from the pages of the early early days of the uh, Marvel Universe.
13: Yes, I want to thank all the brave comic books who gave their lives to make this suit.
3: Yeah, it's, it's made out of the pages of comic books, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, when are you and the comic book gurus going to be here? I know there's a, a cosplay event.
13: Uh, last night of Camp Out Thursday night, uh, we're going to be here. Uh, Heroes Against Hunger, ha, Yeah, cosplay for a cause. Uh, last night, um, last year rather, we uh, raised over 800 pounds of food, and Ooh. everyone came out in costume, cosplayers. Everyone who had a Halloween costume, don't throw it away. Put it on. Come out Thursday night. Last year, we had uh, cosplayers care come out. The Philly Avengers came out. It was cool. Um, uh, Matt Resh, the guy you had on yesterday here, he was Captain America. Uh, Preston, you borrowed the shield. Yeah. he had the Captain America suit. They had the shield that yeah. came off. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's coming back next year. I mean, this—I keep saying next year. Yeah. This Thursday, Thursday night, cos- uh, cosplay for a cause, heroes against hunger. Come on out! I'll be dressed like this, so you can't miss me. Mm-hmm. And anyone else who has a costume who loves cosplay, come on out Thursday night and uh, support a good cause, And also listen to the Comic
5: Book Gurus podcast with you and a rock star rap Doing oh, very yeah. well.
13: Yes, uh, Comic Book Gurus podcast on WMMR.com. Please listen. If you like that, uh, the kids seem to be into that comic book stuff. <laughs> it's just a bad, it's, it's the only thing keeping Hollywood alive. Yes, the only oh, thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, so listen to our podcast. Awesome. Thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you, Craig. Craig good you friend of the show. All
3: right, we're going to do a couple things. One of them being The Bizarre File. Let's do it right
2: now.
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre. File Yeah!
3: right, and the Bizarre File is brought to you by Steven Star Restaurants This holiday season put Star Restaurants Gift cards at the top Of your shopping list, good at 39 destinations Including Budokan uh, The Love and Park And you can pick one up today or visit StarGiftCards.com That's Star, S-T-A-R-R Two yes there. Yes. Uh, Giftcards.com. <laughs> so artificial intelligence is going to be used to wage war on monkeys as their rampages wreak havoc on humans. The primates will be tracked and sterilized using a new AI solution in a desperate bid to control the population. Run,
5: everyone. They're going for our testicles.
3: Yes. A group of researchers in Delhi uh, working with Microsoft AI for Earth is oh, using... Boy. AI, machine learning, and cloud computing to track the movements and identity and identify
5: monkeys in a war waged on the rampant monkey population in India. Well, the, the monkeys actually start to get physical and attack people, and you yeah. hear more and more stories about that. And
3: that's, it's been hitting epic, uh, epidemic proportions, they say. In one case, a monkey actually, listen to this, stole a pile of money from a house, climbed a nearby tree, and then started throwing handfuls of cash to grateful citizens. Wow, Hello. that's amazing. That doesn't sound so bad. Uh, not all of them are, are quite so fun, though. Some people have been attacked. There's been over a 1,000 monkey bite injuries every day that have been taken. Well,
5: for every monkey that's throwing cash at you, there's one throwing crap at you.
3: Uh, the AI solution involves capturing facial recognition data of monkeys in
5: Delhi. Is there that much of a difference? Uh, yeah. Between, I mean, was, I, I, I yeah. do know.
3: Uh, work which is currently happening manually, but will soon be moved to robots
5: to be doing this. Well, this is great. This is just what we need to piss off the monkeys when they eventually take over the world. Have we not seen yeah. the film? Yeah, the Apes movies? Yep. Uh, the Hawaii man, uh, indicted
3: for allegedly cyber-stalking a Utah family, waived his right to a detention hearing in Hawaii, opting to have it in the prosecuting district. During his hearing, uh, Lauren uh, Okamura chose to remain in custody in hawaii until transported to utah you should hear what this guy was doing okamura was arrested in honolulu after being indicted last month for allegedly sending over 500 people to a salt lake city family for unwanted services including food deliveries repairs and even prostitutes which went on
5: for over a year and what was the reason they don't they don't know he, he alleged, just randomly he, picked these people.
3: He allegedly no, they, they have some type of a relationship. It was not random. They said, but they don't. They haven't indicated why. Huh? He allegedly targeted a man and his adult daughter, and he sent threatening messages messages to her and posted her picture and address online. Uh, investigators had targeted him since January, but it took time to get enough evidence because his use of encryption and apps. Which helped him, uh, help keep him anonymous. He didn't have a permanent job or address, and his ability to mask his phone location made him difficult to find and arrest him. That's wild. That's
5: crazy. Yeah. Uh,
3: that's a, I'm cycle. waiting for the movie on that one. It required a 15 hour search and a team of Utah officers who flew to Honolulu and FBI agents to finally locate him in a supermarket. That's pretty scary. Uh, a British Columbia newspaper accidentally published an advertisement for a Christmas fair that invited children to take photos with Satan <laughs> instead of Santa. That's I his, love that. That's this Sunday if it's, you're interested. It's Krampus. Uh, the the error appeared in the November 21st edition of the Comics Valley Record in an ad promoting the Christmas parade and events, including a gnarly Christmas craft fair, a Captain Thunderpants concert, and pictures with Satan. Come sit on my lap, little girl. Uh, but, what do you want? But it turns, what do you want for Christmas? It turns out that uh, St. Nick will actually be appearing after all. The uh, newspaper apologized for your unfortunate typo. The next morning, they offered
1: no excuse. I'll just go back to being the bear now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, dozens of people brawled inside North Memorial Health Hospital on Thursday and had the facility on lockdown until police restored order. The disruption involving from 50 to 75 people erupted at about noon when someone with a non-lethal gunshot wound was brought to the hospital for treatment, that person's presence drew family and acquaintances to the hospital, and an altercation broke out among various members of the crowd. 50 to 75 people. It's a, it's a melee. Officers stopped the fighting and left the participants screaming at one another and banging on windows and doors outside <laughs> the portion of the hospital that was locked down for about 90 minutes. Well,
5: That's a very popular hospital.
3: Uh, one person was arrested, apparently. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. Very excited. Oh, thank no, you. Preston, they love you. Almost as much as traffic. Well, <laughs> if that wasn't weird enough, you know, we talked about this uh, yesterday, and it led into the entertainment news today as well, this uh, perennium sunning, apparently. It, it is swept across social media and the news. We heard from a group of uh, wellness influencers yes, that apparently going out into direct sunlight and exposing your butthole. Yes. <laughs> we using
5: medical terms. Right,
3: exactly. Uh, Apparently, If
15: trained
5: physicians. It is good to give you energy and you soak in vitamin D. You get more vitamin D. Yeah. You ever gotten vitamin D in your butthole? Yeah, absolutely. It's the only place I accept vitamin D into my body through my
7: butthole. Well, they were talking about butt-chugging milk, were they not? <laughs>
5: yes, they
3: were. Yeah.
7: Absolutely. It does the body I, good. Yeah. Who? You mentioned this. This was in the thing yesterday.
3: No, no, no. It was butt-chugging sunlight.
7: Uh, I know that, but yeah. there was well, uh, Preston when you're having cookies. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you hey, got a butt chucked. Nick has way.
4: no pants on and he's outside. Yeah. Okay, really is he me. outside? Yes.
7: I don't know.
0: Nick, can you hear me?
4: Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we hear you.
9: Yeah. Listen, I didn't. I didn't know when we were going to start this stunt, so I just took my pants off about ten minutes ago. <laughs> okay. okay. I thought maybe you'd still be inside the RV, but well, by the know, way, you know it, what? It's sunny out, and I figured I'm going to get this started. I, I might as well do it right. Put my right. pants off. And, uh, boy, it's delightful. Nick, I, I first of all, I'm going <laughs> to tell everyone that we can see you here in the, oh. In, in the tent. Oh, hey,
3: everybody. And Nick <laughs> is standing on the deck of the RV that Steve and I live in for the week, courtesy of uh, White Horse RV. And uh, we've put banners around the deck so right. that you can't see Nick's deck. Uh, or... Oh. <laughs> What's up?
2: They're, we, they're we, looking at the picture. You we have a picture talk. of you from
5: behind. <laughs> yeah. This looks like the world's worst porn site. Look at this. The link in the
9: background. They're unbelievable. <laughs> There's a true oh. fan. So depends on your per- perspective, Steve. Yeah, I, 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 I might be the best site. <laughs> I, also, I'm wearing a. Uh, a uh, washcloth. Uh, thank you, court bar- Courtyard by Marriott from the uh, Navy Yard. <laughs> you
6: brought a washcloth over? Yeah.
9: That's in the front. I love the fact also that we have uh, Nick uh, Murphy behind you with a
5: camera rig. No, it's oh, not yeah? Nick. That's oh, Brian. Brian, so, so Brian, Brian okay. from Course Photography. He looked like Nick Murphy
3: sure. there. have ah, seen his ass before. Oh, my right. God. How many times? All right. So, uh, Nick is going to now. So, what position are you going to take?
9: Well, I think I'm going to try to replicate what you did yesterday, Preston, with the Happy, the, baby. Ha- happy baby, the okay. yoga pose. I'm not quite as flexible as you, so I'm just going to lie back down on the, we, we, we set up a little uh, couch area. <laughs> all right. Remember, point towards the sun, obviously, yeah.
5: to get full anal intrusion. And if we can right. see your feet, that'd be great. All right? That's what I'm going to go for. All right.
17: Because I want
3: to make sure.
5: 30 seconds is what's recommended.
2: We need a timer. Right. All
5: right. Yeah, Nick
3: I'm going to get that out right now. Okay. And by the way, we're playing your the sunshine of my life. All right. Yeah. Which is perfect. Uh, Casey's got all these Ooh. sun songs ready to go. All
5: right. We're uh, looking into Nick's butthole now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything seems to be okay. Got, all right. I sat on my keys. Nick went, oh, no. <laughs> Wait, how do you have keys? You're not, you know what I He keeps him it. in his ass. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
15: Don't you,
3: <laughs> uh, Nick? So when I see your feet uh, above the oh. uh, the area, I will start the timer. Okay. Sure. Uh, All right, so, and right. thirty seconds. Uh, there we uh, go. And there they go.
5: All
19: right. All right, his feet are in the air.
5: The timer has begun. <laughs> 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 his pants are... Oh Wait a second. Are the pants? That's like an awning over your your.
19: No, as
3: long as the sun. Heat... All right. The uh, sun hitting your butt.
9: Yeah, of course.
3: Oh, okay. I'm not music? Kathy.
9: I'm a no. I'm a professional. How does that feel, there, Nick? Oh. I lost the audio. I don't know if that has anything to do with my butthole being in the air. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel? It feels great, Preston. <laughs> I know you were having a rough start to your day, but, man, you should take your pants off and point your butthole to the sky because life doesn't get much better than this. I think
5: we have actually now the, the, the deck is, is been climbed for this. So anytime so. anybody yeah. wants to do this, perhaps for a large donation... We can turn this into a
7: uh...
9: Nick. This this position looks hard to hold. Are your abs feeling that? Uh, yeah, my my thighs, my abs, my every muscle in my body oh. is feeling it. Oh, but, but 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 you know what doesn't feel bad? My butthole. <laughs> Are you spreading <laughs> cheeks too or no? Yeah. By the way, it's been over a minute now. Oh, oh. oh all right. Let's right, right. close done. it up. <laughs> right,
5: let's take it out to the end of the hour. Uh,
9: okay, It's for charity.
5: We have twenty right. twenty five minutes. All right, Nick, you can wrap it up. Ooh, okay. All right, there you go. There we go. All right, now. How do you feel? Uh,
9: well, did we see it? No, no he had no. the washcloth. I had the washcloth on the courtyard wash. by Marriott. Yeah. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> it felt great. It's it's really nice out right now. I do you feel have so uh, much energy. I feel re-energized. No, I feel like the sun god me, uh, did uh, tickled my butthole. I'm I'm in a good spot. Look at the, and look at this majestic view of Nick from down below. We're shooting up. <laughs>
3: you
5: look like you're standing on the bridge. You look like you're the king of the world. Uh, from uh, you know. Uh, from it makes me reconsider any time I've seen some sort of leader uh, up in a balcony giving a speech whether or not they're wearing pants. <laughs> Seriously? <Yeah.
14: laughs> you never know when you're going to You know that,
5: that famous footage of Mussolini giving a speech? Was he wearing pants at that time? We don't know. Sometimes you choose the moment. Sometimes the moment chooses you. This is yeah. true. All right, Nick, let's, uh, why don't you come in? We'll see if, you, if
3: All you've right. seen... We'll let
5: everyone take a look at your butthole.
3: All,
20: All right. right. All All right. right. got to pull All right. my right. pants back All up.
5: Right. Nick McElwain, ladies and gentlemen. Now... He didn't. I, I'm sensing that he, he he embellished. I'm sensing that pre sun sphincter was just about the same as post sun sphincter. I don't know. Do you I think you, you're flirting so with they, this notion, aren't you? I'd try it. you going to do it? Well, not now, but
3: right. I mean, I, I could. I'd, I'd see what that would feel like. Want
5: to do it together, like autofocus? <laughs> you guys should see that movie.
3: Anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, we're not going to do it together right, like right. Autofocus.
5: No. It's something you can share with family and friends this well, holiday season. What we are going to do is ask our lesson question for the day. However, Nick has that question, doesn't he? Uh, no, he said
3: it to me. Oh, he did? Okay. He texted it to you me. Just farted one out. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do have it here. We're going to give away a four-pack of ice skating tickets uh, to, and skate rental and eight complimentary drinks uh, from Blue Cross River Rink. Uh, the question that I have for you is this. During the dark times at the Camp Out for Hunger, which American rock band serves as a voice of reason? Two one five two six three wmmr We mentioned this earlier this morning when we were having technical problems left and right. Yes. During the dark times at the Camp Out for Hunger, which American rock band serves as a voice of reason? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and while you're calling, we will do the trash. Let's go, Jason. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All
3: right, this morning brought to you by Dietz and Watson, the official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages of the Eagles. Start your pregame with their fan favorite
5: 100% all-beef. Franks. What's going on, Steve? Well, a disheveled Mama June Shannon failing to remain inconspicuous, drawing attention to herself at a Georgia convenience store. The former Honey Boo Boo star attempted to take money out of an ATM when the machine actually began laughing at her. Pete Davidson doubling down on demanding that audiences sign a $1 million non-disclosure agreement to keep them from commenting on his stand-up shows. Now, on the plus side, if you don't attend a Pete Davidson show, you can save one million and thirty million
15: Oh, my God.
5: And finally, I don't know if you saw this, but Chico DeBarge, the youngest member of the 80s pop group DeBarge, has been arrested for drug possession. Chico says he knows he has a problem, but since he's in DeBarge, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. And that's your Hollywood trip. All
3: right. We'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. In the dark times of the camp out for Hunger, what American rock band can we turn to for hope? And I will go to the phones. And we're going to go to Ed. Ed, good morning. Good morning, Ed. Are you here? Because I hear a lot of feedback. He's in the very, very back. Way in the back. All right, come on up here. We'll, we'll take All your right. uh, we'll take your answer live. So we'll have him walk up to the uh, the microphone. It happens. It's very exciting when you're here live. Yeah, uh, they you going to
5: jump on everyone because there's a little bit of a delay. That is the truth. All
3: right, so Ed, how you doing, man? Doing good. Excellent, Ed. What band can we turn to during the dark times at the Camp Opera hunger? Speedwagon. He is yes! R-E-O Speedwagon. All right, are you still on hold? All right, hang on. Talk to them. They're going to get your information. And we're going to give you a four. Oh, he's playing. this. I game. love this. You know, we play this in the band thing. I know. You do a great job. Uh, we have a four-pack of ice skating tickets with skate rental and eight complimentary drinks from Blue Cross River Rink now open. You can get tickets
1: at riverrink.com. All
3: right. Uh, music news. Let's do that. Here we go.
1: Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, yeah!
3: All right, it's brought to you by the American Red Cross.
9: That's another butthole related thing. (laughs) Yes, it is.
3: is. It's a whole other story to that one. Be the lifeline patients needed this winter. Uh, The Red Cross urges the eligible uh, blood and platelet donors of all types uh, to give now and help save lives. Not planets. (laughs) Not planets. Visit redcrossblood.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make an appointment. Uh, Nick and I were talking about this this morning. Uh, Pearl Jam will embark on a European tour next summer. That's the clearest sign yet that the Rock of Fame Act is gearing up for a return to action in 2020. The 13-date track, which will feature support from the Pixies, Idols, and White Reaper, will mark the band's first live appearances in nearly two years. Sounds like there might be room for a saint on that, Bill. You never, there's always room for a saint. Yeah. Uh, Pearl Jam's tour will kick off on June 23rd in Frankfurt, Germany. will include three festival appearances, Lollapalooza Stockholm in Sweden on June 27th, Rock uh, Victor in Belgium on July 2nd, and Lollapalooza Paris
9: in France on July 19th. There's a Lollapalooza in France? Nick's birthday, I believe. Uh, Yeah, I I thought it was on the 20th. My birthday's on the 20th, but that's the day before. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty badass. They're going to be in Paris right around my birthday. Uh, The latter will mark the band's first performance in Paris
3: since uh, 2006. Ooh la la. Uh, other the countries uh, on the group's itinerary include Denmark, Italy, Aust- Austria, uh, England, Hungary, and the trip will end on July 21st in Amsterdam. Stone Temple Pilots will release their first ever acoustic album titled uh, "Perdida" on February 10th. Uh, they're calling it ten deeply personal songs that weave introspective lyrics together with unexpected instruments to take listeners on an emotional and musical journey through. Ah, bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the word perdida is Spanish for loss. Is it? Yeah, and uh, Robert DeLeo said that the music had helped the members of STP process grief and other emotions. What is Spanish for taco, Preston? Uh, that's taco. Oh. And uh, he explained when I've gone through things in my life, I found that sitting down and having an honest conversation with my guitar is the best therapy. Try
5: raising your feet up to the sun. <laughs> Get a little sun on that old sphincter. Uh, the band recorded Perdita at
3: drummer Eric Kretz's Bomb Shelter Studios. Uh, the band utilized a variety of instruments that haven't been associated with STP in the past, including a flute, alto saxophone, guitarone, a viola, cello, and vintage keyboards. No tuba? Well. No tuba. Uh, the complete lineup for the second annual Sonic Temple and Art and Music Festival. Uh, has been revealed with previously announced headliners Metallica joined by fellow headliners Slipknot along with Deftones, Premium Horizon, Evanescence, Stain, Sublime with Rome, and many more. The rest of the lineup includes Dirty Honey, Royal Blood, Pretty Reckless, Alter Bridge, Pop Evil, Hell Yeah, Fire from the Gods, Dinosaur Pile Saint Azonia, and others. That's pretty good line. Quick
5: question, do you think they'll ever lose that with Rome stuff and just call it
9: Sublime or is it they can't. It's a legal thing. Is it? Yeah, they have to tour with that name because uh, Uh. Sublime, Sublime owns the rights to uh, that original stuff. So the recordings and and, uh, things that they had, what, 20 years ago at this point. For a brief period, we were President Steve with Rome. Do you remember that
5: press? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, it came and
5: went. I don't even know how the hell that happened. Goodness. Uh, The event
3: returns to uh, Matt Free Stadium in Columbus, Ohio, uh, Friday, May 15th, Saturday, May 16th, Sunday, May 17th. A short video clip has surfaced of Billie Eilish being interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel a couple of weeks back, in which she apparently reveals that she doesn't know who Van Halen is. And as uh, Kimmel quizzes her on various musical acts, he asks, can you name a Van Halen? And she says, who? And uh, Kimmel retorts by saying, I, I'm going to start crying. Now, the clip caused a bit of an uproar on Twitter, with older rock fans taking the 17-year-old alternative star to start task for her lack of knowledge, even if she was 10 years old when the last Van Halen album came out in 2012. While those under a certain age don't really care if she knows who Van Halen is or not, but current Van Halen bassist, Wolfgang Van Halen, who's only 28 years old, weighed in as well, tweeting, If you haven't heard of Billie Eilish, go check her out. She's cool. If you haven't heard of Van Halen, go check them out. They're cool, too. Music is supposed to bring us together, not divide us. Listen to what you want, and don't shame others
5: for not knowing what you like. And I'm sure if you played her a song, I mean, she seems she's pretty talented. She seems pretty smart. She'd recognize a song here she's or there. probably her jump at one yeah. or another. Yeah, come on. So, um, I know she's a huge R.E.O. Speedwagon fan. Well, who is he? Yeah. I mean, come on. But uh, I thought that was... I you thought, know, because she keeps on rolling with the changes. Here we are at the Camp Out for Hunger. This is Steve Morrison.
15: Oh, you're a DJ DJ now.
5: <laughs> I love it That's right Alright, so 10.45 on a Tuesday morning I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty cool of Wolfgang too. You made me keep on rolling the changes I'm just gonna keep on loving you this Is REO Speedwagon It's a Tuesday morning Here at the Camp Out for Hunger <laughs> You're a good jock, man Thank you so much
2: done that One of the best Just
5: raise my feet up to the skies And let my anus get tan. As we listen to REO Speedwagon <laughs> There we go There's Nick who apparently
9: borrowed his legs from a gorilla?
4: Oh, seriously? Dude, uh, yeah, you are
9: so hairy. Well, you know, it's the sun mostly, Kathy, reflecting off the hair. Listen, I brought the washcloth. I imagine that's what it looks like when an Ewok pleasures himself. Steve, would you like the washcloth? Oh, no, thank you. Oh, okay, because I brought it for Kathy.
4: Take it back to the Mary. What? Take it back to the
9: it covered my bits. Is yes, that, absolutely.
5: Is there and any hair there on it? Shake it over her head. No, yes.
4: get out here. I will punch you in the face.
5: <laughs> it is a Latin tradition. It's called a pube shower. Yeah. And it means uh, uh food, plentiful food. Right. They do it at your quinceanera. Yeah, absolutely. At your quinceanera, you get showered in your best friend's pubic hair. No,
4: that does not happen. It happens all
9: the time. All
17: right.
9: I think you guys should try it. It really felt good. Right. I, I bet it does feel it's, good. I swear to God, very freeing. I'm not. I'm not uh, exaggerating, Steve. I heard what you said. It's, it feels nice. It feels good to put your butthole towards the sun. Yeah. No,
5: I think I'm. I'm. am still a fan of having a uh, fire hose. Oh, okay. God. To, to each his own. own. All right. Gaping maw.
3: Well. My God. Napier. Wow. Okay, and that will lead us to a tragic story. Uh, I'm sorry to be a
5: downer. No, we have to. It, life goes on regardless of what REO Speedwagon plays. Right, but it is... Get it. <laughs> They've learned how to keep on going with the changes. Tuesday morning here at the Came Out. From, I'm Steve Morrison. We just saw Nick's butthole. All right. Uh, it was actually <laughs>
3: 40 years ago on this day that 11 fans died in a stampede while entering the Who's concert at Cincinnati's Riverfront Coliseum. I'm sure some of
5: our older uh, people here remember. It was horrible, man. And then the culprit was, was G- General GA, admission. Right? General Admission. And they, yeah. they stopped doing that for a while, where you could. Well, just... Yeah, here's the deal it, it all but eradicated festival concert seating for about 20 years. So the basic deal was they would open the doors and people would rush forward to get the closest uh, viewpoint to the stage, and that caused a, a crushing. Uh, situation towards the front.
3: Yep, they were lined up outside the venue, thousands of fans trying to make a mad dash for the stage upon the arena opening, Uh, rushed through only a few doors open by the venue, flooding the lobby area, leaving nearly a dozen fans dead in the wake. It was I I remember it was
5: just, it was, uh, the the whole country was just thrown off by that.
3: Uh, The victims' families and the survivors sued The Who, the concert promoter, Electric Factory Concerts. Uh, and the city of Cincinnati. Uh, the suit was settled in 1983, with the families each receiving $150,000, and the 23 survivors splitting $750,000, roughly $32,000 each. I mean, that pales in comparison to what the type of uh, damages you hear
5: today now. for you know for people getting a bad French fry.
3: Well it was a it was a uh, uh, a dark mark
5: on uh, the world of rock. But that was a, it's a 40 year anniversary. Well, I mean, not to go on a, on a downer spiral here, but the uh, like the Great White. Concert, oh, yeah. That was another oh, one. Not. And that e- that eclipsed the, the Who concert by... Yeah, I think there was over 30
9: people. I, yeah, I don't yeah. remember the number. Are but... Yeah. It was 100.
5: Was yeah.
3: 100 yeah. people? Yeah.
9: That's how awful yeah. it was. Yeah, they couldn't wow. get out. All right.
3: All uh, right. Yeah. So uh, that's all I got in music news. Uh, hey, this is
9: Ario Speedwagon yes, on the Penicill Steve yeah. Show.
5: It's a Tuesday morning to camp out for hunger. We just did a roll call of those who have died at the hands of rock and roll. Now here's some rock and roll that can lift us all up it's, hey,
12: by the Keep way, on
5: rolling Casey's looking at his phone and just said, by the way
7: REO Speedwagon, they had an album that peaked at uh, on the uh, Billboard chart uh, Number 33, the album went gold on December 5th, 1979, about 40 years ago
5: Wow I bet it what, was it, you can tune a piano but you can't tune a fish? Oh, that's a good question, I don't that know That would have to be it, that's their biggest album was Is that their biggest them. album? No,
3: High Infidelity was their biggest Oh, album.
5: you're right, that's the one that yielded this, did it not? I don't remember. That came out in the 1980s. It might have been. But... The
7: problem is, I can't really get onto um, Wikipedia here. So um,
5: yeah, this is they. Uh, they made a deal with Wikipedia that you would not be able to access it in this parking lot. Well,
7: why would that give you that tidbit of information, but not say the name of the album? It's a tease, is what it is. It's just teasing me with. The... It's a Teesipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. No, that's Live Chicago, 1979. (laughs) 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 Let's sit and listen to Casey thumb through his phone. No, let's let's not do that. Okay, Uh, we're not going to do that. I thought I got rid of that app. All right,
3: uh, what we should do is take a break. Yes. We have one more segment to come up. Do we? Then we turn it over to Pierre Robert, who's going to be broadcasting live from the Camp of Hunger. Yeah. Who's our good luck charm. He is. So he's going to continue the message and uh, continue to uh, gather donations after we're done. Maybe he does an Ario Speedwagon Wagon. <laughs> I don't know. It what was
7: nine for, lives, by the way. Nine, nine lives. Nine yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah.
5: That's cat food. All right, anyhow.
3: Uh, we'll come back in just a moment. Good man Fisk is going to play. So yeah. During the break. Camp Out for Hunger, day number two on MMR. We'll be right back.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Powered by Xfinity. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Goodman Fisk,
3: house band extraordinaire, on the Philly Pretzel Factory performance stage. We have a sponsor
5: for our performance stage. Yeah, and I love those friggin' pretzels. They dropped them by yesterday, and uh, I know we're getting food today
3: as well. Uh, Goodman Fisk, one of our favorite bands. Uh, they, as you can tell, are high energy. They keep the party going. They are the party, to be honest. And they're they're gonna do it every single time you go out. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, some gigs coming up. Atlantic City, they're going to be at Hard Rock on the 13th, and then Bally's Mountain Bar on the 20th, and then they'll be in Cherry Hill at PJ Wellahans, and that is on the 21st. Check out uh, goodmanfisk.com, and spell uh, G-O-O-D-M-A-N-F-I-S-K-E.com, and they want to do a big shout-out to uh, their production crew and the fans of the band. And they got a big new show production coming up in 2020. So we thank those guys for being here. oh no, they're just so good. Being a part of the uh, Camp Out for Hunger uh, year up here. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Real quick, uh, Steve, uh, uh, a couple of breaks ago, we had uh, a group of students who who showed up, and they come out here every single year. It's always great to see them. group of kids in uh, wheelchairs, and they are from the HMS School for Children with Cerebral Palsy. So let's welcome... <laughs> yeah we're gonna say hi to uh kevin kramer hey kevin how you doing good how you doing good kevin what's your position with the school
5: i'm a recreational therapist nice and uh, how many kids are in the school any idea we have 60 wonderful children wow. uh that we serve every day
3: nice now do you say cerebral palsy or cerebral palsy cerebral palsy okay yeah. do you yeah. say, say caribbean or yeah, yeah, caribbean
9: yeah, yeah. We uh, brought a bunch of food, and we also raised money by having a school store this past month, and raised eight hundred and twenty dollars for
5: Philabundance. Oh man!
2: You guys are we always want to thank you.
5: You guys are always very supportive. I love the signs that they have. Uh, there's all sorts of ones. One specifically geared towards uh, Kathy. Kathy, you're being hit up for a hug over there oh, later yeah. on. So yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of real MMR rules. We love MMR. There's some Delco love, and uh, it's, it's very cool. Hey, what are, what are the age ranges of the kids?
7: Uh, our youngest is six, and our
9: oldest is 21. I have to make some shout-outs yeah, for the it. students here. This is Helen. All right. Danny, who's graduating this year. All right. Aaron, who is also graduating this year and is asking Kathy for a hug. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> we have K- Kendall, who is graduating this year. Shannon.
5: And George, who's also graduating this year. Awesome.
3: Thank you guys so much. It means a lot. Thank you. We appreciate it. That's great. The HMS School for children with uh, cerebral palsy. Wow. Some wonderful people that do these things. Gosh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, I have have a lot of thank yous to do. Uh, Thank you to Star Restaurants for uh, serving up breakfast this morning. Duncan, uh, for our coffee, Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa for, obviously, their Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. Love the refreshments for our volunteers and donors from uh, Pepsi. Uh, also, thank you to all the coaches who came out for the City Six Pop Shot Challenge. So we had uh, Jay Wright, Aaron McKee, uh, Justin Scott,
5: Steve Donahue, and Zach Spiker. And Steve Donahue killed it. Uh, it was, I, I use the word clinic because he was just – when he got into the zone immediately – Uh, There's no stopping him. And that's his third win. That's his third win. He he,
3: he and Jay Wright were tied for the most wins, but he Uh, has three under his belt now. I love the camaraderie. And thanks to Mark Zumoff and John Clark who helped cover that. Uh, Dan Duffy, our word artist, who is here as well. Uh, Scott Hartnell and Nick Schultz of the Flyers. And uh, Josh Shapiro, uh, PA Attorney General. Uh, and, of course, all the, the sizable donations that we had. And,
19: of course, everybody that's here, right? Everybody that's
5: here. And, obviously, we're going to be here for the rest of the day and for, yeah. for the rest of the week. And uh, avail yourself of all the things that you can here. Like the Nerd Street Gamers have the setup in the back. You can play those games. We have the uh, the uh, the amusement park rides. We have the... Pop uh, Shot. The, the, yes, all of that stuff. Follow-by. It's all here. Yeah, just come down and donate. Uh, and in fact, this afternoon
3: uh, we're going to have dinner this evening by uh, Piccalilli and I'm sure it says lunch provided by TBD. You ever what? been to TBD? Yeah, it's a, it, I it's mean, great brand new to the area. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that means to
5: be determined. So I'm sure we'll have some lunch at TBDs. Great. It's great. They wear uh, they wear things that they're not quite sure that they should have worn.
3: Uh, and so Piccalilli will be here uh, later on tonight with dinner. Uh, Pierre Robert is going to be broadcasting in just a moment. Skelly's Amusements, like he said, he can ride the amusement uh, park rides. Uh, they'll start up again at six o'clock uh, this evening. If you're coming out, there's a Flyers game. Uh, donors can park in the S lot just across from uh, Patterson Avenue to park for free with a donation. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's. Uh, hopefully, I didn't miss any of
5: the Thank you. Now we'll, we'll make sure we get to everyone.
3: Oh, and uh, today at three thirty uh mike scott at the seventy sixers is going to stop by the tent yeah for a awesome. hard hitting interview with Pierre Robert no he'll be done by then yes uh but we'll uh we'll we'll sit down
5: and and talk with him which and we great. hear he's, uh, he's just a just a great great guy great I, personality
7: yeah I, he's only been here for a year um and he really has endeared himself to the city and to the fan base awesome i um I keep hearing uh from you know several people that he's just awesome, so I'm really looking forward to him. Uh, to him, <laughs> I'm really whatever. I, I'm really into you, know, you. I only got like the most.
5: I just to of say last I'm night. really into you. <laughs> I'm so into you, Mike. I'm so into you. <laughs> you have you ever, have you ever seen Ario Speedwagon in concert? <laughs> oh, I've got two tickets, um, oh, and we can keep on rolling.
2: Uh, he's coming I'm by. I'm going to
5: keep on
3: loving you. He's going to come by at 3.30. Okay. And then uh, Cecily Tynan and Deuces Rogers from uh, 6ABC are stopping by tonight for their yearly visit. Awesome. Yeah.
7: yeah I, I mean, I really want to thank the news stations for sending their people out here. Cecily, yeah. induces 6ABC, Matt O'Donnell, and Alicia Vitarelli were here yesterday. You know, John Clark from NBC10 uh, and NBC Sports Philadelphia was here. Um, you know, Jennifer Fredericks uh, yeah. and Fox29. Like, you know, all yeah. those guys are really, really Everyone cool. gets yeah. it. They play nice. Yeah.
5: Most everyone gets it. Yep. They play nice, right? Yeah. One station does. One get station it. never does. Oh, it's okay. But it's the okay. The ones that
7: do, thank you. Yes, yeah. thank and you. And the
5: ones you. that don't, well, then you'll have the starving people to contend with. <laughs> That's true. That's true. For your cruelty.
3: Uh, I have two words for you, Pierre Robert. Yeah. Man of the people. Yeah, he is a man of the people. He's a people of
11: the men. Unbelievable. How are you, sir? I am a people of the man. Yes, you are. And as people of the man, I say welcome. Thank you. We've been here. We're the ones welcoming you. Well, thank you. Oh, uh, You've done it all today from flyers to basketball coaches to Nick um, airing out his areola. <laughs> his areola. Is that what you call it? I don't know. Do you have a chest anus? I do. Yeah.
9: It sounded nice. I got two
11: of them. Well,
5: he added air to the pocket.
9: There you go. Air to yeah. the
5: pocket. It's yeah. another sports term. They're,
9: they're all three of those are hairy.
5: Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, it's going to be a beautiful day today. No, it's amazing. You brought yeah. the sun as you, as you do. You are that incandescent sort of individual. I'm the sun god. <laughs> I don't know what you... There you go.
3: Pierre. Did you see the picture? Oh, my. Oh, my. That's Nick doing that earlier. Oh, my. Yeah.
9: yeah, I don't know what you're doing for the workforce blocks today, but... Uh, we can try that out. Funny
11: thing, that's how we. You know, I've broadcast from a roller coaster, skiing down a mountain, flying Pink Floyd's blimp, driving with Mario Andretti at high speeds through Fairmount Park. I've never exposed my butt to public light <laughs> in that particular fashion. Yes. Well, and then today, the always a first. Today's time.
5: the day. Yeah,
11: or not. Yeah, I was just really <laughs> thinking uh, about it. Well. Here's what we could do. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm just going to
3: move things along here so we can get the letter of the day, and then we can chit-chat a little bit. Okay. Yes. Cool. All right, Jason, if you would fire
1: it up, please. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
11: All right, the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... U as in peace, love, and understanding. I love it. The the
3: letter U. We have a we have $500 uh, for you and a $500 donation to fill Abundance. From Jumanji, the next level, taking generosity to the next level. And the gang is back, but the game has changed. Jumanji, the next level is in theaters next Friday, December 13th. And that is from Columbia Pictures. Uh, so I'm sure you got some stuff in store for the day.
11: Yeah, it's cool. We're going to be here. Uh, it's Double Shot Tuesday. So I was thinking we might um, do some you call its uh, by house request, uh, you know, where we take the second song usually on the telephone. But uh, we might do it. Uh, l- with little camp-out uh, incentives. You oh, know? people love that. So you know, you- Maybe bring a bag of food, and I'll give you a second song or something like that. Because hey, I see the turntable is set up over there for you, by the way. Rodney, God bless yeah. him, uh, the most amazing man in show business and technology, has set up a turntable. Uh, later, we're going to do STP on vinyl. On that very turntable, we've got the brand-new um, uh, extra set that just came out with some all kinds of cool stuff right, on right. vinyl. Uh, So we've got that. Uh, We have, uh, let's see, I've got it written down on my phone what we have for the blocks. (laughs) Uh, We have uh, Ozzy. It's his birthday today. The great and powerful Oz. we got Billy Idol. We've got a combo block because they're at the PPL Center tonight, a five-finger death punch, and bad wolves and other wolves. So um, all the wolves will be uh, accounted for. I love that. Yeah. When all the wolves are counted. All the wolves. Great, man.
3: Uh, all right. Well, uh, Pierre is going to take the reins, and he will handle uh, he will handle
5: this stallion for the next several hours. He will ride this Appaloosa like Fabio, and with his hair flowing oh, in the wind. Man, I love it. By the way, rock and watch on Pierre.
11: That uh, the red one. That's really cool. And Kathy's wearing red shoes to match it. Chariots of fire. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling like. Dun dang dang dun dang rum, rum bum bum bam see that in person. Get <laughs> the back there is Shake his head going ding ding ding, God, ding, ding 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 ding
3: Pierre will be in next. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve show brought to you today by Hers, the official chip of the Preston and Steve show, and also Wilmington University, the experience at Wilmu difference by visiting wilmu.edu and also Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Tomorrow morning on the show, uh, this should be fun. Our friend Richard Curtis, who hosts the show The Classroom, will be here, and we're going to play The Classroom live. How about that? I like that. Uh, Jennifer Frederick from Fox 29 will be here broadcasting live. We'll have Jim Curtin, who's the head coach of the Philadelphia Union, and we actually, the Adventure Aquarium is actually bringing a real shark tank here with sharks what? in it. Oh. What? That you will be able to pet. What? While they're here, yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Wow! And you'll be here tomorrow, right? I will, yeah. So you'll be able to experience that too, which should be cool. All right, so uh, that is it. We are done. Ray John, have a great day. It looks like Goodman Fisk wants <laughs> to fire up Yeah.
7: The Breston and Steve Love You, hate You, You, Line. Steve, I really
0: need
17: some closure about that story about the duck playing the oboe, man. Come on,
7: don't hold us out.
12: Next message. Can't wait to
7: go out tonight with the Porsche Club of America and donate some food with some privileged people.
17: Next
12: message.
7: I hate you guys. Every time I
17: turn the radio on, it's kind of like they're having such a good time. I'm going to call out I'm, I'm going to call
1: out I'm, I'm going to come over
7: and join you. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line.
1: Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.
11: Brought to you by DelToyota.com and Dellchevrolet.com. Jack,
3: sell them for less. Uh, we have Sixers head coach Brett Brown here. Yeah. Hey. hey, coach. How are you? Wonderful! It's good to see you again. Thanks, I'm going to move this mic. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to shake. I'm going to move that mic closer to your mouth there, so that we can hear everything you say. There you go. Wonderful. Perfect. Perfect. Much, much better. Uh, I see you just came from a run, right? I did. Did you now? Do
6: you run outside or do you run inside the building? When right? I, I run outside. Nice. When, when we are on a losing streak, we run a hell of a lot faster, <laughs> just,
5: just to keep ahead. How many? How many uh, miles do you do usually on your run?
6: I'm I'm at a stage now where I I go for about 45 minutes, and the goal is just not to stop. Yeah. It's not not fast, but it keeps my heart moving, and I am addicted to the fresh air. I do about 45. I I like doing
5: hikes because I like like a faster clip, but just getting out, breathing the air. For sure leaving the phone leaving all that stuff away and i just was getting that zen time is really important
3: right? for me
6: especially yeah I, yeah
3: i was the same way i started getting obsessed with uh, you know the length i was running and the yeah. time i was running i'm like just get out and run and don't worry about it's it the truth and that's all you need to do i get into
6: the uh sort of fitbit world for a while you know and staring at you know your steps and your heart rate and all that so to your point for me it's a it's a cleansing part of my day and yeah, I'm addicted to the fresh air.
5: You know, I got the, like the Apple Watch and everything, and, and I realized, okay, you know, I can, I can get calls on this, and so I'm like, I actually shut it off, so yeah. I can just go out
9: and be away from everything. It's really, it's a, it's a blessing. So, who, who would you say is the uh, the best athlete on the team? I mean, obviously they're all top athletes, but uh, who's in the best shape?
6: I mean, it's hard for me to go past Ben. You know, at six foot ten, I play him um a lot of minutes and when you look on the floor and there's two bits to the question that that i'll answer is i think that his fitness base is an a plus and i think that his durability is, is almost at the same level you know physically he's able to take hits get get knocked down get back up but as far as his motor and his cardio i think he can run all day I used to, like, I, and I've said this before, I think I said it to you, is I used to
5: train at a gym where you had um, college athletes coming in. You had the football players. You had the basketball players. You had, I think they even had a hockey team. So, but they would all say the, the ones that were the most fit, that had the most um, uh, 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 staying power, were the basketball players. Just physical strength were just the basketball players. And they really slammed the weights. It was really impressive. It's not normally what you think. You'd yeah. Think of football players but they all pointed to the basketball players.
6: It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a grueling league. I mean, you've got 82 games, you got four or five games in a week, and it's it's all about recovery. It's how do you reload. Right. And, uh, you know, that's our sport. I think that, you know, and, and it speaks to,
3: because when the Flyers, uh, when those guys are getting ready to, to play a game, at least I've seen them in years past, they shoot hoops yeah. uh, back in the in the corridors to get themselves warmed up and, and to get ready to go. What I would love to see is your guys play a couple games of hockey? Right? You know, maybe a little, you know, three on three pickup thing. Maybe they can lay down some ice. Would you? How would you like to see
5: those guys on skates? It, it, so already, when when regular like the, the Flyers put on the skates, they're they're towering. Oh my god! Yeah, they look like giants. You get this team on skates, it'll be ridiculous. Mm. They'd be getting nosebleeds from the altitude. Uh, but coach, you know what? You've got
3: a you got the biggest fan right here sitting next to me. Casey boy is
7: uh, wow. The biggest fan is, I think
3: is, is a stretch. No, I mean I'm a big talk. fan. Oh, uh, guys. I, w- I was going to say, and especially over the last few years, you got your, you you bought season tickets. Yes, you really have dove into, especially with the excitement of you know coach being here and the, the acquisitions over the past couple of seasons. I
7: even have game day outfits, and uh, <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. Okay, uh, I'm not like I had these uh, these Jordan Retro Four Fly Nets. They're blue. They're beautiful, but it was raining today, so I wasn't going to put them on today. But like, I mean, I, I have I have a game day outfit, and as a season ticket holder, that's what I wear to the games now. Uh, I don't know. It's sort of a superstitious sort of thing. Do you have any sort of superstitions? I, I
6: think I have your sneaker. You know the are they the light blue suede ones. No, no,
7: in? they're they're like uh, like a blue like my uh, right. like the shirt that I'm wearing. Right. Yeah. But do you have any superstitions? Game day superstitions?
6: I have none. No uh, superstitions. I have my run that I do, pretty much throughout all weather. I mean, I whether it's snowing or you know light rain. I think that's probably the only concrete, concrete routine to my day before a game?
7: It's really an illness. I mean, I I think (laughs) uh, because I, you know, I'm I'm born and raised in this area. I love – all the sports teams, and and on Eagles game day, I, I I can't wear the color of the opposing team at all. Like he's fanatical, like about not it. even a little bit. And like I try and talk myself out of it, and then I just end up. I'm like, ah, you know. What? Are you doing that this season, Case? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you so. should stop. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I love them through thick and thin, I and, and I love you guys through thick and thin. So you guys got a, a pretty good team that you're facing tonight in the Utah Jazz.
6: We we do. I mean, they coached by a good friend of mine. I work with him in uh, in my old days in San Antonio. I've known him for a long time. They—it's uh, a hard league, you know. Mm-hmm. I think if you looked at their record, you might not say that it's uh, that it's intimidating. But it doesn't reflect. I don't think how their coach or or their roster. I think they're a really really good team, and they just uh, they had a loss last night in Toronto. So tonight we got the Utah Jazz, and uh, expect it to be a fistfight. You know, no matter
7: what. Uh, you know, I look at, like, the NFL. Like, the Eagles played the Dolphins yesterday. And, you know, despite what anybody's record is, these are professional athletes that you're putting out there on a court. And um, and they're going to play their hardest. And, and they're at this level for a reason. Uh, because on any given day, they can shoot lights out and, and, you know, defend lights out and all that sort of stuff. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't think a record really indicates, uh, you know,
6: Anything, yeah. Especially any day, yeah. Especially at this this time of the year, you know. Like I think we've we've either won eight out of our last nine or seven out of our last eight, and either because we really sort of haven't come out and punched somebody, or you know, the loss to Toronto for us recently was a disappointment. But at times we're playing okay, you know, yeah. and, and and none of us feel like that. That
7: was a weird game. I mean, Joel and me didn't score any points, and yeah. um, like that. To me, that's just weird. Like uh, there, there was, uh, you know, he missed free throws, and like he's, you know, a really really strong free throw shooter. But that just goes to show that on like any given night, one inch to the right or to the yeah. left, or you know, it, it was just it's weird. And then you played the Knicks the other night, and you know, record wise, they don't have the strongest record,
6: but they played you guys strong. And they did they did a week and a half earlier, and this is this is sort of the point that you're making that I agree with. They're in the league for a reason. It, yeah. It's 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 barely you know it's not Christmas. It's December, whatever it is, and it takes time. Mm-hmm. You, you know we got a team that is is unusually built, and I say that uh, affectionately. I like coaching the size. We're huge. Yeah, but uh, you know the, the spatial issues and this and that. it's it just. It's none of us are wired like this. We want the world <laughs> yesterday, and that's just the world we live in. And so be it. You, you know, you've, like, you've had an interesting situation,
5: though. I remember when you, when you first, you know, came yeah. onto the team and, and uh, you know got the position and everything. You sort of made a pact. There was in a, you know, with the city, we're gonna we're gonna work on it. And and you have and it. And I, and the team obviously, it's been yielding results. And I think it, it, you know a lot of the way you handle the media too, is just straight up you have an economy of uh language when you're done and you you sort of you manage to you know bypass a lot of the uh you know sometimes fans or the the, you know sportscasters are either get a little too vitriolic or whatever you seem to be able to handle that end of it really well and and is that something you've always had because i mean you cut right to the chase and you kind of get it done you don't get a lot of blowback do you know what
6: i'm saying um I, I i hope to to live and sort of act in this city especially the way you just described for me it was all about you know figuring out how how you sort of help young players initially just navigate the league right and how do you help them right you know nev- never once did i feel like you're walking on eggshells and you took stuff personally this job won't define me right it won't I- i'm not young anymore either and so like my vision line of what i think is most important and to be as candid as you can and truthful as you can, and you move on. And, uh, you know, it's a city that I'm... Um, um, what's, I'm, just a, I'm affectionate for for the passion. I respect the hardness. I get the criticism. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I sadistically like it. And I think that we have the best fans in the NBA. And I remind my guys all the time on the bench, when we go to opposition venues and you see pockets of empty seats, you remind them, like, we're in Philly. Yeah. And, and not only isn't their pockets, they will speak their mind. And yeah. so... You well, you know, just celebrated a sellout milestone, right? I mean, Yeah. 100-plus 100 100 straight. That's
9: right. I mean, that's sensational. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I remember, Steve, uh, being here at Camp Out for Hunger four or five years ago, Coach, and uh, the Sixers had, hadn't won yet in the season. And it was in an 0-first start. And uh, they played the Lakers. It was Kobe's last year, and that was the first win of the season. That wasn't that long ago. It's it's recent history, and now it's 100-plus straight sellouts. It's, it's yeah. vastly different. But to Steve's point, there was remarkable patience in this town, incredible among it the was. fans.
6: And, and and you know what? Nobody nobody tried to tell a different story. Everybody said bunker in because we're going to lose. And you know the pain of losing is real. And now we are at a stage. I'm in my seventh year. This is my 20th year in the NBA. And the rules have changed. Where there's now, you know, fair enough expectation for me too. This is what we did this for. Yeah. And so you know to be able to to still be here and to be able to. Especially, this is a pretty cool event. You guys deserve a lot of credit for the, the, the reason that I'm here and why you're doing what you're doing with the uh, with this charity event. But here we are, and, and life's good, and we've got a good team and excited for that.
7: Well, the city loves people who work hard, and uh, you guys had a really nice moment uh, at the game against the Pacers over the weekend uh, with uh, T.J. McConnell, and you know he gave you a big hug. And, and I think... Uh, the fan base really loved his work ethic and and the energy that he brought to the court when he was on the court and you know it's unfortunate everybody's you know you gotta go your separate ways and you know so he's no longer in a Sixers uniform but um, you know talking about those lean years there's a reason why I think people in this city like Robert Covington, Dario Sarge, you know, some of these guys that, uh, you know, listen, the end goal is to win an NBA championship. And if that ends up happening this year, that's awesome. And there are a few people like TJ, Dario, uh, Robert, that we would have loved to have had in a Sixers uniform, you know, if that were the ultimate, uh, you know, pinnacle, if if we actually reached that at the end of this year. So,
6: um, but do you think it's because of, you know, how hard that they worked while they were on the court? I mean, we we had an unusual opportunity. We're in pro sport, life, whatever, especially pro sport, do you have an opportunity to blow something up and rebuild it mm. and have the tolerance and patience that you accurately have said that the fan base have given us? And I think our owners deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. I-, I didn't accept this job and was tricked. I-, I knew what the rules were going to be. And I think, like, you're trying to be a gatekeeper of the city and the community and the program, and Cov and Dario, to your point, helped us set the foundation of what our version of hard work and culture was going to look like.
7: I'm a season ticket holder. I love the energy in these games, you know, the, the the pregame and all that sort of stuff. And I mean, it's basically a circus atmosphere for the you know forty eight minutes that that the game's running. Does any of that bother you? Because you're a basketball purist, you just want to hear the you know the squeaking of the yeah. of the sneaks on, on the on the court, and that's it. And when you have like music playing as they're bringing the ball up, does any of that stuff bother you? Or I, do you I don't
6: even to? know what goes on. Really, okay. I, I truly don't. And my wife, you know, sits up in the stands, and she's a coach's <laughs> wife, and she I go home, and she's explaining this and that. I have no idea what she's talking about and uh you know you just you're in the game yep. in the moment and uh, i am oblivious and deaf to surrounding things
5: do you know what i do though occasionally run over and and uh like a pat m night Shyamalan on shoulders because <laughs> he'll decide who's going to play you in the movie
6: yeah so, that's true. Uh, he's got you to, want to
5: make sure you do that
6: he, how about him he, he doesn't miss a game he's no. he's come to our practices i've had chances to talk with him he's a good man and you know, just a big hoop fan.
5: I, I, in fact, I did a little a roast for him at a charity event, and I said, just by virtue of sweat, he's mad, had more NBA stars in his mouth than the Kardashians. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god!
6: Oh my god!
5: <laughs> uh, we have—I'll just glance right over. Yeah. There. We, we have—we have a couple of basketball
3: events coming up today. We're going to do a uh, knockout tournament, and just a little bit, we're taking these listeners over, and we're going to play and shoot hoops for some prizes. This is so cool! And then tomorrow, we have the college coaches coming in. I didn't know if you're uh, if you're tight with any of the uh, the college guys locally. Uh, but we do what's called the City Six Pop Shot Challenge. So we got the pop shot machine over here. Uh, Jay Wright is our champion from last year. He's actually won two times. There you go. So we're going to see if we are going to a threepeat. Who else is coming? Because some hands have Well, so
7: a here's bit. the deal. I, I, my money is on Steve Donahue. Tomorrow. I was going to ask Coach who yeah. he thinks. Is, okay. it, is
6: Aaron coming? Is Aaron, Aaron McKee's coming too? Well, we get an NBA player. That's uh, that, that, That'll be tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the, the this this one of the appealing things when I took this job. You're coming into like this amazing basketball-rich city. Yeah. And almost all of the coaches that you've just mentioned have been at practices, and I've known for many, many years. And they're good people, and, you know, you just feel a fraternity in the city. If you coach basketball, I don't care what level it is, you just feel connected to them. Well,
9: LaSalle LaSalle and um, Nova played each other last night, you know, and and Nova won the game. Uh, But Ashley Howard's the LaSalle coach, used to be Jay Wright's assistant. And uh, so those guys were going at it last night trying to beat each other, and then they're both going to be here tomorrow celebrating a charity event. You know, So that's, it, it is a fraternity.
6: I hope you get Billy Lang. Billy
7: Lang was with me for – He can't make it, believe it or not. So we have Justin Scott, his assistant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, to, yeah, to, really to everybody's
6: get. point, you know, like there's another local Philly guy that's coaching St. Joe's and uh, – just a connected fraternity. Yep.
7: Uh, real quick, because uh, this is the last time I think we're going to be able to talk to you before the Summer Olympics. Um, you're coaching the Australian team, which uh, you, there's going to be a few guys on the court tonight that are going to be playing for you this summer, right?
6: You'd expect that. they got Joey Ingles and uh, Dante Exum uh, one of Dante, I coached his dad. That, that's when you know you're getting old. When you coach Ben Simmons' dad and Dante, after, no kidding. So uh, yeah, when look, you get to the grandkids, that's when you have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's probably not that far away, but it's it, this will be my fourth Olympic Games, wow. and uh, there's nothing like the Olympics. Yeah, I, I'm honored to to do the best we can and coach those guys. They play hard. It's a fantastic nation. The spirit of Australia. the sort of toughness of the country is very attractive to me. Wow, excellent.
3: Well, listen, Coach, we appreciate you uh, uh, spending you some for time him.
6: down here and, and yeah. uh, giving
3: people another reason to come out and uh, um, contribute to the camp out for hunger, because you excuse never know me. who's going to be stopping by. You
9: don't! I excuse think uh, Pierre might have a question.
11: Oh, Pierre? Uh, yeah, uh, Coach, before you leave, I do have a question. He's back uh, at the studio. <laughs> I'm back at the studio, so um, this has been concerning... <laughs> I'm looking up at the sky. <laughs> well, I sound like I come from the sky because I sound like God. <laughs> There's an emphasis... Um, <laughs> Just, that was a joke. There's an <laughs> emphasis, though, uh, and I've been thinking about this a lot, on load management planning, like for Joel Embed, because you want to rest Joel during a game, and then you're going back-to-back. So you got JoJo out against, like, for example, the Orlando Magic. That was on November 13th after playing against Cleveland Cavaliers the night before. So I'm wondering if you could compare maybe and contrast uh, the advantages of maybe having him rest on a back-to-back game versus playing the big guy in both. But with usual dosages of minutes than usual, then I'm thinking what's the right balance to keep him healthy throughout the conclusion of the season, which hopefully will be in, Ju- you know, in June. So I, I, the people got to know and I got to know. <laughs>
7: Somebody he, wrote that question
11: for him.
3: Yeah, he doesn't know true. anything
11: about
6: No, no, no. I, I, I will try to give you as, as serious and, and as honest and a response back. The, and I said it a while ago, and we're talking to Steve, like, this whole thing is how do you reload? How do you back it up? It's recovery. In four and five games, you know, in a week, you got to figure stuff out. How you decide to do that uh, is left to the people of a different job description than mine. And, uh, you know, to, to piecemeal it, I, I think to go play him like 20 minutes and sit him, 20 minutes and sit him, to me, y- you can't be half pregnant. You're either in or you're out. And I play him accordingly to, to that. If I got him, I'm going to play him. How it's determined is mapped out before the season begins with him. And then you kind of manage it, manage it and monitor it as the season unfolds. But I know it's a point of... Uh, sort of contention with some of the fans and at times with joel so not me Coach. i don't know if that does a good job of answering your question
11: it sure does because I, i've always said you've got to trust the process exactly,
5: <laughs> exactly. that's what pierre says and, and actually he came up with uh, dr j too to the yeah <laughs> yep. yeah
3: yeah and, and, and you gotta make sure knows. the pitching is holding up right yeah, pierre? yeah.
11: <laughs> i just love the sound of the coach's voice i love a boston accent
3: i know it's great it's great, great. <laughs> it's great.
6: Uh, Coach, thanks again. We love you. you My pleasure. You're a class act. Thanks for being here. Well done. Is this 22 years for you all? 22, 22 years. years. Well done. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. I Coach well Brett
17: Brown. Yeah. 76ers.
3: Listen, I, I do want to mention from uh, from the very early stages of the camp out for hunger, we've always had the Philadelphia Flyers represent and come out and uh, support all the way back to uh, people like John LeClaire and Mike Richards. and Right uh, from the,
5: the earliest days, yeah.
3: Uh, Scotty Hartnell, who's going to be here tomorrow. Even we go back to, you know, Phantoms, I mean, remember, uh, oh, man. Who are the guys? Frank
9: Bialowitz. Oh, Bialots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John yeah. Stevens when yeah. he was a coach. Yeah. yeah. All those guys would come out. And, uh, and it continues today. I'm very happy because we have a number of flyers that are going to be stopping by this week. And why not, why not start with... The big cheese, <laughs> the man who stays behind the bench and makes it happen in his first season with the Flyers, we have Elaine Vigneault, who is here, head coach of your yeah. Philadelphia yeah. Flyers this morning. Yeah. Thanks for this having morning. me. morning, sorry. I'm so, I'm so used to, usually in morning mode. Thanks for coming by, Coach. You're My pleasure. Here. All right, so I said Elaine. I want to make sure that's correct. Or is it Alan?
18: Most people call me Evie. Evie? Evie. Yeah, Evie. Evie. A-V. 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 all right. Like the AV club. A V, yeah. Okay, I'm audiovisual. Sure, I'm not sure there's a club, but everybody calls me <laughs> AV. A-V. A-V.
5: A-V. Well, who knows? That club
3: is maybe forthcoming, so we'll see. I would imagine, though, no, it's your last name that gets butchered more than than your first. The first name,
18: yeah, yeah. Uh, most English people would say uh, Alan, the first, uh, f- my first name, but. Everybody, I've, I've been in this business a few years now. Everybody calls me Av. Av,
5: all right, I like it. After a while, you get like, for example, it's, you know, Preston, I'm Steve, and even mm-hmm. in our building, even our own company, uh, Preston will get called Steve, and I'll get. We just say, "Yeah, what do you want?" Yeah, I don't care.
3: <laughs> they, they call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. right? <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, listen, um, congratulations. The past month or so has been fantastic for the team uh top team in the NHL for November I understand. Yes, yeah. Um,
18: it's it's been a challenging month in the sense that we've uh, played a lot of hockey, 16 games. Uh but throughout our guys stayed focused. Uh we got some real good goaltending from both our guys, uh Carter Hart and uh, Brian, so uh it's been a good month. Uh we're on progression, uh, we're on track. Uh, we're going to make the playoffs. Uh that's uh, our first goal is, is to get in, to have a chance to uh, compete for the Stanley Cup, and uh, you got to start by making the playoffs. And uh, we've been taking good strides, and uh, we're going to have to continue.
3: I like hearing that. Uh, having been to the Cup a couple of times, at what point um, do you start to get the indicators that? Um Things can and now listen I know numbers wise, you know when you 're going to be in and when you 're not, but but when you start to really feel it, does it can it happen uh, midway through a season? Uh, you know this is a
18: long process and it 's a real competitive league uh, there 's so much parity now there 's so little separating the teams that you have to progress you have to continue to improve individually and collectively, and uh, that 's what we 're striving to do we know it's it 's not going to be easy. Uh, but uh, I intend to make sure that we uh, achieve that goal—to to compete for that Stanley Cup, to make the playoffs—and we're on the right track, right? You now. know,
5: you know what's frustrating is that you take a look at like the, the, the football season, <laughs> which is much more truncated, and you take how long the hockey season yeah. is, and it's like uh, it, it's a marathon. It's, 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 it's the game uh, that yeah. that I most love to see in in person. Like to me, it's it's such a kinetic game, and it's it's you know you can. You can enjoy it on that level. And the football is great, now, obviously, and, and, and the Sixers doing great stuff as well. But but it's, it's so long. Uh, you know, I assume there's a, there's a blessing and a curse of, of always sort of being in it, but also it can be frustrating because the team can be on fire at one point, and then the fire can go out and then come back and go out, and it's, yeah. it's an emotional roller coaster. Uh, the
18: only way, though, that you can get into the playoffs in, in today's NHL with the consistency and the quality of the team's is if you play good hockey uh, 90% of the time. Right. That doesn't mean you're going to win all your games, but if your game is is off, it's too competitive. There's too little separating the teams. You need goaltending, obviously. You need to know how to defend, and you've got to be able to put the puck in the net. And yep. uh, In the month of uh, Novo- November, we've had so many tight games. They've all been hard fought. Players understand that every time they're on the ice, they can dictate the outcome of, a, of the game, whether with a great defensive player by putting the puck in the net. It's been that close. Uh, It's been fun. It's hard fought. And uh, we're starting the month of December tomorrow. And uh, (laughs) hopefully it's going to be another good month.
3: We just had Coach Brown from the Sixers. He stopped by about an hour ago. They've got a game tonight, Mm -hmm. obviously. And he was saying that the key to their uh, success, to any NBA team, uh, success is recovery. Uh, And I don't know a more (laughs) challenging sport to recover from than hockey. Uh, because of the number of games, because of how physical the game is, because of the, the balance and dexterity and all that you need. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I would imagine it's got to ring true for you guys yeah, as well. I,
18: I think where, uh, where hockey is catching up uh, as far as science and sports is in that department right now. We've got... Our conditioning people combined with our analytical group that, you know, we're analyzing the schedule, we're analyzing the players' load on the ice, off the ice, as far as their, uh, output of energy. And we're trying to make sure that we're giving them the proper rest and recovery so that they can go out on the ice and compete. I mean, you know, where else do you, uh, in, and I think all the other sports are great, mind uh, I love baseball, I love basketball, I love football, I love the competitive nature. But where else can you get a puck in the face, can't, <laughs> oh my God. can't breathe through your nose and still go out and play? You put on a mask and you go out. Oh, you guys I, are crazy. I, I, yeah. but that's You're, Matt Niston and a couple of games back, I mean – and he's saying to, to you know, the media, they're asking a question, it looks worse than it really is. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean but that's just, up that's up just the, the co- face. that's just the competitive nature of the, of the hockey players today. I
3: grew up in St. Louis watching hockey, and I'll never forget Brandon Shanahan took a puck to the face, gets stitches, goes in, comes back the next period, gets in a fight. <laughs> yeah.
2: Gets in a fist
3: fight <laughs> after getting stitches in his face. And I think later in the league, didn't he didn't he take on uh, the role of making sure that everything yeah, – Yes, was, he became the, the disciplinarian. Yes, yeah, yeah. But
18: oh, he <laughs> Now he's president of the It's front. right. It's
3: right. <laughs> it's it's, yeah. an, it's a crazy awesome <clears throat> wonderful
18: sport. It is and, and you know once you get into to the playoffs and you have an opportunity to to compete that, that Stanley Cup uh, those four rounds to win for me that's got to be the toughest of any sport. The the the, the amount of uh, physical um What players have to endure as far as going through the the games and and the series is a challenge. And that's one of the reasons why I fell in love with the sport and I'm doing what I'm doing.
3: So your first season here, what was your knowledge of the city of Philadelphia before you came into work here? Well,
18: having coached the Rangers and (laughs) and, my first year with the Rangers, our first series was against Philly, a series that we won in seven. Um, uh, I I know about the the passion of the fans. I know about uh, the the love of the city for their team. So uh, I was, uh, you know, when Chuck Fletcher talked to me about coming on board, you know, there were a few things that I wanted. I wanted, uh, obviously, a a place where I had a chance to win. I wanted a manager that I I could work with, and we had sort of the same philosophy as far as building a winner. But I wanted to go to a place where, People cared about the team, and there's no doubt that people care. They want us to win, and that's what we're trying to do.
3: I can imagine as a coach or, or as a player as well, like you could be playing against a team in a, in a in a different city, and you're just getting beat up, and and you're being browbeaten by the city, and next thing you know, oh, my God, I'm playing for this team. <laughs> I live here now. I work here now. So you've got to be prepared for that type you, of thing. You have to.
18: An, you know, I've got a recollection of – That series when I was coaching the Rangers and we were playing here, it was game six. They had to win to to force a game seven. And there were two Ranger fans up in the deck. And all of a sudden this fight broke out. (laughs) Uh, Poor guy. Oh. <laughs> he took a beating. It was unbelievable. And you know, you, you felt you were in fire country. Yeah. yeah you yeah. you had to be safe. I was, no doubt.
9: Uh, I was at that game. I was I was, not was you?
18: I, no. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. It I was, do. That guy must have taken yeah. like 15 for the team. Oh. It was a, a hard
9: fought series for yeah. sure. Um, and I wanted to ask you about what you said in the media the other week about um, the veterans stepping up. Because I thought the way that you framed it was so cool. And I never heard a coach do it exactly the way that you did. Um, you've worked uh, coached Kevin Hayes when he was in New York, so you know him. And then you're talking about JVR. And uh, and Jake Voracek about them stepping and up Clodier. and Clojure as well, uh, who uh, has been a longtime friend of the show, which is which is great. Um, but you did it in such a, a diplomatic way that I thought was really respectful of them as people. Uh, but you're asking for them to do more as players.
18: Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, anytime you just state facts, uh, you're not really calling people out. I'm, I was just saying these guys need to do this 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 better, and for us to win, you need your top players to perform. That's just the truth. It's just the way it is, and I mean those guys. I I had told them I had told them that before. They were aware of it. Uh, they know they know that it's just the facts. They, they didn't. They're not. You know, to be a hockey player, you can't be sensitive. You know, you <laughs> yeah. got you to you be able to buckle down and take it. And, you have to uh, take a puck in the face now and then. It's just part of, part of the job. So, I mean, those guys were fine with it. They know they need to play better, and they have been playing better. I still think that all all our team our younger players that haven't reached their full potential, and those veteran players, I really think that we still have some ways to go as far as becoming the best that we can be, and we need to. If we're going to get in, we're going to have to continue to get better.
11: A.V., congrats on November, I think, the most points in the yeah. NHL. But you had a brutal schedule. What was it like when you saw, like, oh, we start in Czechoslovakia, and then yeah. you come back, I and mean, I think you played the Devils, and you went what? back and did a West Yeah, game. It I was
10: it was
18: really as far as schedule i've never seen anything like it I, and you know at the end of the day you're doing the nhl a favor by going overseas and playing in europe you're expecting a quick pro or i think yeah. that's, that's how you call it, you say it in english there <laughs> so uh, but that's not what we got we got a challenging schedule you got to deal with it and that's what our group did i mean we buckled down we made sure we were giving them the rest that they needed when uh, it was available and it wasn't. We just played. We were in hockey mode, and we played. I
9: want to ask you about uh, Frost and Cheruby. They're going to be stopping by on Wednesday afternoon as well. Uh, Great kids. Well, they seem it, yeah. and uh, I haven't had a chance to meet them yet, but uh, it's cool that they're coming to yeah. our event, uh, coming to Camp yeah. Out for Hunger. But, man, as a Flyers fan, it's exciting to see these kids come up and play as well as they're playing immediately yeah. in the NHL. I mean,
18: uh, real good, uh, real good, I should say real, real good skill level. There's no doubt that the skill level, uh, those guys have got hands, and they can see plays. So I've really, like, they've stepped in. They've stepped in in an important uh, position, important roles, important minutes for a team, and they've found ways to contribute. Uh, You know, obviously, as young players... Uh, you know, you're trying to become a pro. You're trying to understand what it is to be a pro, being c- consistent, just like you guys in your job. you got to be consistent. you got to bring it every day. Well, that's what we're trying to make sure that these young players, not just them, but, you know, uh, the TKs of our team, the the, the Vs of our team, they're young players that are, uh, have still got a lot of room a lot of growth Trying to help them become the best pros that they can be to help the Flyers.
5: I have to imagine there's sort of a reciprocal relationship that takes place because they, they obviously looked up to the. A lot of them are playing with, with veteran players that they probably <sighs> respect and look up to. But I assume for the veteran players, it's, it's probably a, 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 a gust of energy now on the team that incites them to play better. There's
18: no doubt. I mean, you know, when uh, I told uh, Claude Giroux that he was going to play with uh, Morgan Frost. He was excited. TK was excited, even though TK's still a young player. You know, they had seen these guys the past couple of training camps. They see the, the skill level. They see what they can do. They're not quite sure they'll be able to do it, but you've got to put them in a position to succeed, and that's what we did both with uh, Farabee and, and Frost, and they both come in and contributed to, and helped our team.
9: The uh, overtime winner by Provorov the other day was uh, one of the prettiest a, goals I've ever seen. I don't know if we'll
18: see that again. Like uh, I told him walking on the plane, that was almost a fine. Like I mean, you're not, I'm not sure you'd, you'd want a player to do that, but yeah. hey, you gotta love it. You gotta love a guy that's got confidence to go out there and do something like that. It's Like, like a, a penalty shot. That. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, uh, you know the from behind the play. So it was it was a great goal for us. It was our fourth game in five-and-a-half days, our fifth game in seven-and-a-half. That's just crazy. To be able to finish it off like that, because the only reason we got two points in that game was, you know, Brian Elliott played outstanding, especially in the second period. Didn't start the game off the way he wanted, but what a battler. He competed. He kept us in. Like, we had nothing in the tank. We were running on fumes, and we found a way to get it done. So take the two points. Got to get ready for the Leafs tomorrow.
3: 5 games in 7 days. This is our first day here and I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how those guys do it. I have no
18: idea. Uh, they find find the way. That's why the coaches are there. You got to yeah. push them. Yep. Push them in the right direction. It, it seems
11: like you guys go in overtime a lot, too.
18: Nine times this month, it's that's it's, it's yeah. unbelievable. That's yeah. a couple of a few, a few extra periods. So, yeah. But you know, you, you, you gotta love it. I mean, the game's on the line. And you gotta be able to play well.
3: Nice. All right. Well, coach, thank you for being here, stopping hey. by for a moment. Uh, like, you guys are
18: doing a great thing. Like, I'm new to Philly, but this is outstanding. And keep up the good work. Thank you. And right. your, we team, appreciate your team. It. Your team yeah.
3: has a history of helping. They're helping out in spades this week. We got a lot of people stopping by, so thanks so much. We appreciate
17: My
2: it. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right. it. Coach Vigneault, let's yeah. hear from
17: guys. <laughs>